Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. Coming at you live from Las Vegas, Monday night, February 17th, 2014. Appreciate everybody listening. We've got a great show for you lined up here. You know, we, we often get deep, deep into uh, discussions about the Supercross series and, and the bikes and the setup, and there's tire talk, and there's this and there's that. Well... Tonight we're going to try to step back a little bit from that. Dallas Supercross was fantastic, and we will talk about that. But we're going to take a step back tonight and try to have a little fun, have a little different show. Uh, some great guests tonight. Adam Cincerello, talking about Dallas Supercross. Adam Cincerello will be on. Just finished winning his first ever professional race. Monster Energy Pro Circuit Rider. Uh, Jenny Taft, the new Fox Sports 1 reporter, will be checking in with us later to find out how she likes Supercross, what she thinks is going on. Uh, of course, uh... Kyle Chisholm will be on. We'll talk to Kyle Chisholm and uh, and the lovely Georgia Lindsay. Uh, my co-host for tonight, JT might make it on later. My wife, Pookie Mathis, will be on later. Uh, my co-host tonight joining us uh, all the way from Florida. She was supposed to be in studio. She broke our heart, but uh, she's on the phone nevertheless. Brittany Chisholm. Hi, what's up? Can't believe How are you? I'm good. Thank you for being on the show, but it's a little heartbroken with you not being next to me. I know, because you don't get to look at my pretty face all night. I'm just kidding. Uh, I'll tell you what. <laughs> How are you? Well, we're good. We're good. Thank you for uh, coming on. And uh, Brittany's appearance on the show brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing designs its race where to complement a rider's natural movements on the bike. No unnecessary distractions, straightforward, no-nonsense function, fit, and style. Fly Racing products are distributed in the U.S. United States by Western Power Sports, and it's a gear of choice for Kyle Chisholm. Also, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X-Brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, Vortex racing, NFAB Jeep and truck bars, free gun underwear, works connection, a Cherubis, FMF racing, Tech One designs, 810 solutions, W wheels, Black Ops moto, Mafia moto crew, the moto company, Optrix, and Guts racing all on board with us tonight. And don't forget, you can get this on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, you can get it on the Pulp Mix app, and if you're buying something through Amazon, just go ahead and go to Pulp Mix, click on the Amazon banner, make your purchase for all of your sex toys, and we will get a percentage of that, Brittany. Remember that. All right, I'm remembering that. I'm a little bit heartbroken that I didn't get a cool intro like you. You have that Supergirls guy like, Steve Mathis. Yeah. Well, it should have been like, co-host Brittany Chisholm, you know? Yeah. But that's right. Well, I only, do that for people, <laughs> I only do that for people who actually come in studio. Oh. Whatever, I've been in studio before, bro. Uh, you know, know I tried to make it work. I, uh, I know. I appreciate it. Uh, we got the race, <laughs> race tech emails. We got the NFAB Question of the day. We have uh, uh, BTOsports.com, Gabba Gibbs, Gabba Gibbs, and we got the X brand goggle tear offs. And like I said, uh, Georgia Lindsay will be in, my wife will be in, uh, Adam Cien Cirillo, Jenny Taft, and Kyle Chisholm. Who are you most looking forward to tonight, Brittany? Who, who's, who are you looking forward to having on the line besides Kyle? Yeah, I mean, I can't say Kyle. I'm actually looking forward to having Georgia on the line because she's always a fun time, and I. It was kind of my idea for you to have Adam on. You know, you got to give me a little credit. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so I'm kind of excited to talk to him because he did just win his first race, and 
You know, it's yeah. to be expected. He he's was a pretty badass amateur. You know, well, he's from Florida too. So <laughs> it's true. If he's from Florida, he's good in my book. Hey, you guys, uh, producing the show, taking your calls, handling things behind the scenes. A man who is more heartbroken that Brittany cannot be here than I. That is uh, <laughs> our producer, Devin. Devin. Hey, how you guys doing tonight? Devin. Hi, Devin. Hey, Brittany. Devin really was looking forward to you being in here. He was excited last week. Uh, he's a big fan. Uh, not so much a Kyle, more Brittany. I am. I was always a big hey. fan of Brittany, or I mean Kyle, and then I followed Brittany and it all changed. I'm a bigger <laughs> fan of Brittany than I am of It Kyle. all changed. <clears throat> Hey, yeah. I get this sometimes from guys at the races. They're like, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, hey, I am not cool. Do you want a picture with Kyle? No, no, no. I like you. I'm I like, would make right. Kyle take a picture with me and you if that you're was gonna... the case. <laughs> do you... I'll take a picture with you next time I'm in. Perfect. Devin. I'll just see you at the Vegas uh, Supercross. Perfect. Devin, Deal. Devin yeah. do you watch her beauty vlogs? Yes. I've watched a couple. Not them all. I'm not a. I'm not a. Yeah, you're not, I'm not, not a, I'm regular. Not a, I'm not a subscriber. I'm not wondering right. how to get my cheekbones get a little bit more flumptuous. Uh, I'm not, you know, but she does a really good job at everything yeah. she does. She's she's definitely she's. I like Brittany because she's one of those girls who's not just a cute moto wife. She does stuff. She's she not has, cute. Well, of course she is. She's not. She's, you're right. You're right. You know what? You're right. She's not cute. She's hot. But she like she does stuff. She puts out videos. You know, she has her clothing stuff. You know, she has a passion and she, there's a reason for her to you know get up in the morning and i like that i like seeing girls who are independent yeah all right yeah, wow for sure i don't i want them kept i want them kept and bound and be very you know <laughs> um hey uh hey this keeps what? me on a pretty he puts me to work you know it i know you no no i know absolutely um <laughs> hey uh by the way a10 solutions and tech one designs a couple of our long time sponsors have teamed up and uh you know that privateer contest we're running which kyle is not eligible for um we're running a privateer contest uh the winner by votes gets 500 bucks from us and from a, from a listener who uh, you know basically buys a jersey from one of his favorite riders. Well, A10 is uh, right now kicking off for, for the East Coast Series. They're, they're offering buy one, get one, 50% off any Rhino Power or Brop Energy products for your listeners, for my listeners, only through March 15th. So 50% off, um, buy one, get one, 50% off Rhino or Brop Energy. And also, uh, Tech One Designs, if you spend 100 bucks at A10, they're going to give you $50 off a custom, a semi-custom graphic kit from Tech One. Um, so techonedesigns.com, they do uh, custom graphics and graphics and uh, team shirts and, and so all sorts of things like that. The official gear of Crosslands Racing. Um, and so and also, and they're teaming up with, uh, with 810, so it's pretty cool. Um, it's, uh, it's a nice deal for privateers. We're going to offer the second and third place guys uh, 810 Solutions products or uh, Tech One Designs if they so desire. So that'll be pretty cool. Email the orders and mention the special to Jeff at 810solutions, the number 8, 10solutions.com. So uh, a couple of our uh, sponsors teaming up and uh, um, helping out some privateers. So that's pretty cool. Um, so people, yeah, just relax. We'll get into some Dallas Supercross talk here. There, You know, just calm down. 702-586-7857. you got a question for Brittany Chisholm or for myself or for Devin or, for, or about her blogs or anything else. Um, Brittany, I'm happy that you could make it. Because I figured you had a game show to go to at some point. I don't know if it was, you know, this week or what. But what is going on with you? You're just on Wheel of Fortune. And yeah, I, I, I was. I'm like the game show queen. I've done three of them now and won them all three. And everybody's like, are you done yet? And I'm like, not really. I'm probably going to go on Family Feud or whatever else. I can go oh. on. Why, why not? Oh, Gare Bear and you on Family Feud? <laughs> Gare- yeah, it has to be. I already looked into it, bro. And it has to be people with the same last name as you, so I have to have Kyle's family. And my family is kind of like 
keeping up with the Kardashians. They're crazy. And Kyle's mm-hmm. family is a little more laid back, so I was right. kind of hoping I could have my family. But, I mean, yeah. Gare Bear, Code, yeah. right. yeah. Kyle, me. I mean, it would be a good little team, I think. So you won two cars, one on The Price is Right, one on Let's Make a Deal. What was the other one? Yep. Yeah. Uh, and, and Wheel of Fortune, what would you win on that? Excuse my f- uh, forgiveness for that. I forget. <laughs> I uh, won a trip to Hawaii, like the prize puzzle. So we're going there for like seven days or something, and like four grand and a camera. If any of you guys did watch, I lost thirty grand at the end because I didn't know Jovial host, which is like oh. the dumbest thing I've ever. I didn't even know Jovial was a word. So, oh well. But how do you how do you get in on that? How do you the other ones? You waited in line, right? You just go there early and wait. Same thing with wheel, or how does that work? For prices, I let's make a deal. If you're in California, you can go for free, and you wait like all day long. I had tickles were with us, and we went. I got picked for for prices right, and I won the showcase showdown. And then a couple years later, we bought our house in California, and we were at the car dealership trying to find me a car. And I'm like, Cal, let's just go and try to win another car. And he's like, Brittany, you're never going to win another car. I'm like, yeah, but we could just try. I mean, before we buy one. And he's like, whatever, you're crazy as usual. And so we got free tickets to Let's Make a Deal. I dressed up as a Twitter bird, which is I made my costume, went. First one they called down, I want a car in like five minutes. And then yeah. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to try to go on Wheel of Fortune. And everybody's like, no, you have to actually, you know, it's not like the other two where you just guess prices and whatever. You have to actually, like, solve the puzzles and stuff. And I'm like, I can do it. So that one, you can't just go the day of. There's, like, all these auditions I had. Right. Um, I even had, like, a written test and a final audition and taped auditions. And it was, like, months and months long process, but it was pretty cool. I think they have, like, a million people that try to apply to that. So at this, got picked at, out of that. At, so this point, <laughs> at this point, you have to feel blessed with game shows, right? Yeah. Like, clearly – for whatever reason, game shows are, are, are – that's what you're all about. Because, like you said, it's hard to get on Wheel of Fortune. It is. Um, I know. All right. Let's uh, – how was Dallas for Kyle? I thought it was his best race of the year. I did too. I think he – I think he actually just brought it to the race. I feel like it's been there that some people haven't seen it. I mean, he was on the couch for a year. You know, that's, that's a long time to not be out there racing. And I go to the test track with him, and I see this other person. You know, he's doing 20-minute – motos and he's doing the same times as Brayton and I'm just like where is this person on the weekend and I think everything I think the whole getting back to the east coast east coast dirt I think being in the better practice helps I think it kind of Gare Bear was there (laughs) I think it just I think it just all came together and we just had a talk on the plane and he was like you know I just I don't know what I'm doing like I'm just not bringing it to the race and I was like Mm -hmm. well then just fucking bring it to the race and he did <laughs> what a what a, what motivational technique you have, jeez! I know. Just yelling he, at he'll, him. he'll be the first one to tell you I'm not not very nice. I'm like his biggest his biggest fan, but I tell him when he sucks because somebody has to. Yeah, Gare Bear is not going to do it. <laughs> no, Gare Bear would do it. Gare Bear would do it. <laughs> Gare Bear used to do it amateur days. Kyle used to get beat with umbrellas and stuff. Right, right, right. <laughs> beat with umbrellas and stuff. I've heard it all. I've heard it all. Hey, so. Um, uh, yeah, you're back in Florida now, and that was one of the reasons why you couldn't make it in the night. You got some stuff going on with the movie stuff, and uh, you're back. You're back in Florida, so that should help. And although Chad Reed being hurt now hurts, because now I don't, who knows if he can ride at Chad's anymore. We don't know. We don't so, know. Okay. I know. Um, Chad's usually really cool. You know, last time he was hurt, he was like, "Hey, Tiz, just built the track. Come out here and ride." But it's obviously not the same as riding with Chad. So. Mm-hmm. Um, more than that, more than even being able him being able to ride there, just hope that 
you know, Tad gets better soon anyways because we love them and it sucks, but, you know, it happens and all of them go through it and whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, it is, it is good to be back in Florida. I feel like I can breathe again and it's just, it's cool. And I got some movie stuff going on and it's, right. you know, I'm all over the place. That's how yeah, I am. Yeah, clearly your text <laughs> to me last night, I couldn't even keep track of it. But. You said you have too much drama. <laughs> you do, bro, you do. It's, it's. It's a little, it's a little much, but no, that's fine. Um, uh, looking forward to having uh, Brittany Chisholm on the line right now. Looking forward to having Jenny Taft, Kyle Chisholm will be on, uh, Georgia Lindsay, and uh, and uh, we're gonna try to squeeze in some JT and some, maybe some anti nap if we get to them. But um, what's your take on this series as a whole, Brittany? Right now, not so much Kyle related, but 450 class itself, it's deep, bro. Field is deep. It, it is. It's stacked. It's crazy. Like there's different guys went in every weekend, but I kind of like it like that because, like, no offense, it gets boring just watching, like, one guy check out, yeah. and it's, you know, I don't think it's good for the fans, it's not good for anybody, and I, even though I would like the class to be a little easier <laughs> for Kyle, obviously, yeah. um, it's, it's, it's good, the only thing I'm, I'm not, I'm not really a huge fan of this heat semi last chance crap what are you talking about what are you talking about it's awesome i don't like it personally i just don't i think i liked it better when it was just a heat and a last chance and you were just oh god yeah just because kyle made it through the heat all the time and that's exactly and now it's like well they're taking four guys out of the heat and you got dungy james chad and bill poto in your heat and you're like well Mm-hmm. Hopefully you get in. Was <laughs> probably well, going to semi. No offense to Chiz, but it's true. No more track time, bro. Uh, I know it is more track time, but it's just I, I don't know. I, I just think you know the races are shorter because there's a heat in a semi. So to me, it's like I don't want to like name names, but there are guys that are making it in that wouldn't usually make it in, and it's just they get a good start and they only have to go fast for a couple laps. It's not like an eight mm-hmm. or nine lap race like the heats used to be, and I don't know. So I feel like it's. Easier for those guys making it. Uh, I, I don't know. There's I mean, definitely whatever. some guys, and, and Jeff Alessi was a big, a big guy to do this a few years ago. There's some guys who cannot put 20 laps together, and they don't even care. They're yeah, put, they, they're, well, they're just they're getting in at, no, out of yeah. the semi or the last chance, and they're getting there yeah, $2,500 or whatever, and that's right. all they care about. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, do you gonna, not you, Brittany, but do you, listeners out there, want to go to Dallas Supercross? Courtesy of Vortex, the official handlebar of Kyle Chisholm. As well as uh, as handlebars, they also make they also make sprockets. James Stewart used a Vortex sprocket to win in Dallas, and uh, Vortex is uh, owned and operated by guys just like all of us, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. VortexRacing.com. First caller right now wins two tickets to Dallas Supercross, courtesy of Vortex. So if you want to go, courtesy of Vortex with pit passes and everything, call in seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. I mean Atlanta. I kept saying Dallas. Atlanta. I was about to say, bro, yeah, no, you, already you, you said Dallas like before the show too, and I was like, all right. Yeah, no, don't. We could win. We could give you tickets for Dallas. It's not gonna help. <laughs> you can go to the stadium. It's not gonna work out. Be Atlanta, Atlanta Supercross tickets. You know what? I think I even wrote. No wonder why we're getting them for free, dude. I wrote Dallas down <laughs> here. Stupid. Um, Atlanta Supercross. Two tickets, courtesy of Vortex, 702-586-7857, and uh, we will give you a set of those tickets. So thanks, everybody, for, uh, for doing that, and I appreciate it. So, um, Brittany. Yes, sir. Are you as surprised as I am that Adam Cincerillo went out and won his first race? I'm really not because – What? Come on. I'm really – I'm honestly not. I really am not. Like, I honestly just, like – I've, I've, hey, I've seen the kid since he was, I've known the kid since he was, 
you know, my little brother races, Cody races. I've known him since he was, like, on 50s, and he's just, like, made to to do this, made to win. I mean, he's been doing it since he was little, and I've just always watched him ride, and he's always dominated, and why would it change now? I mean, it does a little bit crazy that his very first race he won, but, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect anything less from him. Uh, our lines, uh, we got our winner, everybody. So, sorry, our lines are lit up. We got our winner for the Atlanta Supercross tickets, courtesy of uh, Vortex. Hey, how much of the races do you, as a moto wife, get to watch? Like, obviously, during the main, I hope you're focused on Kyle most of the time. Maybe not, though. Oh, <laughs> but, oh yeah, for sure. Like, uh, I watch with, all, like, you know, I'm friends with a lot of the wives, and, you know, I'll watch with whoever it'll be, Ashley Grant, Jessica Tickle, whoever. I got, you know all my friends there, but I'll just be like, good luck, because I can't watch your guy. Like, unless right. Kyle is with your guy or passing your guy, like, I can't, I don't know what's, what's going on with you. I can only watch Kyle. Like, just this morning, I said, did James win again last weekend? And he's like, are you for real? <laughs> I didn't even pay attention. Like, I was just right, right. watching Chiz, and yeah. he was doing good, and so I just didn't even, so, I don't I don't really get to watch him. And I, I yeah. always catch the end of the 250 race, which is when Adam was winning, and then mm-hmm. just watch Chiz, and that's basically it. <laughs> Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, but I get it. I understand it. When I was a mechanic down on the floor, I didn't get to watch much of the race either. You know, Mm-mm. you're just watching one guy and focus on that. And uh, um, and uh, yeah, it's tough. Um, how is the new Rock River team for you guys this year? How's everything over there? Good, good bunch of people. Yeah, there. It's a great bunch of people, and it's been really, really good. I love Christina, and I just love what she's doing. She's a girl, and she just gets right in there and you know she's been doing it for a while but we've never had a chance to like really work together for a whole season like this and she's great and her husband's great and you know Kyle's working you know with his mechanics Scott he's known forever and uh from being down at James's and stuff and so it's just it's a good fit and you know and Kyle you know gives them a lot of like you know it's their first year with like a big title sponsor and Mm -hmm. I feel like Kyle's helping them and they're helping Kyle and it's just been a really a really good fit and a good flow, and Kyle's on the Yamaha, which is, you know, we all know what he loves. So yeah, um, yeah. it's it's been good, and it just keeps getting better. And the JGR guys have been a lot of help at every race. Coy and Jeremy are over there making sure he doesn't, you know, making sure he doesn't need anything, make, you know, just always checking on him even after the race and helping him with everything. So it's been it's been great. Right, right. Um, yeah, I think it's, uh, I mean, obviously it'd be nice to uh, be making a huge salary once again, but after an injury-filled year, Kyle's got to uh, start, from, not from the bottom, but, I mean, because Rock River is a great team and they got everything, but it's a it's a sport where you're on top one day and any of these guys, like you said earlier, happens to everybody, and they got to rebuild themselves and get back, and Kyle's trying to get back on a factory factory team. and. Uh, but along the way, it's uh, it's an up and down sport that I don't always envy you, moto wives. Lots of lots of it's, drama. I feel like we're always Kyle's always playing catch up. I feel like we've uh, he's had a little bit of hard times in his career, but you know, I, everything happens for a reason, right. and I think that uh, you know, I think he's he's playing catch up for a reason. Well, so uh, it's not our plan. So I think I think it's it's good and. You know, how's, we're making it work as usual. <laughs> how's the how's the drama with the other moto wise? Everything good, or are you fighting with anybody, or what's happening no. right now? <laughs> you Let's... always ask me this. No, I mean, okay, like I am pretty cool with every most everybody. I mean, there's like a couple that like aren't friends with any of us, but most of us are good, and we hang out. And oh. you know, the only thing I really miss out on are play dates, and that's because I don't have a kid, and so like they'll all be like, "Oh, hey, we're." 
doing whatever. And I'm like, well, I don't have a kid, so you guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which mode of life starts the most drama? Oh, <laughs> you guys are going to get me in trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, I don't really want to say. <laughs> I mean, right. I'm going to. If, if I say, then I'm going to have problems. I'm sitting here telling you I don't so have then, any, yeah, any so of right. them. You say it, and then you start the drama. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, no, we a lot of us are friends, and, you know, we, we hang out and we go out. I mean, we went out to L.A. in a limo, and we, oh, we have fun. Man, yeah. All right, out of your friends, who parties the hardest then? Because <laughs> you're, always posting, you're always posting <laughs> pictures of you guys having a good time. Who's usually the one who's tapping out uh, at, like, 9 o'clock? Oh, I, oh, I thought you meant, like, who's having the most yeah. fun. Which party's the hardest or not party's the hardest? Which one party's the hardest? So not Nicole tapping Lammer out. Of no tapping I out by probably, like someone's holding their hair. She's a good partier. All of us. I mean, I'm, if anybody's tapping out at nine o'clock, it's, it's probably me. Right. <laughs> Who's the first to leave the orgies? Is really what people really want to know. <laughs> um, hey, um, hey, folks. Thanks to uh, we're, we're, Georgia Lindsay's on. My wife will be on later, and of course, uh, Brittany Chisholm on the phone. Jenny Taft. In in honor of all this estrogen being on the show, free gun underwear, the official underwear of uh, Jimmy and Georgia Albertson. They're giving away. Uh, we're going to give away four, two sets of women's underwear to two different girls. All you got to do is call in, though, and you don't be a dude impersonating a, guy, a chick because that's weird. So if if you're a girl and you want two sets of free gun underwear, we're going to take two girls seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you want to win this pair, and before that, let's get to Blake. Blake, what's happening? Hi, what's up, man? What's going on? What's your question? Um, I was sitting behind the starting gate this weekend in Dallas, and I noticed a little yellow light blinking on James Stewart's um, throttle side handlebar. I was curious as what that was. Uh, his ignition? His ignition mapping? Um, it That's was, all that was? Yep, just a little light to tell him which, which, uh, which ignition mode he's in. These guys will have a start mode. They'll have a normal race mode, and sometimes the little flashing light will tell them which mode they're in. So, and, and even on a start mode, they'll have two or three curves in there. So um, that's what it is. Oh, man, that's cool. I was just kind of curious what that was. I didn't see that on really anyone else's bike. Yeah, a lot. But. Yeah, no, guys, some guys have it. Um, you know where some people put it is right over the crossbar. Um, you'll see a little uh -huh. light if you lean over the crossbar pad, so it's not, not as visible. So... Um, but that's All right, what, cool, that's, that's what Thanks. it is. Thanks, Blake. Thank you. So wait, hold on. I missed that. That was a launch control for Stewart's bike? Yeah, an ignition curve. Really? Yeah. I thought Kawasaki yeah. was the only one that was able to do that. Like, Cali has it on their stock bikes. They're, they're yeah, the only yeah, ones yeah. that have it on their stock bikes, hmm, but okay. everybody has it uh, um, on the uh, on their bikes. Uh, hey, who's this? This is Kaiser. Kaiser? What? Kaiser. <laughs> I don't... I don't it's like Kesha, but Kaisha. Oh, really? Kaisha. Yeah. Kaisha. Okay. And it sounds like you're not a dude. It sounds like you're really a girl. That's that's. Yes, pretty, I am. Pretty... I really am a girl, and I'm really listening to your show. Uh, your boyfriend <laughs> told you to call in, didn't he? Um, no, actually, he knew nothing about it. Really? Okay. Hey, don't hate on her. She's a girl. She's no. listening to your show. Give her underwear. No, I'm awesome. No, it's, I'm, I'm always <laughs> honored. I don't know who these mysterious girls are, but it's cool when they do listen. Uh, we super appreciate it. Um, you, so you have a boyfriend, he rides and races? Kaisha? Um, he, what's that? Kaisha, your, your boyfriend, husband or significant other? My, yeah, my husband, he rides. Okay. I, I do too. I have a bike too, but what I do you, don't. What do you got? The most, 
the most I can do is a wheelie. I, f- I finally learned how to do a wheelie, so hey, Dude, that's something. That's more than but I can I do. Have a, oh. I have a Kawasaki KLX 140L. Dude, if a, wheelie, a wheelie's fun fine. Thing. That's nothing to be ashamed of. Brittany can't do a wheelie. Steve can't hey, do a wheelie. Hey, I'm pretty good on a pit bike, but I sure as hell can't do a wheelie. I would crash. <laughs> uh, can you ride, Brittany? Do you ride? I don't even. I'm pre- I am pretty good on a pit bike, but I, I crash, and then Chiz tells me I don't crash right. And how do you crash right? Like I don't even understand. <laughs> so no, I'm. I can't ride. <laughs> wow. Um. Well, this girl can pull wheelies. So I'm, I'm impressed. Um, well, hey, will you stay on hold? And uh, Devin will get your information. And thanks to Free Gun, you've won uh, uh, two sets of women's uh, Free Gun underwear. Cool. And I just want to say shout out to Brittany. I love her, and I'm so happy and want to congratulate her on her new uh, clothing line and store, Pretty Rebels. Oh, well, thank you so much. But hey, would this be a good time to? Yeah. Give away something, man? Yeah, if you want to give it. Uh, this girl was actually, uh, she sounds like she's hey, a fan. she knows. Well, I was going to give away a credit to the store. Um, it's wanting, like, this week, and I have lots of cute new inventory. So um, can you guys give her my email, and then you will just win, like, a $25 credit towards the store. There we go. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I'm so excited. Uh, Thanks thank for you, following me. I follow your blog and everything. So Do you, uh, I hope you. I hope you like awesome. smocks. I hope you like smocks. There's lots of smocks on Pretty Rebels. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't wait to get a Britney smock. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks. Stay on hold. Devin will get your information. All right. Cool. Thank all right. you. Thank you for listening. Look at that. A real life girl. And we got another one. Hey, who's this? This is Tiffany. Tiffany, hey. Um, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. It's always yeah. amazing. Chicks listen to this show. I found it impossible to believe. Um, uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, it's a special night, though. We got a lot of girls on the night. And we got a lot of things going on. And, uh, Thanks to Free Gun, you're going to win a couple pairs of women's underwear. So, yay! Um, um, what uh, do you have a do you have a boyfriend, husband who rides or races? Or I have a husband who rides. Um, we were just at the Dallas Supercross. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, what'd you so, think? It was awesome. We go every year. It was so much fun. So, do you have a favorite rider? Um, Ken Roxon's pretty badass lately. I, I've been watching him closely. Is he, I was kind of bummed Reed didn't get to ride, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think you and everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Um, who's the hottest rider, do you think, Tiffany? Oh, I don't know. Okay. If if Reed would get his accent back, he, he'd be pretty hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he did it. He has kind of lost it, hasn't he? You got a good point. You're right. Except yeah, when, he has lost it. Except when he still says America. I think he still says America. I, I feel like Ellie's <laughs> kind of lost hers a little bit, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's that, that Florida. One. That's why. Yeah. Florida. yeah, it's Florida, exactly. Well, hey, Tiffany, <laughs> thanks for calling. Uh, we appreciate it. Um, we're going to put you on hold, and Devin will get your information. And, hey, uh, real quick, what? my husband's, sure. the, my husband's the one that offered to buy you, buy you guys barbecue, and you didn't take him up on the offer. Yeah, Wygant wanted to. He was all about it. Wygant uh, was like, yeah, yeah, let's do this. Let's get, let's get some free barbecue. I just, Tiffany, your husband sounds like an awesome guy. It just feels a little weird to me to meet some strangers and <laughs> have them buy me food you know like like isn't that kind of how we do it in texas we want to buy you some barbecue it's just kind of weird i can't believe you turned down their barbecue that's texas man yeah texas barbecue are you kidding me how can you turn that down i'm actually not a barbecue guy i know looking at me you think i'd eat everything i know but uh a barbecue that i don't know and also too tiffany um what's your husband's name daniel daniel i don't want daniel to go broke with those concession prices at Dallas Stadium either. I don't want him to take a second oh, a second loan on your home or anything. So 
We already did. Oh. We went broke <laughs> buying out the concession stand. Right? It's crazy. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll uh, – I guess Wygant was really bummed. He really wanted to eat it. He was all about it. It was free, so he was more than happy to take advantage of that. I just felt a little strange, like, meeting some guy and being like, hey, what's up? Uh, all right, I'll take uh, two pulled porks and some ribs. And, like, it seems weird. Well, next time y'all are in town, we'll go buy Wygant some barbecue, and you can go to McDonald's. <laughs> That's a good point, Tiffany. You're right about that. Uh, Wygant will come back telling me how delicious it is. Uh, I'm going to yeah. put you on hold, and uh, Devin will get your information. Thanks. All right, thank you. Uh, coming up with Adam Cien Cirillo. Um, let's get him first before we uh, get the information. Adam Cien Cirillo, Dallas 250 Supercross uh, winner coming up right now. Um, and, and also, too, good job on giving uh, Keisha? What is it? What? No, Kesha's the singer. <laughs> what was that girl's name? Keisha Thompson. Keisha. 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 Brittany, good job. Keisha gets $25 uh, Pretty Rebels. Um, Wait, I thought right. Kaisha was the second girl. No, 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 no she's the first girl. girl. You're first right, girl. Tiffany right. was the second girl. Um, okay. What um, What is going on with your little deal, Pretty Rebels? What's happening with that? Um, I went oh. to go check it on the website, and the website was not yet starting. Because the website is done, but I had to take all the pictures of the inventory first, which is what I did in Dallas, and that's why I, was, I got to the track at like 6 at night, which was like the weirdest thing ever because I never miss races or practice or anything. But um, Christian Craig's wife, Paige, who was on the show last time I was on the show, mm-hmm. is one of my friends, and she does modeling. And so we did a little photo shoot in downtown Dallas of all my inventory, and I went to Apple and got a new computer today, and it's getting uploaded as we speak, so the site will be up this week. Okay, all right, perfect. So people can check that out. And, yeah. um, um yeah, I miss Christian Craig racing, mostly because Paige used to buy his hot dogs. Speaking yeah, she's, of food. she's like the most badass chick Yeah, she's ever, pretty so. cool. All right, hey, uh, let's welcome to the show um, a real superstar in the making here. The kid's uh, just phenomenal. He's probably going to break every record in the sport. Adam Cien Cirillo. What's going on, guys and girl? Hi, Adam. How was that opening? Did how you are like you? That? Did you like Good, that? how are you? Did you like that opening? You're going to break every record in the sport. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> it's a little premature, Matthew. <laughs> It's one. It's uh, while well, you're well on your way, you're one for one. Hey, congratulations though, for reals. That was um, that was impressive. I gotta say. Uh, after um, well, first let's go back to last summer. Can we do that? We can. We can. What was the low point? What was? I mean, look, it's no secret. Uh, a lot of hype with you. A lot of people watching you. A lot of eyeballs. Of course, your sickness kept you out at the beginning of the nationals, and maybe not so much that. That was probably the low point, but. And what now? Na- I'm thinking Washugo maybe when you told me how tired you were. But what was the low point of the last summer's nationals for you? Ah, uh, man, I don't know. It was all. I feel like it was all just one ginormous low point. Like it was just. <laughs> right. There, there. You know the sad. The sad part was there was no. Like I didn't have anything to. I didn't know what the, the high point was. So you really can't call it a low point because that was just that was. We'll call it the normal point. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. Because, <laughs> like, it was just permanently mediocre forever. But, uh, no, I mean, the low point, one of the, I mean, the biggest, one of the biggest low point is coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, coming in and, you know, I remember being out on the track at, in Butts Creek and, you know, I literally physically couldn't do it anymore. Like, yeah. I, I was, I, I mean, it, I pushed my body into a place It was like, I mean, it was, yeah. It was very hard just to ro- roll around the track and, um, you know, just thinking, going through your head, you know, like this is the first pro race and this is how you're going to start it off. Right, right, you know, right. Obviously, and, you know, from the outside looking, everybody says, well, okay, he says he's healthy. You know, he 
mm-hmm. um, you know, he's out there and, you know, that was tough, you know, not, not really knowing how my body was going to react to it. And, uh, yeah, but I think probably one of the lowest points was, was Unadilla. Okay. Obviously, um, yeah, went off the track and just completely brain farted. And, you know, if I look back on it on TV, I look like a complete moron. <laughs> but I really had no bad intentions by it. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not naive to the fact that there was 100,000 cameras around and it was live. You yeah, know, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, I know it's not, I'm not going to get away with it, you know? Right. So, uh, yeah, brain farted, but yeah, just you and And then, you know, I crashed twice in the next mud and I was just like, yeah. You know, at that point, I was just over and I just felt like I was going backwards and, um, you know, luckily that's when we got some tests done and figured out that I was obviously you've heard the story a million times, low yeah. on iron and all that stuff and yeah. um was able to, you know, have and not I wasn't back to normal by any means at U at Utah, but right. um, you know, had a little bit in me and was able to at least give people some hope and um you know, show them that mm-hmm. I had something. So yeah, you low point Unidil, I think. Uh seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven, you got a question for uh, Dallas Supercross. 250 SX winner Adam Cincerello, which must still, two days later, seem a little uh, unreal, huh, Adam? That you uh, you did that. Oh man, it's it is. It's more. I can't even. I still saw, like even yesterday or this morning. I woke up and I like I can't even believe it. Like you know, like I have a red plate. You know, I'm putting a red plate on my bike <laughs> next weekend. You know it. Yeah. It, because you you know you put it up in your mind so long you imagine it so many times as a. You know, uh, for me, I've been imagining winning a Supercross race since I was, I mean, uh, since I can remember, you know. Since I was six years old, I've been in, you know, something about imagining it for so long, almost in my mind, I I felt like I should be there, you know. like I Even even all day, even all day, I, like, even going out for practice and and all that stuff, I just felt a, a calmness, I think, that just, came with expecting myself to be there for so long. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, I I expected it for so long, so why, you know, why should I why should I blow it now? I knew this was coming, you know, and um I think that actually kind of I almost mentally prepared myself for it if that makes sense. Right. No, it does because you've been picturing it and imagining it. And I mean, long hours on the road bike and on the long hours on the rower and whatever else you do. Uh, thinking about that, right? Just thinking about that moment, and then you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're... I mean, I can't even tell you. I mean, it, it's to it was you know it's the feeling is to the point to where like uh, you know I've obviously sacrificed a lot, and my family has for all these years growing up, and you know there's been obviously hard times, just like there is with anything. But mm-hmm. if I, it's almost like to where if I were to never, ha- I had to go through everything I, I've already gone through again mm-hmm. just to get that race win. And then I didn't, I never won again. Like, yeah, <laughs> I would say it's worth it. Like, right. Just that one feeling, like, you know, I'd literally just, you know, it's one race and I understand that, but you, I just felt like I was on top of the world, you know, oh, you it's should, just, no, you should. Absolutely. That's it's a, yeah. it's surreal, you know, like, you know, my first one and, and the whole, you know, whole time, even when Martine was, um, leading me, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just gonna like, cause I felt like I could go faster, maybe not, maybe not Martine's speed, but faster. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I would rather I was, I would rather err on the more cautious side because the dirt was super. Obviously, you guys know how it is, but yeah. you know, super slick and obviously, I was still pushing. You know, I'm up there in a super fast race. I'm not moseying around, but um, I would just I just wanted to ride my laps and ride within my comfort level. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, 
yeah, obviously Martin made the mistake, and basically when Blake got by me, I knew that, you know, I knew that I had to pass him right back, and yeah. um, if if I you know, I didn't if I didn't pass him in that next corner, that I in my opinion the race was his. No, because uh, no, he, no, no, you know, no. You know, no. I, to me, you know, if you don't if you don't pass somebody right back, because if you if somebody comes in on you, and then you get passed back right, and you know you get you pass them back right in the next corner, it's like, you know, well, then the guy knows, you know, it's not going to be easy to, you know, get around well, you like you, you know, it, it's something. I think I think he would have found the power to, to to finish the laps, you know, even if he, you know, even he said he got tight, you know, I think he would have. So I think that that pass back is super crucial to me. Okay. All right. Well, I, I, I agree to disagree. You're the racer. I mean, I used to race, but, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, you're three away from tying Tim Ferry career 250 Supercross wins, by the way. So, yeah, but how many Summercross titles do I need? You are. You need two. He's got one. Good luck. There's never going to be another one. So we're defending. <laughs> we are defending champions. Maybe I'll put it on. Maybe no! I'll put it on. You mother effer. You probably will. You probably have, you probably you <laughs> probably have enough money right now to do that too. Um, Does X Games count? No, no summer cross. But make sure you you make sure you uh, beat RV to make it count like when we beat McGrath. So yeah, um, number two. Oh man, we got all the lines are um, full. Uh, let's get to them first. Lindsay, you got a question for Adam Cincerello? Yeah. Hi. Um, first hi, of all, I wanted to say Another congratulations girl. on the weekend. Another girl. Call I'm show. Yeah. I'm so surprised. Yeah. Right. I listen every night, every Monday with my boyfriend. Oh, cool. All right. Yes, so my question for Adam is, I was wondering if you could help me out in becoming the next best girlfriend ever with a slime jersey, because I can't find one online. Oh, <laughs> Lindsay. If he says yes to you, then he, then everyone's going to call and want one. He's in a tough spot. Oh, All right. but I'm the first gonna, person gonna, I was gonna, the first. Yeah, but I'm going to do it right now. You're the first person to call, and so I'm going to put it out there to anybody listening hoping to get a jersey i'm just going to give one out and i'm going to give it to you are you going to be at any races yes which ones one have i have i been to any of the races no are you going are, to but are you going to go to any oh yeah well i live in canada so we're planning to go to one of the next east coast races okay cool so just come by the semi and i'll uh, i'll hook you up with one just tell me that you called me on the Pulpamex show, and I'll, I'll reserve one for you they're, with your name on, even all, though I don't know your name. They're all you need to see. You need <laughs> now, to see, now, girls no. are going to come up and say, "I called you on the Pulpamex yeah, show." you know, Adam. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're going to say, "Hey, I'm Lindsay, and uh, I called you on the Pulp <laughs> Show." Um, why don't we just we'll send you one, Lindsay? We'll put you on hold. I'll make it happen. We'll send it out. We'll. Oh, thank you so much. We'll, we'll do that. Will that will that work? That sounds good. Where are you from in Canada? I'm from Canada. Like yeah, but where? I'm from Vegreville, Alberta. Oh, that's not. Winnipeg's better. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> have, have, you, they have, have they heard of me out there? I have four Manitoba titles. Do they ever say much about me <laughs> in Alberta? Uh, there's a little bit. Okay, thanks. Stay on hold, Lindsay. We'll get your info. Thank you. You see what I mean, Adam? I just think that, would work. that wouldn't work. The first chick you'd give it to, and then that'd be, you know. Oh, I don't have too many chicks flocking to the semis right now, so I don't. I don't. Yeah, think I'm well, that's because now you just won. Now you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah bro. Nothing. <laughs> Maybe, no, I don't. Yeah, so. give it three days. You'll be uh, yeah, a whole exactly. another boat. Hi, Pookie. Hi, um, Adam. Nothing attracts chicks like red plates. Trust me. Yeah. Oh, snack, snack, oh. for sure. 
Yeah, but the red plate is that is, that bike is my girl right now. I don't I don't even care about anything else. Atta boy, told you. There you go. Um. All right, let's get some more phone Except calls. Except Pookie. <laughs> Stop Hi, it. Pookie. Stop Hi, it. Brady. Uh, Mike, you got a question or a statement more to uh, Adam C. and Cirillo? Well, I, we were down at the Dallas race, and I brought my 11-year-old daughter with me, and she wanted to get autographs. And I explained to her that, you know, these guys do this for a living. They're not here to give autographs. They're here to race. And as he was driving through the pits on a side-by-side, I yelled his name. He stopped, and he gave my daughter an autograph, and made her whole weekend. So uh, I just wanted to thank him for that, congratulate him on his win, and uh, one of uh, many more we're, we're going to see. He's a class act. He's a class act. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I hope your daughter had a good time. Oh, she did. She waited at the pits for a lot of guys, and you were uh, one of the few guys that signed it for her. So, uh, did you tweet was, me about uh, that? Somebody tweeted yes, me. Yes, I did. Oh. Yes, I did. Yeah. I told you he so. was a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she was excited about awesome. that. We had a good weekend. Uh, an expensive weekend, but a good weekend. Thanks, thanks, so. Mike. Thank you. <laughs> Those are the best ones. Yeah, exactly. Hey, what? Uh, by the way, um, uh, AC, what was up with RV? It, it, he was very angry in the morning. You see what he did? Very angry. But I don't. Wait, listen, man. I don't know what is up with RV. You mean why is RV RV being RV? Is what your question should that's, be. That's actually right. <laughs> <You're> that, right. Is, <laughs> that is what I see Monday through Friday. You're right. You know what? You're right. Hey, why was RV acting? There is no angry RV. RV is angry. Mm. That is RV. When he retires, he's going to take his millions of dollars and just, I don't even know what he's going to be like. I don't even know. He needs a gun. He needs an at-home gun range. I know that. Just so he can go (laughs) go off some steam every morning. (laughs) He is going (laughs) to, when he doesn't have to act around like the public and like normal humans, he is just going to be out of of hand. Um, Out of hand. All right. Let's get to Nash. Nash, what's going on? Gentlemen and ladies. Hey, Nash. Cheers. Hey, Nash. Hey, hey and Thrill, uh, great job. Hey, uh, I'll lead off. Hey, can you can you give me your pro circuit bike? Because that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you asked for uh, I'm, I'm I'm it. I'll try to give it to you at the end of the season, but I can't give it to you right now. <laughs> just right. come by the semi. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just come by the semi and pick it up. That'd be sweet. Awesome. Hey, Adam, can I have the money you won last weekend? I asked first. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, uh, uh, awesome. uh, in all seriousness, in the keeping with this year's uh, theme, and I uh, wish DV was in studio, what's your preference with tire selection, and are you ro- running an open tire like a majority of people tend to be this year? Uh, Elaborate, D- please. DV has gone on this rant, uh, AC, about... All of you guys running the uh, MX32, the sandier tire, the bigger, you know, bigger space between the knobs and everything, um, uh, and says it's garbage and doesn't work and blah blah blah. But anyways, um, he's very angry about that. But what, what's your what's your preference for tires? No, I, I um I don't I don't ever run that sand tire. I know RV always tells me that I need to put it on, but um, no, I, I never run that thing. But to be honest with you, I obviously I'm, I'm pretty new to this whole pro thing, and I've only tested tires one time, so I really don't have a lot of numbers for you. But I know mm-hmm. this weekend I did uh, the only I, you know, I found one that I really liked in um, in testing, and that's the one we normally end up going back to. And I actually ended up um, going to a little bit of a hard, more hard pack front tire. Um, obviously, I actually put the the one I normally ride on on for the heat race. And switched it out for, uh, switched out for the main because I knew it was going to get uh, a lot harder just by, um, you know, what I could tell. But to be honest with you, I can't really uh, put a number on it. Obviously, all these works tires, there's like 760 
you know, 769, 52, 68. Mm -hmm. There's like a thousand numbers in there. So um, to be honest with you, I do not have uh, a great answer for your question, Nash. I'm sorry. Well, that's refreshing, and your your take on this whole thing and your humility is awesome to to view as a fan, and all of us are really getting behind you, and you're a great kid. And do you contribute your success to having Pookie, <laughs> you know, visit you regularly at the, the, the races? It definitely gives me a lot of confidence, you know, knowing I have the hottest chick in the pit, for sure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that's oh, been Adam Cincerillo tonight. <laughs> We're wrapping it up with Adam Cincerillo. Oh, Jesus. All right, thanks, Nash. Hey, cheers, guys. Have fun. Thank you. Oh, I forgot, I forgot to ask Nash about uh, Factory uh, Factory uh, podcast. Phil podcast. Hey, Mathis. Yeah, yes. Mathis, yes. Your, your mic is a little muffly tonight. I can barely hear you when, you when you talk loudly. Speaking closer to the mic. Come on, bro. I'm right. To, I'm right beside. I'm right oh, in front of the don't mic. Don't get the level stuff in his head. Now he's going to be freaking out about this whole. How's thing. that? Is that better? <laughs> Is that better? What about that? Uh, Can you hear me now? Wait. Speak again. Come on. Here we go. Check. Check. <laughs> All right. Check. As long as you don't yell, I can understand what you're saying. So the show goes on. It's just like having a flat tire. You hit <laughs> it off the jumps, and you hope you make it. <laughs> right. Right. Um, Jacob's got a question for you that I think I know the answer, but. Let's get to it. Jacob, what do you want to ask Adam Cincerillo? Um, It was the the difference of the feeling of winning your first Supercross, comparing it to your best Loretta's championship, I guess. The the difference? um, Yeah, like like the uh, difference of feeling. I'm I'm guessing the Supercross one would be better. Right. Obviously, was there a big difference? At the time, I um, it, it, you know, the Loretta's championship meant everything to me. You know, that's what I had worked for, um, you know, forever. That's what I was working for, and that was the biggest thing you could win at the time, you know. But um, at the same time, you know, those, all those Loretta's championships were to, um, you know, it was a stepping stone, hopefully, to, you know, winning Supercross and motocross races. And um, I was fortunate enough to win pretty early as an amateur, and once you start winning a lot, um, you know, it, it's definitely expected of you. So I, I think this this past Saturday night was really, honestly, one of the only times that I've, I've, I think I've won where it hasn't really been expected, I think. So I think that aspect of it made it a little bit um, of a better feeling than obviously, you know, having the crowd and everything there. It's, it magnifies everything, you know, so... Um, even the little stuff would, like when I would you off, rather have dominated how like you did in the amateurs or not that as well in one I, supercross? I honestly I I enjoyed racing for it. I think um, you know dominating you know winning by a large margin it's always cool, but um, you know racing you know, actually dueling for the win you know and having somebody there the accomplishment of having somebody there behind you the whole time and being able to pull it off I think yep, right. um, I think it makes it better. Thanks, Jacob. Brittany, any questions for Adam Cincerillo? Mm, when, when, no. what, what about what about a girlfriend, Adam? Just your bike right now. He said he doesn't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I know. Just his a... bike is his girlfriend. Okay, his Pookie, bike... you are hey, his girlfriend. But your bike is like your bike will always be your girlfriend because Kyle's bike is like still his girlfriend. He loves it more <laughs> than me. I think that, that right. never changes. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you, but I actually do not have a girlfriend right now. I'd be honest with you. I've had them before, but no, um, dude, they're nothing but trouble. It's, we are. It's we're a lot of money. You know how it is. Hey, when I was racing, I stayed focused, and look, look at me. 
And look at me. Yeah. I mean, really. Life, you got the, you yeah, got the hottest I chicken agree. motocross now. Life couldn't have been any better for me. Just look. <laughs> All right. Um, let's go to Chris. Uh, Chris Ackerman. What's going on, man? Thanks for listening. And uh, what do you want to say? Hey, this kid is so smart and rides so good and has the coolest attitude. How? Just think about how many chicks he's going to start getting. <laughs> When he, when he decides. No, he we wants, don't want to think about that. Dude, he's going to be slaying them. <laughs> when that time comes, he will be slaying them. I agree. Dude, when he, once he starts to like girls. He's got a title to win, Ackerman. He's got a what? He's got a title to win. Ackerman chose him for second right. in his oh. predictions on Instagram yeah, on Saturday. He's going to win the title for a few things. You said he would only get second, Chris? I messed up. Right, and what did I comment? Second, bro, really? And then I put my predictions were one, 46, second, don't yeah, care. Can, can we, Third, yeah, don't care. Can we talk about Pookie crying after Adam, <laughs> after Adam won the, the heat race? Yeah, Pookie put AC, AC, AC. Yeah. Just over and over and over. Yeah, she's ridiculous. Um, thanks, yeah, but they, Thanks, Zachary. Congratulations. I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. And have a good show. Thanks, Chris. Bye, Chris. Um, <laughs> hey, pretty good show tonight. Not too great. Can we talk about Pookie crying after the heat don't, by herself? Don't talk about that. But not after no, the main. No, no, she didn't. Hey, she texts me and goes, I'm, I'm by myself and crying and I don't even care. <laughs> don't judge me, I said. Don't judge after me. Oh, I was so happy. Right? Just the, it's just a heat race. Oh, you should have seen your little face on TV and you were talking to Jeremy and it was just the cutest thing I ever saw. Hey, it was, it's funny. It's funny because after the heat race, you know, like I, I, I won the heat race, obviously, and it, it, it went really well. And, um, you know, when I was done, I was, you know, I was pretty pumped, but I'm like, it's just the heat race. Like, I, mm-hmm. I had to tell myself, I almost got mad at myself. I had to get mad at myself so I didn't get happy at all. Like, you know, I, like I didn't get pumped on the heat race win. You know, right, I'm like, right. it's for gate pick. If I suck in the main event, nobody's going to care. Unless so, you should take your advice. Uh, my, you know, my dad was saying, like, I had a bad, you know, I had a bad look on my face. Like, dude, aren't you pumped? I'm like, just a heat race. Don't even say it. <laughs> hey, you're, you're like, hey, Alan, pump your brakes. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> just a heat race. Chill out. <laughs> hey, I would have thought, and obviously this is why I'm not racing because I'm not that smart, but I would have thought the number one gate pick guys would have gone closer to the inside. But you guys didn't didn't do that. No, um... Is it just too much of an I, angle? Was it too much of an angle to do that? I, it, to me, I, I always try to pick the gate that is straightest with the first corner mm-hmm. to where I don't have to cut, you know, cut out at all. I can right. go straight, and that would be... So basically, my game plan is to get that gate and to get to that hay bale, you know, get to the hay bale first, you know, to close everybody off on the inside. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, able, I was able to get two... And I really didn't feel like they were great starts. Mm-hmm. Um, even in the heat race, I, I actually jumped the gate a little bit, um, and I pulled back. You know, I, yeah. I actually pulled my bike back because I felt like it was, the gate was going to fall on top of my front tire, and Jeremy Martin was next to me, and he went, I mean, he went straight into the gate after I jumped <laughs> it, and I pulled back and yeah. got whatever, a whole shot second. I don't know who got it, but, yeah. um, and then obviously... You know, it sucked for Martin, and he probably thinks I did it on purpose. I felt so bad. I'm like, right. dude, that guy, 
soon as he went in the gate, I'm like, dude, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you, know? you jerk. But, yeah, I know. But, no, the starts were, yeah, I just tried to actually pick the same gate both times. And um, mm-hmm. I thought it was cool. Martin and, and Blake and I practiced a lot of starts um, in, the, in the weeks leading up, and right. we all went off the gate. Uh, you know, at the practice track, obviously, side by side, there's three gates, and we were, I think there was one between uh, Blake and I, but Martine and I were right next to each other, and obviously we were one, two, three, so it's, it was pretty rad. Uh, breaking news here, we just got an email into the show from Brian. I look forward to tuning in every Monday night to get the inside scoop, and I'm completely bummed. I have a wife and a daughter. I don't need to listen to Pulp to hear girls talk about nonsense. I want more DV and Berluti. They should be full time as possible. DV isn't afraid. After Adam is on, I'm out. We lost Brian. Yeah, I later, love bro. It. I love it. After- Hi, Brian. <laughs> Have a good night. Um, uh, hey, can, what about uh, life at the farm? You got Kenny Rocks in there this year. Uh, RV's not there this week, but he's there a lot. And uh, of course, uh, yourself, uh, a veteran of the farm. What What would the fans be surprised about that goes on at the farm? Like what? I picture, you know, I've been there a bunch, and it's always uh, it's a lot of work. Um, not, not too much talking, a lot of riding the dirt bikes and then a braking and then riding the dirt bikes some more, but what kind of stuff would we be surprised about? I think uh, the biggest surprise to me, even, even to this day is like how just back to work it is, you know, after the race, like mm-hmm. even, you know, even when I wasn't racing pro and I was, you know, racing eighties and Ryan, you know, I, and I, at that time I was still, you know, like, you know, Ryan was my idol, you know, like I, I looked up to him, he was he wasn't human to me, you know? And, um, and even you see him coming back and like, he'd, he'd win a, you know, win whatever, three races in a row and he'd come yeah. back and it's just like, nobody talks about the race. You know, they talk about what they saw on TV on the plane ride home on Sunday, but like, right. it's so, you know, okay, we got 17, you got 17 rounds, you know, we have this, this, this and left and there's so many, it, it's too, it's too much of a roller coaster for mm-hmm. it to be, you know, awesome, and then you know you lose and it sucks. So yeah. it's the same all the time, and to me that's always been hard because I'm, I'm, I'm super emotional about it, you know, and mm-hmm. it means a lot to me if I lose and if I win, and just the fact that, um, you know, it's just so back to business. I think people would be, you know, surprised. Like, were you at the race this weekend? <laughs> you know, right, right, right. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. People think like it's not fun. Like, you, you, you see you at the top and winning the races and c- collecting the checks and, and all that, but um, the Monday to Friday, there's not a lot of fun going on. It's work. Well, no, yeah, and, you know, I think that's what's – honestly, I think that's why – one of the reasons why Eldon's um, program is is so good, I think, because it's just because it, it doesn't allow you to get complacent at all. You know, it's, mm-hmm. you have you know you have a job to do on Saturday, and then you do your job on Saturday, and – your job still continues on Monday. You know, you still have to be, you have to be at the gym. You know, you have to be on the road bike and you have to be on the motorcycle and you have to do all those things well in order to win next weekend. And, and in this program, nobody takes any excuses. You know, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, you know, I could, you know, I won this weekend for instance, and I did, you know, I had motos today and I came off the first one, you know, and I, um, I made a couple, you know, I made a couple mistakes. I actually tipped over and, you know, there's just no, there's no, oh, it's okay, bud. You know, yeah, you know yeah, like yeah. there is a sense of that, you know, it's not the end of the world, yeah. but like, dude, you got to fix that. Like, that's not acceptable, you know? <laughs> right, and, right. Um, you know, and I think that's, I think that's cool because, you know, I, I, right now I'm not focused on, 
you know, the, the biggest moment of my life right now. I'm focused on doing my job tomorrow and, and the next day in order to make it a good weekend in Atlanta. And I, I think that's what uh, Kenny and Ryan feel as well. And, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely hard work, but at the same time, to me, it's fun. Um, I don't think it would be too much fun if I, we didn't have a good group of people. Mm-hmm. I think having Kenny and Ryan and, and kind of suffering together as a group, it makes it, uh, you know, it makes it more enjoyable for sure. I mean, you saw, you saw them after I won, you know, they came yep. you know, off their line. That was you know, cool. Yeah. They were obviously trying to focus on their race and, uh, they were genuinely happy for me, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's cause in a way, you know, we kind of suffer together, you know, through the off season and, yep. and through everything. So it's, uh, it's a it's a cool program and I really enjoy it. You're just like Stewart and Reed, where where our phone lines are just they're packed, they're jammed. That's it. I love it. Uh, I love it. Let's get to some questions real quickly. Rapid fire. We don't have too much longer with uh, the new superstar in the sport, the all time uh, winningest rider in the sport. Soon enough, uh, Adam Cien Cirillo. Uh, <laughs> Easy, bro. <laughs> Sinjin, you got a question for uh, Adam? And yeah, be what's nice. going on, Adam? Yeah, be nice. Uh, don't swear. Right. Fuck that! I can swear if I want, but I won't. Hey, but listen, uh, <laughs> I Adam. Uh, I know that uh, you and uh, Blake. I don't think are the best of friends, and he seems like a pretty big prick. Uh, I was wondering, uh, do you guys have like bad blood, and is it uh, awkward at all? You know, changing and or anything like that. You know. Yeah, I mean, it's um, it's no secret that Blake and I aren't uh, you know best friends. Going to grab dinner with each other after the race, but um, you know, it's it's not it's not really awkward. You know, we both have a job to do and we just so happen to be on the same team. So yeah, there's obviously, there's been some instances between us that haven't, um, you know, been the, been the best of situations for sure. But, um, you know, we're, we're not stupid and we both know that we have a job to do and we're not going to, uh, you know, ruin the atmosphere by, you know, holding grudges. You know, I, I'm not going to, um, you know, I'm not going to buy him dinner, but you know, I'm not going to, well, I you know, hate him for the rest of my life either, you know. And, and the other thing is, don't let your head get too big. You know, Jimmy Albertson, that's the type of person you want to be later in life. <laughs> I agree. Uh, I agree. Don't I actually, shoot high, you know. I actually, after after this weekend, I actually installed smaller helmet pads in my Thor, um, in my Thor helmet, so I could actually, you know, <laughs> shrink a little bit. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm. I won't lie. Baggett riding by the two guys. The team sweeps. Mm-hmm. And let's not forget, I was a member of Team Yamaha when we swept the podium in Anaheim, 04. Oh, let's not forget that. But having, no, I was just hoping for more of like a – I mean – Like, honestly, I was thinking for like – I was genuinely – like, I was obviously super pumped for myself. But and then I, I looked over. I remember rolling over that, you know, that three on before that triple. Yeah. And I looked at the board, and I'm like, there's no way – I saw 31 and third. I'm like, there's no way Martin came to third. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and I saw he came to third, and I was so, you know, so pumped that we podium sweeped, you know, because we had talked about it. I actually talked about it with Mitch leading up to the race, and, like, you know, like, that's possible. We yeah. can do that. Yeah. I don't see any reason why we can't do that. And then, well, I, you know, I saw you. that. I'm like, there's no, like, you know, yeah. I, then I had, like, ten more screams after that were for <laughs> for the team, you know, happy for the team. And right. I was just hoping we'd all stop on the top of the jump and. It was you know, a like, little. It was a little bizarre. I gotta say, if I if I'm Mitch Payton, I'm saying, "Hey Blake, I know you're not super pumped. The kid won. I know you're not a big fan, number one fan of his. But we just swept, and that's a photo of the three of you guys on top of a jump that will be everywhere. And can you just please stop and just stop for ten seconds, please? That's all. Hey, yeah, but, you know, 
Yeah, you you have that aspect of it, but at the same time, I I'm mean, hanging up. You guys keep talking. Ra- right, see you, Sinjin. Bye, Sinjin. But we're we're racers, you know. Like it doesn't matter. I, How yes, could you not I like Adam? Stopped. Like, yes, what's not I'm not like? saying I. I would have stopped def- I, unless he, you know, hit me right. off the track. I, I definitely would have stopped. Obviously, I'm in a different situation. Him being a rookie, I would have been totally pumped with second. Probably yeah. would have threw a fist pump over the finish line as well as I did when I won. <laughs> right, but, right, um, right. you know, it's just, you got to give him some slack in the fact that, you know, the guy wants to win and you got to respect that. He wants to win, you know, so bad. And, you know, when yeah, he, he was close, yeah. obviously, and when it's close like that, it's a lot, it's a lot harder to take, you know, when it's right in front of you. If I, if I got second and I was 10 seconds behind him, Versus if I cross a second, you know, the line a second behind them, it's You're, it's a lot different. And even I can vouch for that for you as myself. I was bummed with myself in practice because Martin did a, I believe it was a 46.4. Mm-hmm. I literally did like three 46.5. Right, I, could, right. I could not get that tenth of a second. And mm-hmm. I was legitimately bummed, you know. In the first practice, Martin was like, Seven tenths of a second faster than me. I'm like, oh, all right, you know, yeah. second place, right. woohoo. Right. But you know, the, the second one, I'm like, you know, I'm not happy with that. Like, you can keep being it's politi- just tough to take. Keep being politically correct. It's great. It's awesome. Um, and you're you're answering all this very well. Congratulations. But <laughs> yeah, I, I still think it's jacked up. <laughs> Look, Timmy and Chad weren't exactly going to you know go and play uh, ski ball together um, afterwards in '04. They didn't like each other either much, and. uh Again. Yes. So, anyways, I, I yeah, it happens. You know, you know, it's uh, you know it, and nobody's ever going to be perfect with each other. So, no. all right, let's um, try to. I'm definitely not going to. Let's try to get through the No, I know, and I don't want to get you in trouble. I don't want people listen to this stuff. But I'm speaking from experience, from my experience as a team that did sweep a race. That's all. Yeah. No, it was. Yeah, but no. Okay. I, all right. I was pumped for the team, and um, yeah, it's just funny that we had talked about that, and yeah, you know, obviously getting the win and being on the top step was something that I could only dream of, which I did many times, by the way. <laughs> Let's uh, rapid-fire these questions. Dave, what's up? What's your question? Yeah, I got a quick question for Adam. I was just uh, wondering, it seems like Villapolo's enjoying himself more this year than last year. Has AC got any comment on that? Cause yep. it, I don't know, Steve, if you if you watch the uh, the heat race, you know, him and LaRoxon Roxen were lined up each other, and you know, they're about ready to start, and Villapolo reached over and grabbed Rox and said, okay, buddy, come on, let's go race. You know, kind of just jabbed at him. You know, mm-hmm. it just seems like he's more relaxed, like he's having more fun. All right, what do you think, Adam? Yeah, I think I think Ryan is um, at a point in his career he's won so much, and he's really, I mean, he's only, I think, I don't know if he's 25 or 26, but whatever, let's say he's 25. He's 25 years old, and but he's really, you know, he's considered a veteran of the sport, and um I think it's so routine for him. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously those guys, you know, all those guys have been racing a long time. It's it's so many races, and they know how long the season is. And, you know, they've done it all before. And if you do anything enough, I think it kind of, um, you know, obviously it dulls the nerves out a little bit. And I think you learn to enjoy it more. You know, obviously Ryan is getting, I guess, old, you could say, for, for a racer. And I think... um you know, I don't think he's going to be doing this thing for, you know, five more years. I think he's he's enjoying it, and obviously training with with Kenny and I were both we're both younger, and I, I genuinely think he, you know, he wants the best for us, and right. um, 
you know, he really, which has been awesome, you know, even when, you know, Kenny, you know, straight up beats him, passes him, beats him, whatever. I mean, the guy is, I believe, you know, he hasn't told me this, but he just seems, you know, he's okay with it. He's pumped. You know, who else would take a guy with so much, so much talent, so much ability and, um, bring him to his compound in Florida, you know, and share a trainer with him. You no, know, share the best trainer out there super, um, that's, with that's... a guy that can de- literally, you know, basically dethrone him. I mean, he's got the talent. You know, he's got the results to back it up. He's got everything. No, that's super so weird. I think he, that's super yeah, weird I think that he's he did just, that. Yeah. I think he's just enjoying it more, and I think that um, it, it shows in every aspect. And I think he doesn't uh, take those wins and take those good finishes for granted. Um, I think he enjoys them all. All right. Hey, Chris, uh, quickly, what's your question for uh, Adam Cincerillo, the best rider who's ever graced a uh, ridden a motorcycle? Hey, uh, hey, how you doing tonight, Adam? Good, how are you? Um, I have a question. As far as coming to Atlanta uh, this weekend, what are your goals and what, um, as far as Atlanta in general, what do you like, like about it? What do you like about Atlanta? Uh, personally, I've never been to Atlanta, but... Um, to answer your second question, I guess I should say, I, I, obviously I've heard about the crowds in Atlanta and everybody's told me how crazy it is. And, mm-hmm. um, and I've grown up in, in Florida where there's sand and there's also uh, super tacky and ruddy dirt, which I have yet to race on. And that's where I really, I feel like my um, best riding comes out. You know, if I, if you would have told me, if you would have given me five races and um, told me that I was going to win one of them and Dallas was in there, Mm-hmm. I would have said, no way. If I only won one of these, there's no way I won Dallas because I literally, um, if I'm a 10 on Atlanta type of dirt, mm-hmm. I'm a 4 on Dallas type of dirt. Like, that's just right. not my style. You know, I've obviously had to learn to um, adapt, and it's actually this last trip out in California has helped me out a lot with that. But um, you, you're going to win. My goals, my, yeah, my goals for Atlanta, my goals for Atlanta are to. Um, be on the podium. Um, I think if I get starts like I did this weekend, I don't see uh, me having a problem with that. Obviously, everybody's going to come come back. Obviously, second round, everybody kind of knows where everybody's at. Uh, they're going to come out swinging, but uh, I want to stay on the podium every race, and um, Wait, I believe uh, that goal is achievable, so that's my goal. Wait till you uh, go to Toronto and feel the extra love of the Canadian fans and just being in Canada in general. Yeah, I want to win in Toronto. Toronto's that's victory. I won't accept anything less than... Yeah. And, Maybe uh, a maple leaf will tweet me. Like a like a hockey player? Yeah. That'd be sick. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, hey, you've never been to Atlanta, so let's there's a hard rock cafe downtown. I got a good chicken sandwich. I'll see you there Friday. Um Grilled or fried? You can do either one. Okay, so I'll get it fried then. <laughs> good one. Excellent. Um all right, uh we gotta let you go. Pookie, you have something to say though first. You just wanna Oh, well, what is what is there to say? I mean, I I told you, I told you right. so. So last summer you were still telling us all, and it's all happened. You knew, right? And haters are gonna hate, and right. yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> the you know what? Believers believe. Pookie, I I said the same thing to Steve. I said, watch out for AC, and he laughed. And now he knows. And now he knows. And now I know. Steve, that's uh, strike one. <laughs> Me and Pookie, hey, man, we're on your side. I will, I will, I will vouch for Steve and say that. He did. He was still interviewing me last summer. Maybe he was in hopes that maybe I turned out to be something along the lines, you know. And <laughs> yeah, no, I'm um, hedging my bets. Like it was know. like an investment for him. Like, oh, this kid sucks now, and I really don't want to interview him. But 
you know, maybe he'll be good next year, but mm-hmm. if he's not, I'll blow him off. So I'll case. give you credit, Steve. You yeah. stuck by me. No, no, yeah. I was hedging my bets. It's like a stock, you know. It was diving. The stock was diving. But I'm like, ah, let me just keep 10 cents in there. Just keep some money in that stock for when it hits. The stock hit rock bottom. The stock hit rock bottom. <laughs> Utah brought it up to like 10%. Yeah. And, uh, no, hey, yeah, look, so. I appreciate you coming on. I, I appreciate too. I'm sure your phone was blowing up with interviews and media guys, and I really, I'm glad you made time for us on the Monday after your, your, you know, your first professional win to come on. I, I do appreciate that. I, I, I'm coming to Florida the week before Daytona, so I can't wait to hang out as usual. Um, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Steve. See you, Pookie. See you, Bye, Brittany. Adam. Bye, Adam. All right, everybody. All right, thanks, Adam. Seen Cirillo. Before we go to the commercial break, uh, dude. No, we all love Georgia. Gotta respect Ellie, but your fetish with Brittany Chisholm, Steve, please, man. I know I'm not the only one. I can't stand listening to her anymore for the oh, 10 seconds. Can you have Swiss Curl go in and delete everything she says so I can listen to the archives? Why are you telling her this? I just think it's awesome. I haven't even been talking. I've Dude, been listening. I don't Whatever. care. You, you're, you're welcome. You were on last year. You are great. You you're know on what's funny is in year. the chat room, everybody's like, oh, I can't believe this. What is this? Then Brittany shows up in the chat room. Hey, guys. Hey, Brittany, you're awesome. Good job tonight, Brittany. It's like, God, oh, these people. Guys. Anybody, these... anybody who doesn't like Brittany, just go play in the free ray right now. Go. go. Yeah, right now. Um, right now. Oh, haters going to hate like Pookie said. <laughs> we're going to take our first commercial break of the night. Uh, we're going to come back with Georgia Lindsay, Pookie, Brittany will be back uh, to do X-Brand Goggle Terra slash uh, Gabbett Gibbs. And uh, we welcome you all back. Brittany, we'll see you on the other side. Okay. All right, everybody. And uh, with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Pope X Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support a sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pope MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Racetech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Supporting riders like Michael Lieb, Vince Freeze, Chris Blows, Cody Gilmore, and the Motosport.com Spine Chillers Arena Cross team of Nathan Skaggs, Mike McDade, Willie Browning, and more. Join the Racetech team by applying for rider support at Racetech.com. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. 
From Nerf steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, there's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at eksbrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com now and enter the discount code PULPMX20 at checkout to save money today. today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 
38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us, so thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Mike Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. 
Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Everybody, Papa Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, X Brand Goggles, Atlas Neck Braces, Vortex Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Free Gun Underwear, Works Connection. A Cherubee started over 40 years ago, and now a Cherubee offers everything from replacement replica plastic kits to a wide variety of high quality products like chain slide and slider kits, hand guards, skid plates, fuel tanks. www.acherubee's Dot com and find us on Twitter and Instagram at, at USA. Filippoto, Roxon, and Reed, just some of the guys that use Acherbys. Black Ops Moto developed an aftermarket high-output ignition coil. Unlike traditional ignition coils, Black Ops has several features not found on the older style ones. You'll notice more power, quicker throttle response, and easier engine starting. They've been mapping ECUs for over 25 years. 30% off if you mention Pulp MX, blackopsmoto.com. Really, anything you guys need from any of our sponsors, go to sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com uh, and uh, you will save yourself money on everything. So, uh, welcome back to the show. We appreciate it. Brittany, wel- welcome back. Thanks, bro. Uh, and uh, our next guest, uh, she is the uh, liaison to uh, Crosslands Racing, uh, Jimmy Albertson, married to him, runs the show. Used to announce at the GPs. Georgia Lindsay. Yes, hello. Hey, I cannot, words cannot express my sadness. The fact that neither one of you two are sitting in this studio. <laughs> which was the original plan, by the way. Did yeah, Brittany cop out on you too? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. <laughs> and I think you were okay, really excited that we had some bad now. <laughs> I know. Well... I didn't feel quite so bad whenever you weren't coming either, but he was bummed because he was all excited that we were going to share a bed. 
Uh, I'm not going oh. to lie. I thought that had a video camera or something stuck in the corner. I thought, I thought that was going to happen. I really did. And Damn he's it. like, Pookie, go in there right now. Um, yeah, for real. No, stop it. That wasn't it. I thought um, that was better yeah, than I, sir. too, I guess. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Steve, you sound like you're underwater right now. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Really? What's going on with my microphone and stuff, I wonder? Huh. You kind of sound like a robot that's underwater. Oh, I don't know why. Everybody else sounds fine? Uh, yeah, Brittany sounds fine. Do I you sound fine? Do I sound sexy? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Do I sound sexy? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Unbelievably. All right. Is that any better, um, Britt? No, you still sound terrible, but I'll just listen harder. You'll be fine. Okay. All right. Or maybe I'll change my microphone cord here in a little bit to a spare. Hey, so, Georgia, uh, Cross Lines Racing with your husband, Jimmy Albertson. Um, We saw the crash into the wall, which, by the way, you told me, that you really didn't want to put out there, but then it was in the Albertson project. Okay, I heard like the beginning half, not the end half. He wanted to know about the uh, uh, the crash uh, with uh, your with Jimmy, and uh, if you said you weren't going to put it out there, but you did put it in the Jimmy Albertson project video. What was your decision making with uh, putting that out there? Putting what out there? Jimmy's crash video. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't know, but I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, Brittany, you just talked to me because I can hear you better. But, yeah, I haven't actually watched it yet. I'm not going to lie. I don't have internet in my house in Oklahoma, and I have to tether everything to my mobile phone to be able to send emails. So I haven't even watched it. So, um, yeah, that was interesting, though, filming it. I will tell you that much. So what was your um, what's been the most exciting uh, part about the Alberson project and that being on the internet and kind of getting your guys' name out there? I know a whole lot of people don't really know about the Albertson uh, project and as far as like what you guys do and how hard you guys work. What was the most beneficial uh, thing that you guys found about putting that out there to the fans? Have you guys had a lot of fans coming up, mentioning about it, talking about it, stuff like that? Yeah, we actually have. Um, it's kind of funny because although it's always filmed and, and we've got a guy around us filming and stuff, I honestly, I don't even notice it kind of happens. And whenever we do do like the actual sit-down interviews or whatever, it's like two seconds and it's done. So it's something that really I kind of forget happens. But then like this weekend, um, I was walking through the pits with Jimmy and someone shouted Jimmy and he turned around and then they said, oh, Georgia. And uh, they didn't speak very good English, and they were from Brazil, and they said, you're famous. And I was like, no, 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 no. He's like, yes, Elvis the project. And I was like, no way, you watched it? And he's like, yes. And he was <laughs> super awesome. pumped. And, it, like, there's uh, another guy from Mexico said the same thing. And then, um, no, it's, I think it's cool because um, a lot of it is just, you know, I like I said, half the time I don't even feel like we're filming anything, and I kind of think, what is he even going to do with this stuff? And then he makes some awesome videos. So um, it's something that just kind of happens. I really, honestly, it's it's pretty cool that he comes out every week with these videos. Yeah, I'm a big I'm a big fan of it, a big supporter. I know when uh, Derek Anderson was doing his with uh, Moto, uh, Motorsport, um, I actually became mm-hmm. a bigger fan of Derek Anderson. Didn't really even know who he was before that video, and I've always been a fan of Top Jimmy and you guys. So with you guys putting out the videos out there, that's awesome. I want to thank you guys for that. Uh, kind of give all oh, of us cool. fans a, a, an inside look at behind the sport that we really love. That there really isn't much uh, stuff like the Pulpamac show and like these Albertson Project videos for us to kind of give us a sneak peek by, behind the scenes. And so thank you for that. Um, hey everybody, awesome. uh, um, everybody, uh, Georgia, can you hear me a little better? 
Uh, not really, but oh, well, okay. you're all right. Hey, uh, we're give, you're giving away a Crosslands Racing pitch shirt signed by Jimmy Albertson, by the way. Hey, uh, what? Steve Mathis, can you please say the team name right? I already t- told you off last week about this. Oh, so you can't hear me all of a sudden. <laughs> uh, motorsport. Motorsport.com. I'm sorry. Motorsport.com. Crosslands Racing. And I swear that's not done on purpose because of B- the BTO thing. I swear. I'm just stupid. Um, Whatever. Motorsport.com. Uh, Crosslands Racing. Anyway, carry on. Signed by Jimmy. Giving Jim- away a shirt. Giving away a team shirt. Signed by Jimmy. Uh, it's a Tech One Designs uh, pitch shirt. That the actual one that the team wears. What you have to do is send an email into contest at pulpmxshow.com, contest at pulpmxshow.com, Jimmy's first pro number and Jimmy's amateur number. We're going to pick a random winner of whoever wins that, whoever guesses those two guesses, uh, those two numbers, are going to get a signed Jimmy Albertson Crosslands Racing pitch shirt. And there's uh, only a few of them, so yeah, yeah. that'll be super cool. Um, Hey, um... Before we get to our contest or our little games we're going to play here with Pookie Mathis, by the way, uh, Brittany Chisholm and Georgia uh, Lindsay on the line. We, uh, Georgia, what what do you do with the races? You look like you're really busy every time I go by your truck. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, you know, I have no idea what I do, but I do a lot of stuff. Um, <laughs> you, no, I kind of, um, I'm kind of the runaround. Whatever needs to be done, I do, and um, I sort out obviously all credentials and passes that are needed for that weekend and kind of organize all team apparel that needs to be done and I speak with a lot of the sponsors if if for example graphics or plastics which we do use the Chubbies too which mm-hmm. are awesome um we I order a lot of things like that and uh like tomorrow I've got to drive up to Arkansas which is three and a well four hours there four hours back to go and drop off um some lights and flooring and then I'll drive back and uh just a bunch of stuff and like today I wrote race reports which I sent out to all the sponsors um and just, I, yeah, I just kind of try and do as much as I can. And on race day is my busiest day pretty much because uh, I get to the track super early, finish sitting up, you know, with a lot of bits and bobs to the semi. And bits on and bobs? Friday, I set up the awning as well. Bits, so British. Bit, bits, and, bits and bobs. <laughs> bits and bobs. <laughs> bits and bobs. Um, you sound you, you sound way busier than Brittany Chisholm, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a piece of shit right now. I don't, I've never <laughs> set up the awning before, so I'm just going to give you the Wife of the Year Award. It's in the mail. It's on its way to you. You can do it. You get in movies and shit. That's a lot cooler. She's too busy. Setting no, up an awning. I, I tell you that right now. She's too busy doing game shows to worry about awnings and she's, things like that. She's too busy just winning money on game shows and being in movies and going on the red carpet. Whatever, Brittany. Oh, no. yeah. um. I I try to do a lot for Chiz, but the awning is that you you take the cake there for sure. Oh, it sucks. To be honest, it sucks because I don't have the height for a lot of it. So I'm normally like shouting to the nearest man, "Hey, can someone just like help me, please? Anyone?" <laughs> and we only have like a few team members, so it's it's kind of been hard. But Greg and Jim Lewis take a lot of they work their butts off, and I kind of just help where I can. Um, but yeah, the, those guys have been working so hard and, um, it's only actually recently that we've got Jimmy not doing that stuff. So right, right. that's, that's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, you're definitely very, very busy. Hey, don't forget sign, sign tech one designs, cross motorsport.com crossland racing pit shirt. Jimmy's first yeah. pro number, Jimmy's amateur number, email contest at pulpamexshow.com. And we will take, uh, uh, the, the random correct answer and you will win a signed shirt. All right, are you two girls ready to play 
BTOSports.com, Gabby Gibbs. Yes. Let's do it. Yes. BTOSports.com, Gabby Gibbs. 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 By the way, though, Jimmy Albertson. Gabby Gibbs. Huh? By the way, Jimmy Albertson, using fly racing, using X-Brand goggles, using W wheels, using a Cherbies. Cherbies. Using FMF. Ah. Yep. Let me tell you. We love some. Designs. We love some and Tech One Designs. We love some Jimmy. Um, all right, he's a wonder child. These are uh, questions submitted by fans oh, yeah. um, for all the ladies. Mm. Maybe some for me. And Devin has taken uh, the three, four thousand that we got yep. and narrowed down to five or six. Let's do it, Devin. All right, uh, Matt M wants to know who is the girl's favorite two fifty wider and why? West Coast and East Coast. Georgia, you can go if you want. Justin Vogel's my East Coast. Is that because he he's sounds my Oklahoma like... man? <laughs> and West Coast. You do your East Coast first, Brittany. Um, uh, do we have to pick between East and West? I was just going to say Dean. <laughs> <laughs> just Dean. Dean everywhere. <laughs> um, Pookie? Uh, yeah. It's AC. Duh. Duh. <laughs> Obvi. Could have told you that one. Um, all right. Next All right. question. Gib Gavin wants that's, to know. That's actually you? Gib? No, 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 oh. no, 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 no. I have a better name than that. Uh, if Brittany could talk about her and her friends' closing ventures like Pretty Rebels and the Lace Project, and kind of tell us about that. He would like to know. Okay, I would cool. too. Well, uh, always yeah. would. It's just a bunch of smocks, Gab, <laughs> Gib. Just, no, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, Steve would say we're smocks. No, um, I knew I either want to do something with clothes or makeup, and decided to do something with clothes, I would really like to have a store, but I can't because we travel so much and I'm in so many places, and so I kind of just was like, eh, whatever, and then I, one day was like, hey, I could just have an online store, so that's what Pretty Rebels is, it's an online store, and it's just cute clothes for girls, girls only for now, sorry boys, but um, it. yeah, it's called Pretty Rebels, and the website is shoppreterebels.com, and it will be up and running this week. And there's so, a really cool shirt on there that? with dirt bikes on it. How did you it? do all of that stuff? Like, how did you set that up? I just, uh, it, when I get an idea, it's like, it, it just happens. Like, I need it to happen. And every time there's an idea in my head, it just, I keep going until I get it done. So I was like, hey, I've That's never awesome. done this before. I don't have, like, a business degree or anything, but I'm going to run a business. So I applied for my business license, got my resellers permit, made a website, I went out to LA and the fashion district and bought clothes and made all the prices and tagged them and took, did photo shoots and now I'm doing all the inventory on the website and I'm like, hey, I taught myself how to do it, I guess. <laughs> um, That's let, awesome. Let me just tell you, yeah. 2015, I hear cargos are hot. Cargo shorts, hot. <laughs> 2015. Yeah. Mark, so. Yep. And what else do you wear? Just cargo shorts? What else? Yeah, flip flops. Hoodies. Hoodies. Cargos. Um, uh, flip-flops, that's what it is, flip-flops, yeah, it is, it's flip-flops. Um, all right, next question. All right, uh, Adam P. wants to know, for all the ladies, uh, if you could date or marry any other racer than the one you're dating right now, who would it be and why? Pookie, this includes you. <laughs> I am a racer, Pookie, four Manitoba titles. Okay, so. other than you, though. Oh, my right. God. I can't answer that. Well. I don't, yeah, can they answer that? Yes. I don't know. I can. Uh, okay. <laughs> Nick Way. Okay, Georgia, go. Pookie, go. Somebody else. It's it's Nick Way. No, Nick's too it's emo. Okay. Hold on. Too many Can personalities. I just say it was 
I wouldn't say Nick way. I would say Nicole way, and there's my answer. <laughs> yeah, that's my answer, too. Oh, Jesus, you guys. Uh, Georgia? Ping. 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 Yes. Wow. Uh, you don't know how happy that's going to make Life him. complete. When, when he hears that, you have no idea how happy that's going to make him. A little smile just came over him. He's, he just cracked open a new tub of ice cream. Um, all right, next, que- next, uh, next question. All right. Um, Brian Dayton wants to know, Pookie, bigger thrill. Read shout out on the podium or stern Twitter reply? Oh, man. Um, I would say the stern Twitter reply only because I I burst into tears when it happened. He's the chat thing, famous. I was a little sauced up, so and that was awesome at the time. But <laughs> I really should not have been down there on the podium <laughs> at that time. <laughs> a little? Right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you were so much fun that night. You, all right, keep no, going. she wasn't. How about after the race, we get in the truck, and she's like, you want me to drive? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, what? No, 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 I'm good. All right, next question. All right, Ashton McLaren, I guess, wants to know, Brittany and Georgia and Pookie, what is the hardest part about being a wife with a professional rider, rider and someone who's in the industry? Mm, I would just say, like, when they're hurt, all the – it's like a really big roller coaster, as everybody kind of knows, but I think the wives are the ones that take the most, like, the blunt of it and the heat of it because we have to take care of them and wipe their asses and all this stuff when they're hurt. So I think just the being hurt because when they're not hurt and they're doing good, that's that's all good. What do you think, Georgia? Um, I think, yeah, hurt, kind of. But when they're hurt, it's like, right, you're out. It's it's right deal with it you're out it's when they're not doing good i feel like and not for me but for him when jimmy's not doing good like the beginning of the season we've had so many downs and like a couple of up but Mm -hmm. it's like it's just so frustrating because you cannot do anything to make it better and it's more of their mentality of like when you see them so down and upset because it's like it's seriously is everything to them, and you cannot make it better because there's nothing you can do personally. And I think that's the hardest part is you're, you're constantly with them. You go to bed every night. You spend the day with them, and, like, with me, I go riding with them, and I go here, and I go there. And it's like you just can't make it better. And I think that's the hardest thing is when you're not in control of um, their happiness, and that's when the dirt bike is, and then when the dirt bike sucks, then everything else does. <laughs> <laughs> Pookie. Mm-hmm. For me, it's when your husband gets into Twitter battles and people uh, are bashing him on Instagram him. and Twitter and you're told, don't say anything back and I'm biting my tongue as hard as I can and that sucks. I hate it. Twitter. Oh, Twi- hey, Jimmy Jimmy got threatened with death the other day. He no. got hashtag hang yourself. <laughs> that's from the show. That's a quote from that's the Pulp That's actually show. from the Pulp and show. That's Kenny Watson. I wish that guy would just call in and I could just give him some love on the phone. Uh, you know what's funny is uh, we've gotten a few uh, emails and tweets about people not liking this show. Well, we have no phone lines open right now, folks, so just keep that in mind. So cram that in your cram hole, and everybody. And don't listen to it if you don't want to. Just don't I know. Complain. I'm like, we have yeah. we, we cannot take any more phone calls right now. They're jammed. So Again. Anyways, next, next question. Again, like I said before, if anyone doesn't like this show, go play on the freeway. All right. Uh, <laughs> at Moto991... Uh, this is finally get to a moto question. If Cincerello was racing West Coast, do you think he would have the same result as he did in Dallas? Yep. Um, yeah. He'd be right no. up there. He was pretty impressive. I, I mean, Seeley and Anderson are veterans, though. They've been doing it for a while, and mm. 
I mean, Adams' competition is a banged-up Blake Baggett for two years in Supercross. Martin Davalos, who is just Martin Davalos. Yeah. Uh, Bogle's not 100%. Um, Wharton didn't show anything. Wharton's, yeah, Wharton's solid. but So I got to say he'd be a podium guy, but not, not maybe not a win with Seeley and Anderson. They look pretty strong. Sorry, yeah. Pookie. I would agree. All right. All right, uh, Chris. I think top five, West Coast. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah Without a doubt. Yeah. All right, uh, teams, rags, racing. Uh, when you see all these hoes prancing around the pits, does that bother you, or do you say, good luck, ladies, stay away from my man? Track snacks. I don't notice them anymore. I'm going to be <laughs> completely honest. I hardly notice any. Uh, track snacks is patented Britney Chisholm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes, Tra- trademark. I did make that one up, I right. think, myself. Actually, yeah, I did. But I heard a good one the other day. Wait, what was it? I'm trying to think. I think it was Ricky Fowler or, like, his sister. One of Somebody that was hanging out with them was saying rut slut, which I don't know how I haven't heard that one yet. <laughs> but I was like, damn, that is a good one. I'm gonna have That's to so that. dirty. <laughs> Brodo, Brodo Cross puts that out a shirt that says so really nice. That is so dirty, isn't it? <laughs> Can you just say that again, please, a few more times, but slower? Um, uh, all right, next question. All it? right. Um, Rich at YZ Rich. Uh, should Tomac be talking to, or should get a talking to by the AMA for his free slash bam bam slam on Sipes? Tomac? Tomac. Apparently Tomac cleaned Sipes out. Um. Oh, I no, no. There's no. I don't think that was a clean out. I mean, that's not Chisholm on bopping. To, oh, oh <laughs> wow. My I'm well, kidding. Hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> that was a little aggressive, though. I have to admit, I'm a fan of Kyle okay, Chisholm. Okay, but it's and, about damn time because I'm okay. like, Chis, like, are Angry we chis. racing or are we making friends? Sometimes. So I was actually right. like, I don't. I'm not nothing against bopping. Like, sorry if you're listening or anybody that's a fan, anyone that's Australian probably listening. But not just him. But I'm like, Tiz, you need to fight for it a little. And I, I mean, I didn't really mean go take someone out off the track. But you no, know. no, hey. I've seen worse. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it was. You know, I just. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was aggressive. Um, All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up with the best question, Chris Mellon. You have to F one, marry one, kill one. Macaulay Culkin, Damon <laughs> Wayne's, or to- Tom Cruise. Go. What? Yep. I don't even know the second one. Who was the second one? Uh, Damon Wayne's. Wayne's. Who's that? Uh, Who's that? One of the many Wayne's brothers. It's from a, it's a very random movie. F Mary kill. I would yeah. kill Tom Cruise. I can't stand him, except for in Top Gun, which is an awesome movie, which I just watched before the show. I would marry Damon Wayne's because he's funny, and I would F Macaulay Culkin. I guess. Really. Okay. Okay. I think those are like my same answers. You got to answer, bro. That's pretty random. I think no. I think I would kill Macaulay Culkin because Best. although he made an amazing movie when he was like younger, he looks scary now. He's cracked out. Yeah. He's a crackhead. Um. Yeah, but I couldn't bang Tom Cruise, and he is really annoying. I really you wouldn't bang, bang any Tom of Cruise. You'd rather bang Macaulay. I'd bang Tom no, Cruise. I'd probably rather bang Tom, <laughs> Tom Cruise. I can't stand Tom Cruise. The, Black dude and whatever his name is, and then kill Damon something. Macaulay. Wayne. Um, yeah. All right, everybody. That has been the BTO Gibbs. Yep. Uh, next up, X Brown Goggle Tear Off segment. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Bam. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Hey, don't forget, we got Fox Sports 1 sideline pit reporter Jenny Taff coming up. Interesting to talk to her, especially I'm not going to be able to talk to her next week uh, after the USA Canada match in the Olympics. Ooh. You know, her dad used to play for Team USA, the Olympics? Yeah. yeah. 
Played, had a brief cup of coffee in the NHL. Big hockey girl. Oh, yeah. I'm a big hockey guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Jenny Taft's coming up. Kyle Chisholm's still going to come up. Uh, maybe some Jason Thomas uh, if we can fit in. Right now we've got Georgia Lindsay and uh, Brittany Chisholm and my wife, Boogie Mathis. So this is the X-Brand Goggle Tariff segment. X-Brand Goggles, the official goggle of Jimmy Albertson and Kyle Chisholm. Yeah. Pulp Show 14 saves you 30% Your off. X-Brand.com, EKSBrand.com. If you don't have X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple. All right. Uh, check out the new 2014 line of goggles, by the way. They're fantastic. So we have a time limit, ladies, on these questions. Uh, they are submitted by a Corey Moser. And, and you have Tim Ferry seconds to answer. 15 okay. seconds to answer. And uh, it's very much a rapid fire contest. Rapid very much. Rapid fire. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. All right, Brittany. Does Chiz ride better or worse if he gets laid the night before a race? Better. One point two. All right. Mm. All right, Georgia. Georgia, you ready? Yes. All right. What rider? <laughs> what rider currently pulls the most chicks? Pulls the most tricks? Chicks, women. Oh, chicks. Oh, dear. I don't know. I, I bet you uh, Dean, Dean Wilson. Dino, right? I was going to say oh, Dean, but Dino. I was going to let her answer. Yeah, Dean, of course. Silly Sally. <laughs> so the tip of all of our tongues. It's Dean. Uh, all right, next question. All right, uh, Pookie. Who is the most intimidating woman in moto? Ooh, uh, Kristen Villapoto. <laughs> 3.2. Okay. Yeah, she, she's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. All, All right, right. Uh, Steve. Who is or has been the hottest energy drink girl? Oh, I don't know. Any he doesn't of them. know. I don't. It's obviously uh, you know what? Summer Daniels. No, Mercedes was in yes. studio. Yes, uh, she Agreed. came to the house in studio. She's super nice, and she's pretty hot. I, whatever. She's, she's my favorite you know. right now. Yeah, they're all hot. Okay. Uh, there. If all I had right. to choose, okay. if I had to choose for you, I would okay. definitely say Br- or, um, okay. uh, Mercedes. All right, creepy. Okay. okay. Hey, what? Okay. Nothing. Fuck you. <laughs> all right, uh, Brittany. If yeah. you had a hall pass, but it had to be with another rider, who would it be? Is that for real right now? Dead this serious. Is, this these are made mo- up by a Corey Carrie Moser. Your questions are dumb. Right. I said Carrie Hart, and you didn't clock me. No, eight seconds. Uh, these are made up by Corey Moser, and so we don't always screen them beforehand. So um, <laughs> perhaps we should start doing that. No, they're okay. They're funny. All okay. right, let's go. All right, Georgia. It can be assumed yeah. riders pull the most chicks at the races, but within the industry, who pulls the second most chicks? What, what Seriously, kind of, these questions? Yep. What kind of industry person? I'd say Ken Roxon if he didn't have a girlfriend. He's a good-looking man. I, I, I think Moser was looking for a... Um, Besides a rider. Yeah, non-rider. Yeah, like... So oh, what, a non-rider? Yeah, like yeah. just an industry job oh, person. Um, Gear guys, mechanics. JT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'll see something she's too busy running around with bits and bobs. Yeah, do, Chipotle. Chipotle. She Chipotle. doesn't know. Yeah, she's very busy with the bips and the bobs. All right. <laughs> bits and the bobs and the Chipotle. <laughs> All right, uh, Pookie. By the way, the, what is up with the catering lately? Hmm? With the what lately? Georgia. Oh. What? The motorsport Crosslands Racing Catering. What, dude? When we I get- didn't have time to leave the pits to go get Chipotle. I had to get something delivered. Chipotle didn't deliver, so sorry I got you a full Italian spread. You leave My and go apologies. get that Chipotle and yeah. pick it up yourself? You go get that, really? Huh? You go get Chipotle? 
Um, normally the truck driver does. He wasn't there though. Oh, I didn't know that that happened. That was a. That, uh, I should appreciate it more. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Get off her ass. Next question. All right, Pookie. Riders are not known for being fashion forward. Who is the best dressed and put together? Uh, Nick Way's look is always super tight. He's got some gray jeans going on. What about Dima? Je- but tight. What about what about Wharton? <laughs> I, I don't even know who that is. Blake Wharton. I only have eyes for AC <laughs> on the East Coast. Blake Wharton's style is magnificent. He had a hat on in San Diego that I'm like, look, that's a cool hat. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what that is, but that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a good look. Um, he's like Pharrell with that, like, policeman hat or the whatever it is. The park ranger hat? That's the one. Yeah. All right, next question. All right, Moser is getting really weird right here, but list the women you think can change a rubber without any help. And I hope he means tire. Who can change a tire? Help. What woman? Is there a woman in the pits that could change a tire? Who's the question for? Oh. You, Steve. Oh. Um. Not with the strength, no. The strength of changing a tire is insane. I know how to change it, but mm-hmm. to do with the strength of being able to do it, it's tough. Yeah, I'm going to – I don't – I'm going to say Georgia that. and I could probably tag team a tire. We could tag team a tire together. We could tag team a rubber together. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, next question. I'm not sure what he means by this, but Brittany, what, what? is the percentage of girlfriends and wives with stock parts compared to aftermarket parts? <laughs> oh, never like mind. I 90, 95% aftermarket, 5% stock. <laughs> what? No way. That's too high. That's too Are you kidding? Every single wife I'm friends with has their boobs done, including me. Excuse so me. I okay, know. So you're in the five percent, and you and Lindsay Dungy are in the five percent. Everybody else has boobs. Okay. <laughs> so Nine, these, boobs. And some people me. have like lips, nose. I don't know. Ninety-five is high. I think. All right, fine. Ninety percent, your favorite number. <laughs> That's a good point. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do people just have like crazy credit cards or something? Like, oh, isn't that know. really expensive? You got to prioritize with your money. Yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, it doesn't happen in my life. <laughs> uh, yeah, me either. All right, next question. All right, Georgia. Who gets laid yeah. more, U.S. riders or GP riders? Ooh. Or See, GP the U.S. riders is sneakier, I think. I think a lot more goes on that we don't know about, but the pits is like a – like the GP pits is like a playground. It's like – Every single person is talking about who has done what. Whereas the Jeep, like the American side, is more quiet and sneaky. Whereas in GPs, it's like, how do you let this person did this? No way, this person did this. And it's like that. And like more stories get made up. I think GPs is worse for that. Well, also, too, GPs, you're there for four days or three days. You're all camping out for three, three four days, you know. Oh, and people do. That's the thing. Everyone stays in motorhomes. Right. So, like, at nighttime, all the riders are in motorhomes, so there's, like, constantly girls, like, running from motorhome to motorhome. <laughs> I got a question. That's hot. I got a question for Brittany and uh, Georgia. Any uh, quickie motorhome action ever go on? We don't have a motorhome, but... Ever? When we did, yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> all, right. all right, next question. All right, Pookie, who is the hottest couple in moto? Uh, Nick, Nick and Nicole Very Way. repetitive Nick and Nicole Way. I mean, come on. <laughs> they win some sort of Oscar for this. You can't get two more beautiful people than that. I disagree. You and I are up there. Jimmy and George are super hot, too. And Chiz and Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> Way to cover yourself. Right. Nice one. Yeah, totally. Right? Jeez. 
face. I just... What? what does she put uh, her face? I don't even know how she looks like that, Nicole. Me neither. I don't <laughs> either. She's just beautiful. Did beautiful. She, did, did she? In and out, though. She's such a lovely yeah. person, yeah, too. Yeah, she is. She is. Um, that makes okay, should we just stop right now, us girls? <laughs> Everyone loves Nicole. <laughs> hey, but but seriously, didn't didn't Nicole Way win the Trans World Motocross Hottest Wife uh, yeah. poll? Right? Oh, yeah. Like, by me, I chose her as hottest wife too. Yeah, so there you go. So there is, besides you yeah. three, there's it's a si- consensus. It's scientific fact. <laughs> all right, everybody. Yeah, uh, pretty much. One more, Steve. All right, uh, Steve. Which writer's wife has played the most um, or the best role in, in a writer's part of his career? Who has been the oh. best supporter? Or the well, one that's been there the best. He's gonna say Evie. No, I mean, on, no, I'm gonna. It's gonna be totally politically correct. They all have any writer that's had success has a group of people around them. Uh, Ricky was a little different maybe because he had his mom. But um, uh, there's always a strong woman with every successful rider just about, and they're a big part of what goes on. So honestly, like I've seen Ellie, and I saw Erica Villeman, and I saw Evie. You know, I saw LP. I worked for Nick for a year, so I saw that. Um, and, of course, Jackie Short. Like she's a big part of Andrew's program. That's another person that comes mm-hmm. to mind. So, all yeah, it's super lame to say it, but there's – there's a ton of them. They're all like that. Any rider that's successful, you know? So, yeah. If they're not successful, they suck pretty much, huh? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, so there's there's a lot of them. I know it's lame, but, you know, Kristen Villapoto, you know, she's putting in the work with with Ryan during the week. So, yeah, super lame. Now, she just whips his butt and runs and cycles <laughs> right? faster than him, and it pisses him off. Yeah, that's that's probably it. That's exactly it. Um, all right, that's been the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Off segment. EKSBrand.com, Pulp Show 14, saves you 30% off. Jimmy Albertson, Kyle Chisholm, and the beautiful Nick Way all wear <laughs> X-Brand, so why don't you? Hey, before we let you go, Georgia, we got to get to some calls here. we got the lines have been full okay. for a while. I don't know if they're all for you or who they're for, but let's let's go down the list here. Uh, Pulp Show, who's this? Um, Hi, my name's Chris, and I'm uh, first-time caller to the show, and I live in Canada. Oh, thanks, Chris. Where do you live in Canada? Uh, Ontario, I live near the, uh, the famous Walton Raceway. Oh, yeah, okay. All right, I've been there. Go Leafs, go. Yeah, go Leafs, go. Um, what's your question? Uh, the, the Leafs suck, but what did you just say? Wow. I just said, what, what's your question? I disagree when the Leafs suck. Oh, um, I just thought I'd, uh, say that it, uh, it rained yellow this weekend. Uh, it so did. pumped for James, and, uh, yeah. <laughs> What yeah. are your thoughts on uh... No, it, it, it did rain yellow. James was good. Two wins in a row, man. And uh, he's two points behind Kenny for second place. And, man, it, looked, it looks good for him. Chris, big. Yeah, yeah. I'm pumped to, uh, pumped to meet the, the lovely Brittany and uh, Kyle this summer on the Canadian series. Oh, yeah. I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. yeah they're doing the Canadian I know. Thing. I keep forgetting we're going, too, but we'll be there. Yeah, well, you'll see Chris there. He'll be there. All right, Chris. Thanks, Chris. Come see us. Um, yeah, don't remember him. He's cool, Chris. Uh, <laughs> Austin, what's going on, man? Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. Hey, thanks for listening. What's 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 your question? Well, I have a question. I just want to mention something real quick. I'm actually sure. the guy that promised you some real Texas barbecue. Oh, on um, Twitter? On Twitter? Yeah, yeah, that was me. I just um, yeah. Did you hear what I was saying about it? I just feel weird like meeting some fan and going, okay, hey, what's up? Thanks for listening. Uh, yeah, I'll take two number twos, a Coke, and uh, hurry it up. I just feel weird. So, <laughs> No, man, it's cool. I mean, I watch the show. I mean, listen to the show every week. 
And uh, it's like y'all were talking about earlier. I mean, there's not very many behind-the-scenes shows. Mm -hmm. So it's really cool, man. It's really cool insight. Um, Thank you. But my question, though, was on Blake Wharton. Um, Do you think he has it to win a main event this season? I do. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. He won last year. Uh, He's got another win. Uh, Yeah, I I do. I think. I don't know if he'll win the title, but he can surprise, huh, huh, Georgia? He can get in there. Yeah, I think I definitely think I've seen him practicing, and um, I, th- I definitely think he's got the potential to win some races. But like you say, championship—it's a long championship. Well, it's not really, but it's uh, yeah, race wins potentially. Hookie, do you think Blake Orton can win this title? Not a chance. Okay, thanks. Um, <laughs> all right, hey, thanks, thanks, Chris, Austin. I mean, all right, no, I got Chris. Cool, man. Thanks. Thank you for calling. Thanks for listening. Maybe Wygan will take you up on that barbecue for sure. Um, Sinjin. What's going on? Go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, how's it going? Hi, Cindy. How you doing, Pickle? Hi, how's it going, you guys? I have a question for, well, it was for both of you, but Brittany kind of answered it. <clears throat> um, for herself, uh, what do you guys, like, I know, Georgia, you were doing, like, interviews and all that stuff for MX Sports, but they fucked you. Like, what do you plan on doing? Like, do you just plan on working for Crossland, and do you want to do something else after that, like, get back into you know, that scene that you were doing before in the GPs, and then Brittany, the same thing, but I think you answered it by you're doing your clothing line. Yeah. You're calling in for a sensible question? <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Are you okay? <laughs> I know. I, I just I felt like being, you know, somewhat normal. He broke his leg and then, like, life changed. I know. <laughs> um, so I'm, yeah. well, I, I definitely have plans for outdoors this year. She so, does. She um, does. I can't say. I can't say, but I know what they are. Can I say or not? I think you can. I don't know why not. I mean, why wouldn't you? I think I can. Do it. Do it. Let's say I've not signed a contract yet, but I should be doing the outdoors for NBC this year. So um, I cannot wait to do it again. So, um, yeah, pretty much just working for the team uh, for Supercross and outdoors comes and I'm going to be back doing what I love doing again. So uh, I, not that I don't love doing this too, but yeah. No, and I well, told and I told you, Georgia, you 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 did get a little uh, bent over on that um, deal, but you and and when they asked you to do the live announcing, you could have you know stuck up your middle finger and told them to screw you. You're not doing the live announcing. You're better than that. You don't want to do it. Blah blah blah. But you took it and you did a great job. And I think that's what got you this gig. So. Kudos to you. You know what? I absolutely love doing the live announcing, like almost more than I love doing the TV. I absolutely loved it. It was really hard work, but it was good. But I finally got back to yeah. doing what's really, really good. So. And we're going well, to have your counterpart, Jenny Taft, on here next. So. Huh? Jenny Taft, your counterpart, the Fox Sports 1 sideline announcer, coming up next. She is so good. Sorry to change subject. No, she on. is. Yeah, she's, she's doing good. a fantastic job. Absolutely. I watched a race for the first time today, and I was like, oh, my gosh, she's really good. <laughs> All right, Sinjin, anything else? Wait, wait. What? And then, uh, if, uh, well, to get a little creepy now, if, uh, you know, since you're going to be busy and stuff, if Jimmy needs a little TLC, you know, a little action, I'm, I'm there. You know, I can. Yeah. I, can, I thought you were going to offer open. your girlfriend, but you're actually offering Did yourself. You know, Sinjin <laughs> yeah. came to my house. The Super Bowl. Yeah, we hung. We all hung out. Grant Langston. There's a lot of cool people. Benjamin stayed around our house for Super Bowl because I, I felt I so sorry over. for his bad leg. And he came to the race and he supported us all the way. And I was like, dude, you need to come around for Super Bowl. So he did, and he bought PBRs, and That's it was great. Such a Moser yeah. shorty thing. And now Sinjin and Albertson, like this show, is putting its creepy super fans together <laughs> with the riders. 
Oh, believe me, at night I was thinking because I slept over. I was wanting to, you know, maybe try to sneak in between Jimmy and George and leave Liz in the bed and sneak over there. <laughs> oh, jeez. See you, Sinjin. All right, see you, Sinjin. Uh, Georgia, thank you for coming on. By the way, before we let you go, how's Harry Potter? Everything good? Yes, he came home today. Oh, my gosh, yes. Sorry, I'm not going to talk about it. Sound like a creepy dog woman, but, yeah, he came back today, and I'm really happy. All right, well, thank you for coming on Motorsport Crosslands. Racing, motorsport.com, Crosslands Racing, Georgia, Lindsay-Albertson. Thank you for coming on, Georgia. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. And bye, Pookie. Bye, Brittany. And bye, bye, bye. Um, I can't wait to get on your website. All you right. Yes, this week. Smocks, bro. I'll give you some I will do. friend discount. Smocks, bro. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. All right, then, guys. We'll have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Georgia. Uh, we're taking our next commercial break of the night. Brittany will come back and get you. Back on. Okay. Uh, with coming up with Fox Sports One reporter Jenny Taft. All right, let's take our second commercial break of the night. Come back and join us, won't you? The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. 
NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and lighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2013. For 2013, Tech One Designs is back and better than ever with a new and improved website, new products, prices, and more. At Tech One Designs, we are now offering helmet wraps, GoPro wraps, smartphone wraps, and neck brace decal kits. Either pick from one of our present designs and add your colors, logos, name, and more, or design your own. You dream it, we'll make it. As a devoted supporter of the Pulpamex show and its listeners, we want to show our support by offering a 20% discount on your next order. So go to techonedesigns.com. 
PulpMX20.com now and enter the discount code PulpMX20 at checkout to save money today. today. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Listeners, it's time we talk about your underwear. Free Gun Underwear. Based down the road from Pulp Studios, Free Gun is the underwear for racers. Free Gun is worn by Michael Lisi, Ashley Fiolek, Albertson, Blows, and a host of other action sports athletes. Why Free Gun? It's made of 92% polyester and 8% elastine, which means unlike your old school Homer Simpson cotton underwear, Free Gun wicks away any moisture to stay dry throughout the day. Comfort. From cross-training to racing, Free Gun becomes part of your program the first time you put them on. And style. Construction, prints, and a wide band to let you show your true colors. If you ride, if you train, if you sweat, upgrade to Free Gun. Don't be a homer. Wear Free Gun underwear. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? It's time to check out the Moto Company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the Moto Company. MotoCompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. 
Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Like a wrecking ball. Thank you, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Every time I hear that song, you want to know what I hear. Nope. You hear my heart, my achy, breaky heart. That's her version of Billy Ray Cyrus's achy, breaky heart. I think of Brittany Chisholm swinging on a giant ball naked. <laughs> but that's just exactly. me. Exactly. That is exactly what I wanted you guys to think. If people are not liking that song, that is Brittany Chisholm's choice. I know. Everybody. I know. I told them it's my fault. They're already hating on me tonight anyway. So. Uh, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Last year, I did pour some sugar on me, and you told me this year I had to be less stripperish, so <laughs> I just, I'm just coming yeah. in like a wrecking ball for the second half of the show. The funny thing is, I thought, yeah, I thought, like, hey, let's stay away from the stripper songs and be classier, and then you pick Miley Cyrus, so. Um, <laughs> you told me it's pretty much the same thing as a stripper. Yeah, sure. pretty much, right? Um, <laughs> uh, hey, so uh, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. Are you having fun? Yeah, I'm having fun. Great. Uh, fantastic. Good to hear. I just had some cereal on my 10-minute break. Rice Krispie Treat cereal, which is really hard to find. It's in the purple box. It's not just Rice Krispies. Those don't have anything sweet on them. This is like Rice Krispie Treats, and uh, you got to try it. It's delicious. We're coming up with uh, Jenny Taff from Fox Sports 1. I'm um, going to talk a little bit of race tech emails with some fans. we got an NFAB question of the day. Voicemails are coming up also. 
this is Linda. Linda, what's going on? Hey, Steve. I am a woman, but I actually have a race question for you. Oh, yeah. No, we do that. We talk a little bit about that. <laughs> okay. Hey, I, I missed the first 10 minutes of the show. I don't know if you guys uh, brought it up earlier, but I was wondering what do you think about Barsha's Whip right next to Rocks in the main event? That's a hot uh, topic right now. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think, Britt? Did you see it? I did see it. Um, you know, that's, in my opinion, if Kyle was Ken, I'd have been pissed. But he kind of, like, said something. Didn't he say something like, oh, I didn't even see him there or something? But he, like, looked back yeah, at him after. No. And you know he's there. That's kind of – but that's him. And I I mean, I like Justin personally, but I don't really care for how he rides. But they kind of, like, glorify it. You know, they call him Bam Bam, so it's not – you know, they feel like he can really get away with whatever. I like – I like I, Linda, I like Justin Barsha. He's a good dude, a good rider, a uh, great rider. Um, but I think, yeah, for him to say that he did not see or know Kenny was there, I'm not buying that. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not buying that either because he mentioned something about he he did that every lap, and I really didn't see him do that every lap. And I know, you know, it's it's been a battle between the two of them. Uh, ever since they got close to each other. So, yeah, I was just wondering if you saw it was as dangerous as Kenny actually well, made it sound like in his interview it, when he said Barsha is all, almost killed us on the track and he's not the lightest, li- uh, brightest light in the room or, or yeah, yeah, bald yeah. in the box. <laughs> no, he, um, I do th- Jenny, here's the thing that I don't understand. I absolutely agree. Very dangerous, and, and we can ask Kyle Chisholm later about that move when he comes on. Very dangerous move, but if you're Justin Barsha, it's not like it's just dangerous to Kenny. If Barsha makes contact with Kenny, they are both going to the hospital. It's it's not like Justin was going to be spared. So if I'm Barsha, I'm thinking, I'm wondering, why are you doing that? That could hurt you as much as Kenny, if not more. So it was a weird move for sure, and uh, and um yeah, I, I don't understand it quite much. I don't yeah, understand it much yeah. either. So, no, I, I agree with you because I'm like, you know, if you don't don't know exactly if you hit each other, then they both end up yeah. crashing bad, and it's it's really not worth it. So, yeah, I was thanks. Thank I, you. I appreciate. No problem, uh, Linda. Thank you for calling. Response. Yeah, thanks. I know why Barsha did it. Um, I, I, why is that? Because it was badass. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. Oh, God. Um, all right. Hey, let's get to our next guest. Uh, first time on the show, and we couldn't be happier to have uh, her on. Uh, Jenny Taft's appearance on the show brought to you by Atlas Brace. Atlasbrace.com on any uh, social media, at Atlas Brace, uh, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. They're going to give away one neck brace a month um, on, on their social media, so make sure you follow that to find out how to win. And also, 40% discount on, on, your old, on a new Atlas Brace if you give them your old one. Uh, ends March 1st. So it's uh, coming up, people. You want to try an Atlas? You want to try the best neck brace out there? No matter what brand you have, contact atlasbrace.com and uh, give them your old one, and they will give you 40% off a new one. Weimer, Villapoto, we're Atlas, and uh, that's all you need to know about that. So welcome to the show, Jenny Taft. Thanks for coming on. Hey, how are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, f- fantastic. Glad, glad you could make it. I know we've been exchanging some dates back and forth. on the. On, so we got you locked in, and uh, couldn't be more stoked to have you on the, on the gig. So. Oh, I've enjoyed listening to you guys. You guys have some fun on here. We do. We do. Yeah, well, Brittany Chisholm's on the line, and she her middle name is fun. It really is. I think that's her middle name. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was trouble, Hi, but fun, trouble, you? you know, same thing. 
so Jenny, talking about Linda's call, uh, did you? Are you the one who spoke to Ken? After I, I haven't watched the post race yet, so did you speak to? Yeah, you? yeah, I did. You know, it's interesting because I feel like Ken Roxon is has such a you know a positive personality. He always has something. Um, you know, good to say, but mm-hmm. you could tell he was really frustrated with that move. And um, I'm not going to lie, when I talked to Barsha, he didn't, he didn't like fake me out. He really sounded genuinely like he wasn't sure he was right there. And I know you guys were just saying mm-hmm. he had to have known. Yeah. Um, he looked kind of surprised when he was watching the replay, like, gosh, I didn't realize it was that close. So <laughs> right. maybe in that case, he didn't realize. And also he was just trying to cover his back a little bit, but, yeah. you know, I'm glad nothing bad happened. It could have been bad. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Well, hey, and listen, uh, you were right there at the scene, of the scene of the crime, per se. So if you watched it and seemed surprised, then you have a, you know, a better grasp on it than us who talked to him. You know, I talked to him he 30 really minutes. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, first... we had the, the replay right in front of him. And he was right. like, oh, my, wow, I, that is pretty bad. So, I mean, hopefully it was kind of a realization, but mm-hmm. um, that was my take on it. Uh, I'm glad we got you on this week, too, because uh, – on Friday, the USA Team USA and Team Canada, if everything goes as planned, are looking to meet in the gold med- or semifinal gold medal hockey game. I and, know. And USA looks like they're rolling like right now. So we <laughs> we may not be able to talk if USA goes and demolishes Team Canada this Friday. So I'm glad we got you. I know. You <laughs> we might not be friends. We'll no, see. because right now Team USA looks like the best team. They're they're on fire. Um, so I know we talked a little bit about it the at the races. You being a uh, growing up in Minnesota, and people may not know this, your dad played for the 1976 USA Olympic hockey team. You're right. And, yeah, he was the captain. Right, and then a little bit of little bit of game, game little bit of time in the in the NHL as well. So, um, mm-hmm. and you did some Minnesota Wild games. So you're you're hockey. That's it. You're a hockey chick. No other <laughs> way around it. Yeah, you know it. I grew up in Minneapolis, and it's. It's kind of a way of life there. I'd say a lot of the girls play as well. All my best girlfriends played. And um, the funny thing is, too, my mom was actually a speed skater. So um, everyone asks where I got my skating from, and I think I have to give my mom a little credit as well. So she grew up as a speed skater. My dad was a good hockey player, and my brother is playing uh, college hockey at Colorado College right now. So definitely a big hockey family, but I ended up playing lacrosse in college at Boston University and Really loved the experience. Um, just kind of felt like lacrosse was a good fit for, for college. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Lacrosse is gnarly, too. Um, 702-586-7857, 702-586-PULP. you got a question for Jenny Taft, uh, Fox Sports 1 sideline reporter. So, Jenny, um, your introduction to Supercross, so they, they call you up and they say, hey, we got a new gig for you. It's this thing called Supercross. What goes through your mind? What do you think about well, truthfully, when they asked me about it, I was pretty excited because I I did know about Supercross my whole life because my brother um, was a fan when we were little. Um, he always was talking about, you know, the Jeremy McGrath and the Ricky Carmichael's, and he was totally into it. And um, I found it really interesting talking to Ryan Dungey, for example, because I think it's not one of those sports that I saw all the time growing up in the Twin Cities. So mm-hmm. it was interesting to me talking to Ryan about how he got into it. Um, we didn't grow up too far away from each other in Minnesota. So, anyways, I knew of the sport. I mm-hmm. hadn't covered it um, from this perspective. I came to Fox Sports 1 after being um, a reporter at Fox Sports North in Minneapolis. I covered 
mostly the wild and gopher hockey, just with my hockey background and did some Timberwolves stuff as long, uh, as well as twins, mm-hmm. uh, baseball. So, you know, it was a new experience, but I am so fascinated by Supercross and I am 100% love this sport. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say that I feel like I missed out for 26 years because this is such a great sport and there's just so much that I enjoy about it. So I'm, I'm loving the opportunity. Uh, you, you can't um, cheer on Ryan Dungey from the side of the track. I know it's tough, but you can't windmill him on. You can't, you know. <laughs> um, Ryan Dungey. <laughs> uh, and it's funny. So, yeah, you grew up. You, you're almost. Is Ryan. Would be right around the same age, maybe a little younger than you? Yeah, but, yeah. we are right around the same yeah. age. Um, we went to, like, rival high schools, but he wasn't. Um, he didn't. Like, we didn't have any mutual friends, but oh, okay. it's always fun to talk to yeah. any Minnesota people. And Lindsay, his fiance, is super sweet. You know, I've talked to her a little bit about Minnesota. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's fun to have that hometown connection. But all the athletes, all the guys have been so welcoming, which I think to me was um, really important. And I've gotten to know a lot of them, you know, more on a personal level and learning more about their families and mm-hmm. um, everything that was happening with Chad last week, really getting to know their family dynamic and it's just i think the sport is so so great i mean i i really am learning so much about it yeah i'm interested in 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 okay so you know you're you're on the super cross beat so do you immediately start like uh and obviously you have uh producers and directors that are helping you along at fox sports and by the way that the telephone television coverage this year is, is so good i slow super slow-mo cameras and it just seems like it's cool to watch our sport, and I say ours in quotations, with the same sort of uh, <laughs> graphics and fonts as, you know, any any big league sport on Fox Sports 1. It's, it's really cool. But anyways, yeah. for you, how do you, um, how do you learn about it? How do you, do you just crash into it, uh, take a crash course into Supercross right away? Or how does that – what do you do for preparation going into, like, Anaheim 1, let's say? Well, I've been studying, I'd say – consistently right since i got the call Um, but i think the biggest lesson has just been being at the track Mm -hmm. and watching it firsthand because i'd watch so many videos you know i'd google youtube and i'd see all these old races and i thought there's no way i'll understand who all these guys are and about their teams and about their mechanics but you know once you're in it and you really get to know how it works i think that's been the biggest help for me um but I have been studying. I mean, mm-hmm. every week I watch the show and I critique myself. I mean, I know I'm not perfect. And I think my questions are getting better as I'm getting to know the guys. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm learning. And I'm also this uh, this weekend, this Friday, going to take a lesson in Atlanta and get on a bike and figure out what I'm doing. Because at the end of the day, I want to be the best reporter I can be for Supercross. And mm-hmm. I think if I know how to ride that motorcycle that can only help so yeah. that should be exciting hopefully you don't see me with a sling or anything on saturday <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, is this going to be like filmed and everything like for a segment type deal do you know yeah we're okay. going to do like a little story about it for fox i don't think it'll air um this weekend right. but to be determined i mean i'm probably going to be very <laughs> sore that's for right. sure <laughs> Brittany, what, what what kind of advice would you give jenny about riding a bike we just talked about this earlier in our show Brittany can ride a, a mean pit bike I mean, pit bikes are much smaller. I don't know what size bike you're riding, but kudos to you for trying because it's, it's pretty hard. It's hard to ride a, a little pit bike, but it's it's definitely respectable that you are just diving in and trying everything you can to learn about it. And I think you're doing a great job already, so 
can only go up from there. Oh, I, I don't really know what it. advice to give you. Wear Thank a you. helmet. Wear, wear a helmet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been fitted with my gear, so the gear fits. That's a start. Yeah, really. Uh, that's a but, yes, I, I can't wait. But I know what I'm advice to give you. My... Person, and that's where I'm worried. Yeah. Hmm? I said, I know what advice to give you. Wear your hair, like, in a ponytail or up in the... In the helmet, because every time I ride a pit bike, my dad or Kyle will yell at me, you're going to crash, and your hair's going to get stuck, and you rip your hair out. So Jeez. I always leave my hair Ooh. down, so put it up. <laughs> uh, Best some... advice I've received so far. Yeah, Thank really. You, <laughs> <laughs> really. Uh, 702-586-7857. Got a couple lines open still. Uh, if you want to ask uh, the new uh, Monster Energy Supercross sideline reporter, Jenny Taft of Fox Sports 1, a question. What has been, Jenny, do you think, uh, the most interesting uh, story this far, so far this season. What's been a story that's really hooked you and 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 excited you and uh, intrigued you? I guess is there is there been one that stands out? Oh yeah, I mean I think for me, just watching Chad Reed last weekend, if he was actually going to ride, was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know I've covered sports where you have turf toe and you're out, and I've <laughs> right. covered you know I'd say hockey players are more tough. Um, they lose a tooth and they're back on the ice. But we're talking about a guy who has three broken bones and he's actually thinking about racing. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it was just mind-boggling to me and uh, pretty admirable just to to just see how hard these guys work. Um, and I think on the same note, I mean, the fitness, these guys are in such good shape. There's so much more that goes into riding these bikes and doing well than just getting on the bike. I mean, it's everything they're doing off the bike, the Mm -hmm. weeks of preparation and the weight room. And it's just a, it's, I've never really seen any sport like it. And that's why I think it's, they're such great athletes. Um, has there been one rider to interview that, uh, like you knew wasn't in a great mood that you grabbed him or, cause you know, you guys are doing a little more interviews with not necessarily just the top three guys. It's, it's, it's storyline. It's people like Ken Roxon this weekend, it's interesting rise. Has there been guys where you're like, oh, this is, he's not, this is going to be sketchy. Has there anything been to that? No. Uh, I mean, honestly, like I've had really good interaction with everyone. Um, you know, we're trying something new or we're interviewing the guys at the line. And mm-hmm. I think some fans I've noticed have been like, well, why are you doing that? But, you know, I think they want to get a different angle of what the guys are thinking right before they race. And when that does happen, I always ask, if they're okay with having a quick discussion and it's always just one quick question and letting them get back to preparation. But, you know, everyone's been pretty supportive. And mm-hmm. my thing is if they don't want to talk to me, they can always say no, they can always say yeah. no and yeah. I'll get them another time. I mean, I want to respect their preparation just as much. And, um, I'm still learning, you know, mm-hmm. how they actually prepare. Like every guy's a little different, which I've found to be yeah. fascinating too. Well, that's yeah. I kind of that's what I was talking about. Like, yeah, some guys are trying to get in the zone, and then they have you know you saying, "Hey, you want to talk?" And I've certainly I was a mechanic for a long time, and now I'm in the media. There are times where you're like, "I want to talk to that guy, but is he focusing or is he angry?" I don't know, you know. So, mm-hmm. but it's been good. Yeah, you, I like the stuff beforehand. I like the mid race um, interruptions just to get a quick word from you know some of the favorites. So I think it's been working out good. Um, yeah, and you know what? Like, if if I'm honest with them and I say, "Hey, look, no big deal. We'll get you later." Yeah. They've all been super supportive, and you know they understand too that there's so much. 
they want to, you know, do those interviews a lot of the times. And I was so happy to talk to Adam Cianciarella before the race and after. I mean, it was just, it put the whole story full picture. You could see mm-hmm. the nerves that he had maybe start of the night, which was, I talked to him right at, right at the beginning on Saturday. And then after the race to see him just celebrating and emotional and, it just was a really special moment. So I'd say that storyline as well. Yeah. I'm looking forward to see how he does. I, he just, he really impressed me in that first race, as I think a lot of the fans would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was incredible. We had him on earlier tonight, and uh, he said he he said yeah. it, he said it seemed a little bit um, normal because he'd been dreaming about it for so long. And I thought that comment was so cool. He's like, I've been dreaming about it, that it was kind of like what mm-hmm. I've been dreamed about. You know what I mean? He's like, I'm ready for it because I've dreamt so much about it. So, um, let's get, yeah, you know, he said he watched those guys his whole life and Mm -hmm. he was like, this is, this is what I've been waiting for. So it was, it was a special moment for sure. Let's get to some calls here. Uh, Ian, thanks for uh, listening to the show. What's your question for Jenny Taft? Oh, Hey, uh, yeah, I just want to congratulate you, Jenny, for, um, bringing like a new level of professionalism to the sport. Uh, I really appreciated watching all the broadcasts and, uh, just thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. Um, plus, I'm a hockey fan, and that doesn't hurt either. Um, anyway, I was just wondering, when you, when you were hired to do this, did you have any qualms about, I guess, seeing some of the other women that have reported for the sport and thinking, well, am I here for sex appeal or am I here to be a journalist? Or, you know, do you feel a little bit conflicted about there are some of the women in the sport that are kind of there because they're kind of... Uh, I know a pair of boobs with a microphone, I suppose. Uh, what do you What do you think, Jenny? Did you uh, do any research on any of the other old pit reporters or anything like that? You know, the only person I really had um, had watched in just prep, in preparation was Aaron Bates. Um, you know, and I'd seen a few things that Georgia Lindsay had done, and or Georgia Albertson, I guess, and she's amazing too. Like I've really enjoyed watching her questions because I know she has such an inside mm-hmm. scoop to the sport. But I'd say Aaron was really talented and this these were not easy um you know shoes to step into she knew the riders really well and mm-hmm. you could tell her knowledge for the sport so i was nervous i'm not gonna lie i mean <laughs> supercross right. fans they know their stuff they're not going to uh let me get away with much so um i think for me i can only really be me and i've always kind of been a down-to-earth athletic girl next door who is just passionate about sports. So, I mean, I'm a hundred percent adding Supercross to that list. It's everyone I talk to. And I'd say it's funny because my dad, he's, you know, a big hockey guy, obviously, but he's now the biggest Supercross fan. Like he'll text me throughout the week. Like, well, what do you think? You know, <laughs> right, right. is James Stewart going to win again? Like, you know, it's just, I think, uh, I'm just a huge fan of the sport and I'm just trying to bring my personality to it. And, um, hopefully that comes across in my interviews and that's kind of just the best that I can do. Thanks. But Ian. all the women I've, you know, watched like Aaron was great. I mean, she's been supportive too. She said I've been doing a good job and it's really nice to hear. Thanks Ian. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. It's uh thank you. It's um one of those things like sometimes people in our sport and we had this, con- I told you this, uh, we had this conversation on the floor in San Diego, like, it doesn't matter what you do, Jenny. Some people won't like you because you're an outsider. You didn't race your whole life. And, like, you got to just let that slide, which I'm sure you've done in your professional career. You know, there's there's never going to be people that just love everything you're doing. But I think from talking to people around the sport that, I, you know, everyone thinks you're doing a great job. And 
Yeah, just stay away from message boards a little bit. They're they can be a little harsh. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, it's, you, it's a, you never know what you're going to get. But no, I, I try yeah. to. Uh, I I do appreciate the fans on Twitter that have been supportive, and it really means a lot to me. And you know, I'm just going to try to improve every week, and you know, I'm just loving it. Have you gotten some hate tweets though? You know, not too many. Okay, like, all uh, right. Yeah, that yeah. first week, I was having some some mic issues, and uh, you can't win them all. You know, right? It's funny because a lot of that stuff is really kind of out of my control, and yep. people were funny, like, "Oh, she can't turn the mic on," and you know, of course, I would uh, would hope I could turn the <laughs> mic on, and I'd really right. be in trouble if I was right. going back on there. But you know, it is what it is. I mean, that's TV. I think being a reporter, you put yourself in that kind of a position to be critiqued, and um, yeah, you just have to know that you're preparing the best you can. It's. Uh, I read an article a little while ago on on the internet. Uh, Richard Deitch, a sports journalist, uh, media guy that I, I read every now and then, and he had a a roundtable discussion with women in sports, and they were talking about some of the things that they get on their Twitter account. And I don't know how. I don't know, like. I don't know yourself and Aaron Andrews and. Uh, um, uh, yeah, the, Melissa Stark and the women like that. I, I it, it's got to be tough, like to to have these Twitter accounts and and to be in a male world and trying to do you know do a great job, but you're just never going to make all the men happy. So they were talking about two of the five women deleted Twitter accounts. They're just like I couldn't handle it anymore because it was my hair or yeah. my makeup or whatever. You know, it's tough. So. Uh, yeah, there's always going to be something, and you have to have a little bit of a tough, tough skin. Yeah. I've been trying, and um, but it's Twitter. You know, people are going to say what they want, and everyone can have their own opinion. It's just, right. I listen to you guys. As long as the, <laughs> you guys are enjoying our conversation, right. then I think we're in a good place. And the, wor- <laughs> and the worst is when, when Ralph or Emig are sending those hate tweets to you. <laughs> yeah, as long as they're on my side. And what a great group. I mean, yeah. Jeff has been so supportive. Ricky Ricky has been so great to talk to. And, you know, mm-hmm. Ralph, I mean, they're just yeah. the pros. They've been doing this for so long, and they just are so passionate about the sport, and they want it to grow. So I've had a great team, you know, to help along the way, for yeah. sure. Ralph gets some, some heat here now and then. I always tell people, I, I, I like Ralph. I interviewed him a bunch. The guy has been calling motorsports for 25 years, 30 years, and Supercross, you know, back in the 80s. The, the guy knows his stuff, and sure, he's not always perfect, but uh, he's, a, he's a real pro, and uh, I wish people would lay off oh, Ralph. Yeah. Lay I off think Ralph. He's great. Um, all right, let's get to our next call here. Brian, what's going on? You got a question for Jenny? Hey, good evening, guys. How are you? Good. Thank you for listening. <clears throat> no worries. Okay, so yeah, question for you. Um, I have several I have several friends that that are on this tour uh, of Supercross tour, but I have absolutely zero friends in hockey. Heck, I don't even think I have any friends that can ice skate. But I'm curious, um, <laughs> similarities and differences in in a general sense of the athletes. Because obviously, I know Supercrossers are kids, 17 to 25, but yet hockey players can maybe anywhere from 20 to 38, little different, uh, little different age range. I'd love to know some personality differences and similarities that you've seen in the two sports. Huh, that's a really interesting question. Um, wow, I, you know, I'd say the level of uh, hard work is is equal on, you know, from what I've seen, how hard hockey players work in the off season. I mean, they don't really take a lot of time off either. Um, and I think, you know, the level of uh, toughness has to be a little bit similar too. just 
these hockey guys will play through a lot of injuries. I mean, look at last year, Marchand, right, with um, the Bruins. You know, he played with a yeah. collapsed lung. You know, like yeah. there are just things uh, Marchand, that are yeah. about hockey players. Yeah, that are, you know, they're working extremely hard as well, and they're fighting through those injuries. But, gosh, it's just such a different sport. I mean, hockey is a team sport, so I think the mentality of Supercross it's just you're doing so much and it's just you out there and it's really it's so individual and I think hockey you have there's just the whole team aspect which is the biggest difference in my mind just how hockey players are in general they have that team it, it, so I, that's kind of fascinating I'm gonna have to think about this one it's funny that I like I said I'm a big fan of hockey so if you had a hockey player talking about another one like Kenny talked about Justin oh the world would fall in and collapse you know there's they're pretty pretty bland guys when it comes to media things i think you know kenny's saying hey, i don't know what that guy's doing he's he's uh you know he's almost killed a kill us or something that would blow up in hockey but and then again the media coverage is bigger but it seems like hockey players are a little more scared to speak their mind than our moto guys well the other thing and yeah, i mean no, I it, the, so the thing that i thought might be similar was that both both sports are kind of i would say dominated by it North American and European players, and that's kind of why I wondered too if if mm-hmm. if anything was similar or different. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Well, I think that's worry, true guys. about the European the European angle for sure. Yeah, that, that's a good point, right? Yeah, and, uh, and you know, Supercross is obviously uh, the Australia isn't Europe, but you have guys from Australia, and then you have Kenny Roxon from Europe, and so on and so forth. Like it's yeah. it's all the best riders in the world. So, um, what? Round of Supercross, Jenny, and, and yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble with fans in other cities, but what round are mm-hmm. you looking forward to, or has it happened, or city are you? What city are you looking forward to? I, I was just speaking on uh, on our podcast we did yesterday how much I love Dallas with the uh, the stadium and the uh, surrounding areas, and it's just a, it's a really nice race to go to. But is there one that you're looking forward to? Well, I did love Dallas because that was my first time at AT&T Stadium, and that place is insane. Yeah, so I yeah. completely agree. That was fun to see. And I'm not just saying this because I'm talking to you, but I'm pretty excited about Toronto. Oh, okay. Well, I am too. <laughs> I have not been to Toronto. It's been a while. Um, I've, you know, I went for a hockey tournament when I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. So seeing Toronto again I think will be really fun. So that's definitely on my list. And just the fact that we're going to MetLife, I think, is going to be just great for the sport. And uh, I know that's later on in the year, but mm-hmm. that'll be a fun one for sure. Everything, every city is so great. I, I've traveled, you know, in this sport, but a lot of these places are new to me. So right. it's all kind of a new adventure each weekend. I love Toronto so much. I'm going in early. I go in a day early for that one because I got the Hockey Hall of Fame. I got Putin. You got to You know, I got all, I got very busy uh, in Toronto, so... Um, we, I should definitely do the Hockey Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, oh you, yeah, I guess you've never been. It's really cool. It's it's right by the stadium, and uh, I love it. It's awesome. They got they got so much stuff to look at. I go almost every year. So, um, awesome. So we had uh, Kelly Stavis in here from NBC Sports. Uh, she came. She lived in Vegas. She came to the studio a few times. She she re- re- mm-hmm. told us some awesome, funny stories about when she w- lived in Denver and she covered the Rockies and she did the local news and everything else and. She had this massive gaffe that she did on air where she was calling the wrong highlights. Um, so we're going to put it to you. What's the what's your biggest blunder you've had on air? Oh, my gosh. I don't think I've had too many, knock on wood. I mean, okay. I wasn't happy about my mic the first week of Supercross. I mean, I've had <laughs> stuff happen. 
um, you know, where my prompter hasn't worked and I've had to just yep. keep on going. You just go from your memory. And I mean, that's kind of what being a reporter, you, yeah. you figure out, you always try to be prepared. So you know what you're talking about. When I say prompter, um, that's at Fox Sports North when I'm working at the news desk. I don't have yeah. a prompter when I'm interviewing the athletes, just so. Yeah, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, right. Questions are my own. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, you, you just have to be prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had little things like that happen where you fill time, but as mm-hmm. long as you don't make it uncomfortable or, you know, drop any swear words, normally <laughs> people don't notice as much as you think. Right. Oh, and, and talking about cities you're looking forward to, you miss Minneapolis by a year. Damn it. Oh, you know, I know. Isn't that such a bummer? Just because I was watching that old race um, at the Metrodome, and I would have loved to be there. I was just watching it on YouTube, uh, you know, a replay yeah. from last year. And um, hopefully when they get that new stadium, we'll we'll head to Minneapolis. That would be fun. Isn't it open air, though, the Viking Stadium? or is it? Is I'm it, sorry? Is it open air stadium or is it a dome? I thought the Vikings were building an open air one. You know, with, oh, with, a roof, with no yeah. roof. I don't know. Uh. They've been, like, back and forth on what they're going to do. <laughs> right. I don't know. It's freezing there. So it's like I, I still – going to go for, go for football games in their new stadium, which mm-hmm. is open, is a very, very cold experience. So I don't know. <laughs> You're cold no matter what, Minnesota. Yeah, they say the Minnesota guys are tough, though. That's what they try to tell you. Anyways. Um, we for- try, but I'm really liking the beach here in California. <laughs> yeah, really, right? Yeah, so you, you live in L.A.? You're you're based out of there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'm in uh, I'm in Santa Monica, so it's nice to be by the water and uh, yeah. Can't complain there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Brittany, any questions for Jenny? Um, I've been trying to think of one. I think um, I was curious who picks your clothes for you that you wear. Do you get to pick them or? Oh, oh, it's just me. Yeah, those are just my yeah. own. I mean, most of the time it's just based on weather, and it's been cold in some of the stadiums but now that we're inside will be kind of nice perhaps you heard yeah, about pretty rebels.com britney's yeah. clothes <laughs> yeah I'll get i know well and i hear here. you're really into fashion and everything so i'll have to i was just uh looking up everything on your website so she yeah. she's not she wears she wears smocks and okay, doesn't always so match you and, wear cargo shorts and flip-flops so you don't know you don't know fashion i know you fashion don't. Brittany, I know you fashion. Don't. <laughs> Fine. Fine, I don't. No, okay. I I love I love fashion, but it's funny. I I know you guys probably see that huge pack I wear, which is like this enormous big belt which holds all my microphones yeah. and everything. So it kind of affects the fashion sense. So yeah. it limits some options. All right. Yeah. Last, well, you still look cute, so it's fine. Last call for uh, for Jenny Taft. Uh, Austin, what's going on? Thank you for listening to the Pulp Mech Show. What's your question for Jenny Taff? Hey, man. Yeah, Austin again here. Um, hey, Jenny, how you doing? Hi, how are you? I'm, I'm good. Uh, I'm a film major uh, in college right now, and I have a major passion oh. for motocross and supercross. Um, so I was curious for you how you got into broadcasting and how you got into the supercross side of things. Sure. Um, well, when I was growing up, I mean, my, my dream was kind of always to to play sports for my whole life and realized quickly that I probably couldn't be a professional, you know, anything, really. I I, could, <laughs> I wish I was at the Olympics right now for hockey, but that didn't happen. So, you know, I figured if I can't be, a, if I can't be an athlete, I might as well cover sports because that's just, that is my passion. So I went to Boston University and 
I majored in broadcast journalism, played lacrosse there, and just kind of got a lot of internships. So I'd say if you're a film major, what's your specific goal? Do you want to work in like Supercross specific or sports or where do you, what's your goal? Well, honestly, it's kind of been all over the place because I just have a big passion for media and I love sports as well, but it's so broad. I feel like, you know, just going for one thing. I mean, I know that's probably what I should do, but um, I don't have a specific goal. I was thinking about going into, like, media promotions and, and branding, um, but I've been making short films on motocross, and, like, this weekend, actually, in Dallas, I did a news story um, on Supercross in the North Texas area uh, for, for a news station. So um, there's some broadcasting oh, awesome. mixed in there. But, yeah, so I would love to do something with Supercross, um, and Steve, maybe you could help me out there. I'm, I don't know how to get into the industry. I mean, do y'all offer internships like with racer X and stuff? Um, yeah, the, the, now that Dallas has come and gone though, it's, we, we are looking for film guys and we do, we do racer X does pay, uh, for film guys. Uh, but unfortunately not to travel or anything else, but maybe for Houston, we could, if you travel down there, we could probably use you for something. Um, I, oh, right on. Yeah, I'll be there. Just uh, email me and keep in touch, and we can maybe uh, maybe you can be our video guy on site. You'll deal with Jason Wygant. He's a big pain in the ass, but you can deal with Wygant um, on that. But, uh, nice. yeah, we'll try to do something like that. And then who knows, one day you could be the guy shadowing Jenny around, running around the track, tripping on cables and stuff. Hey, that would be legit. I've worked some football games, and that's some fun mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, yeah, guys, I appreciate it, and uh, I'll definitely keep in touch. No problem, Austin. Thank you for calling. Yeah, y'all have a good night. Thank you. Um, yeah, just, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll get them, we'll get them filming something, something or another. What about, what about Pretty Rebels? Do you, you need a film person for that, Brittany? Something to model the latest smocks? I already got that covered, bro. <laughs> no, I've got my models. I don't need any, I don't need any boys. Are you, yeah, are you looking for boys. any, are you looking for any, uh, husky males to, mar- to model <laughs> no, ca- cargos? A husky male here at home if I need any. <laughs> okay, all right, because I'm, yeah, I'd gladly help out. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jenny, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. I think you're doing a great job, and uh, I love the love the fact that we were able to uh, let our listeners in on a little bit of your background and what you're doing and uh, how you're enjoying Supercross and all that. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, let me know if I can ever you know join you guys again. This is really fun, Brittany. It was nice to meet you over the phone. Hopefully you I'll too. See you let's, at um, the, uh, let's meet at the track. next, maybe in Atlanta. Why don't you, <laughs> Brittany? Why don't you tell Kyle to go a little faster, and then Jenny will interview him. I know, and then I'll get to see her down there. I know. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Let's plan on that. <laughs> yes, for sure. Yeah, thanks, guys, so Th- much. Thank you, Jenny. Bye. All right, everybody. The Fox Sports 1 sideline reporter, Jenny Taft. Great interview. I, she's classy. She's awesome. She's a yeah. professional. She's been doing it a long time. You can tell that she knows what she's doing. It's just like Kelly Stavis in last summer's Nationals. Kelly literally got a call two days before the first National, like, hey, what are you doing? And we need somebody. And you can tell a professional, you know, when when they come on. And just like Jenny, like, they they study. They know their stuff. They, they nail their marks. They get it down. They ask good questions. And bingo, bango. Yeah, I think she's going to be good for the sport. She seems really professional. And good. What, uh, good. What are you doing right now? It's, uh, it's, 11, it's almost midnight there. I'm upstairs because I know Chiz is listening, so I couldn't – I didn't want to be in our room then you'd be echoing. Yeah. So okay. I came upstairs by myself. I'm hanging on the couch. All right. Um, chatting with you guys. Wearing a smock. 
And I'm in the chat room and listening oh, to the, all these crazy people. Somebody's name is Mount Dalton. Wait, i got to find it. <laughs> it's something funny. Dang it. I don't think he's in here anymore. It was like Mount Dahlgren or something. Like, yeah, Mount Dahlgren. Like, mounting Diana. I mean, I thought uh, that was a pretty good one. Yeah, not bad. Not bad. <laughs> hey, um, time for the Race Tech email segment. Race Tech, uh, the official uh, suspension of the Factory Metal Works Club MX team. Uh, Vince Freeze, Jay Sowen, and AJ Cantanzaro. Uh, all, Freeze got fourth this weekend. Sweet Jesus, that's awesome. And he did it with the uh, Race Tech suspension. Jay Sowen was surprisingly fast. Didn't make the main, but I guarantee you, stamp it, the kids in the main event in Atlanta. And AJ made the main and rode well. Uh, they choose Race Tech suspension along with many other top privateers. Racetech.com. If you need something from Race Tech, please go to sponsor deals on our show, on our pulpamexshow.com. And uh, use the code PULPAMEX to save yourself money. Fork seals, oil changes, uh, any springs, anything you need. Vintage bikes, cars. Racetech has it all. All right, so Kip sent this in. I just listened to your James Stewart interview from PULPAMEX, and I've got to say that I'm very, very satisfied. You and David, meaning Villeman, treated him with the respect and class of a motocross legend, and that is exactly what he is. I wonder if Kip's name is Raining Yellow. Uh... He was more honest than I've ever heard a rider be, and DV oozing over him was just adorable. Don't forget, DV, you are a legend to many of us. TV a legend. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I guess he is, though, huh, Brittany? I mean, he kind of is. It's DV, I mean, so he's weird. I'm a, I'm a DV fan for sure. I think um, he was Kyle's team manager at Moto Concepts, and yeah. it, it was probably definitely one of the best team managers he's ever had. Kyle got his permit number that year. I think David just taught Kyle – a lot. I mean, a lot of things like he just little things. I don't know. Like, and Kyle, every time Kyle talks about him, it's always really high, and he always makes me laugh. And uh, I'm a DV fan for sure. Yeah, he's he's a legend. This guy said a legend. Um, yeah. Well, do you have a funny DV moment? What was it? What was the funniest uh, DV moment mm. when you were when he was your team manager? I don't know. He just he messed with me all the time. Like he called me Kit Kat and shit. And I can't even really remember like <laughs> one thing he did. Like it was a constant mess with Brittany. Like I I really can't. I'm sure there's something hilarious, but right. can't I can't even okay. think of just uh, this guy. Okay, I just got done watching the GoPro footage from San Diego, and I've never heard a rider so happy to win as Stewart. You can tell he knows that a lot of people don't believe in him anymore. And what it means to know that he was right to believe in himself, inspiring stuff. Keep up the good works. PSDV is an awesome co-host as well. All right, Kip. We'll uh, we'll get DV back in here ASAP. Too bad Brittany wasn't in here. Yep. Goodbye, money. Yay. Goodbye, Southwest <laughs> plane money. Bye-bye. Disappointed. Bye-bye. Hey, Southwest, you can at least get your credit for it. I know. Oh. And, and Georgia, too. I'm not. Don't think I'm leaving Georgia out of this either. All right. Mark said, uh, it's time to make the 250 Supercross Series. The professional sport that it is, not a regional series for local pros. The model was okay 10 to 20 years ago, but not anymore, and here are the reasons why. It's extremely unfortunate that we have, we have the best 250 Supercross riders in the world not competing with each other and know the shootout in Vegas doesn't count. We need to see the best competing in a long series together because as it stands now, one bad racer DNF is the end of that rider's chance for a championship. The skill level between the top few and the rest of the pack is so wide it's ridiculous. I remember Jason Anderson getting a poor start and passing guys on the opening laps like they were novices. Mark makes a point there. He is right. The level between a Cole Seeley and Jason Anderson to the 20th place guy in the main event is a lot, no doubt about it. Uh, what about the three-digit guys? How would they ever have a chance to shine for potential rides with teams? 
If I save a ride or have a decent showing at even four to five races, you could earn at least a TV try or a tryout for a future ride or fill-in. Look at Weston Pike. Well, actually, Mark, your point there, I would say that if you're a three-digit guy and you have less competition because the coasts are split up, you can have an easier chance to make the main event and show off. So uh, I realize this idea to have a single 250 Supercross championship brings up all kinds of issues that I, that I will leave you, the Jasons, David Villam, and others to discuss. It would be a big change for sure, but a change for the better in the long run. I don't like having one series. I don't think they should have one series. I think it eliminate riders' jobs, and I think it should eliminate um, mechanics' jobs and make teams scale down. You'll see, you would see riders, teams that had four riders now just have two. So I don't like it. Question. Yes. Didn't they have a shootout uh, back in the old days at Daytona? No. They need to do that, though. They, they had mixed races where the two coasts would ride two or three times, just random races. Hmm. But I, I think they should do more of that. Um, but I think it would hurt the sport and it would hurt the riders. What they should do, though, I don't want to pick on the guy, but nine years in the lights class for Martin Davalos? Come on. <laughs> like, come on. Something's wrong. So well, this is – I like Martin, but it's funny because my dad and I were talking on the phone today, and he often talks about racing with me, and – he just was talking about Adam winning, and obviously we know Adam since he was a kid and whatever. And he's like, I'm pretty <laughs> – is this a funny joke? He's like, I'm pretty sure that uh, Martin turned pro when Adam was on 50. <laughs> yeah, no, it um, – yeah, I just – and you know what? Uh, same thing with Ryan Morris, although he's retired, and I love Mo, but gotta get, we got to get those guys out of there. Nathan Ramsey wrote it forever. I love Nate Dogg. Get out of there. Get out of there. I know they change the rules, and I know they make 100 point in three years in a row and this and that and, and all that. You know, there's different rules all the time every year, but make it so that the guys get out of there. How's that? Just that's what the new rule should be. I it think should. get off their back. They're, they're, it's the only time to shine, in my opinion. Martin Davalos, he's doing great right now. He's doing awesome, even though, yeah, he did crash and pulled his typical Martin No, third Davalos. is great. He crashed twice. He got third. He, he but did, yeah, that's what's amazing. Your, what, my what are you my saying? point is, is that – do you see Martin Davalos moving up to the 450 and killing it? What's your definition of killing it? Doing well, as good as he's doing in 250s. Been... Yeah. How, how would we know? I mean, would he yeah, get third? No. Know because he's only been riding half the races in 15 laps for nine years. He's not yeah. I agree. I agree. I definitely agree with what you guys are saying. You love Brittany, and she's saying you're wrong. So I just side with her. <laughs> good point. Yeah. Great point. We'll leave it at that. Right. Brittany Chisholm doesn't think so. Um, no, I, I just get out of there. Open it up. Get the kids in there. You know, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's that's. that's I'm all wrong. I'm, I'm an idiot. F you, dude. All right, whatever. F you, dude. Um. <laughs> all right, hey, let's uh let's take our third and final commercial break of the night. We're gonna come back with more Brittany Chisholm, Kyle Chisholm's gonna join us, maybe Jason Thomas, probably not Adam Antonap. We gotta review some contests. We'll see how those are going for you, and uh, we'll come back. Why don't you join us on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com? See you after this break. Mafia Moto Crew is an apparel brand based on the behind-the-scenes grit it takes to be a motocrosser. There is a long line of MX racers since the late 70s dubbed the Mafia. They were the baddest of the bad. Mafia riders had no problem riding and racing in the worst of weather conditions. Most of the time, they rode on worn-out equipment without receiving the exposure or respect they deserved nationwide. When it came down to it, Mafia riders were some of the strongest riders and many reached the top level of the sport. This no-quit attitude and determination has made the Mafia a crew of respected standouts. 
Mafia riders were notorious for undermining authority and they always stuck together. That is what the Mafia Moto Crew strives to uphold today. Rep your crew by placing your order at MafiaMotoCrew.com today and enter discount code PULPCREW at checkout. Rep your crew. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Check, check. Mic check. Fly racing. undisputed leader in high quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. What makes an Atlas brace unlike anything else? It could be that the unique design sits around your spine and sternum. It might be the carefully engineered flexibility, or because of the adaptive response to natural body movement, or it's that they are easily adjustable in both height and length, or maybe it's because they're available for people of any age, size, and height. Perhaps it's because they are the choice of champions like Jake Weimer and Ryan Villapoto. But maybe it's simply because when you ride, you like to dress for the occasion. Whatever the reason is, There's Atlas, and then there's everything else. For 2014, X-Brand has taken a definitive step forward. With our new Volcano, Phantom, and Limited line, our style now mirrors our unmatched performance in terms of comfort and clarity in all conditions. We've added to our crop of top athletes, including Mafia Moto Cruise Enforcer, Nick Way. Also, Crossland Racing's top Jimmy Albertson. Why spend more for a name when you can save money, look great, and enjoy elite optical performance? 
We offer a complete line of laminates, lenses, nose guards, and zip-offs, so head to your dealer today and demand X-Brand. You can also order direct at EKSBrand.com, and Pulp MX Show listeners can enter Pulp Show 14 to save 30% today. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying riders, racers, and tuners with the industry's best suspension products, period. Paul Theed has taught most of his competition the ins and outs of suspension. Why does he reveal his secrets? The more you know, the more you'll choose Racetech. The creators of the do-it-yourself gold valve kit, a revalve in a box. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel with drastically improved bottoming resistance, increased traction, control, and consistency. Racetech's high-performance springs are high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates. Use the Pulp MX code to save 20% at Racetech.com. Racetech. In 1973, Don Emler started FMF in his Hawthorne, California garage. 38 years later, that garage is a 90,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility where, proudly, everything is still produced 100% under one roof using only the best American material. The only thing more important to us at FMF than winning is our customers. So here's a big thanks to our fellow riders for giving us the 2010 Reader's Choice Award in every major U.S. motorcycle publication. It's the passion that drives us. So thanks for making us number one. FMF, built in the USA, proven on the track. Is your bike missing that final piece of the puzzle? Does it feel like you're just coming up a little short? Can your bike use more power? It's easy to get noticeable power gains throughout the entire RPM range with the Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil. Install one now and you're set for the tracker trail. What this innovative product does is increase the energy at your spark plug gap, which allows more energy to be released in your combustion event. Besides the power increases, you'll get better starting, quicker throttle response, and then expect to be impressed. The Black Ops Moto Ignition Coil is available for two and four strokes, as well as vintage machines. Used by Michael Lessie in Supercross, Matt Lemoyne, Gary Semix, and other top riders. Black Ops Moto is happy to provide the Pulp MX Show listeners a 15% discount off their order if they call in and mention Pulp MX. Dealers and distributors are also welcome. Check us out at blackopsmoto.com and like us on Facebook. Learn what others have discovered and feel the instant improvement for your bike. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey, Pookie. Yeah, bro? You know what takes guts? Uh, like cutting your own banks? No, not like that. What about, do you know what kind of seat foam Adam Cincerillo uses? Uh, I'm sure it's whatever winners use. Adam Cincerillo and the rest of the Pro Circuit Monster Energy Kawasaki guys use guts seats. Guts uh, seat foam has a new product called Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam, and uh, a lot of the top teams in the sport are using it. They're established in 1990s, a premier off-road Seat manufacturing company offering high-performance seat covers and seat foams for motocross, supercross, and off-road. Guts has worked with every rider. Lampson, McGrath, Carmichael Stewart. Today they got Pro Circuit Cowie, Moto Concept, Cycle Trader, Rock River, Yamaha, and many more. So if it's style and performance you're after, Pookie, you've come to the right place. 
Browse GutsRacing.com for more information. Hey, if you need some seat foam, Pulp MX 2014 for 30% off at GutsRacing.com. We want to thank Guts Racing for coming on. Official seat cover of Adam C. Cirillo and the Pulp MX crew. Get ready, America, because WUSA is your number one source for quality wheel sets in America. WUSA offers all the top brands that you and the world's best racers know and trust, like Reed, Dungey, Millsaps, Tickle, Sealy, Short, and more. All rely on trust WUSA, because all our wheels are built right in our shop in Orange, California. And if you want it custom-made for your bike, like the world's best freestyle riders, Renner, Deacon, Adams, Madison, Mason, Sherwood, and others, you can choose different spoke and nipple colors for a completely custom look that'll dazzle you. Off-road riding, WUSA can build you wheels for the absolute toughest of conditions. And W also offers DID and Excel rims, along with OEM replacement spoke and nipple kits for your stock hubs. Need brakes? W offers the industry's best oversized and standard brake kits from Galfer and Brembo. Just see your local dealer or visit us at WUSA.com. Hey, you can also download the most current W catalog from the iTunes App Store. WUSA, D-U-B-Y-A, USA. It doesn't get any better than us. Tired of wearing the same old moto hoodies and tees as everybody else? Yeah! It's time to check out the moto company for something different. All shirts and hoodies are top quality heavyweight cotton at affordable prices. All orders over $75 get free shipping. You've got the gear for the track. Now show your passion off the track with t-shirts, hoodies, and hats from the moto company. Motocompany.com Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these bars can take the abuse you'll give them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the, the quest is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
Welcome back. Pulp Mix Show coming at you. Appreciate everybody listening. Jenny Taft, Adam Seen Cirillo, Brittany Chisholm, Kyle Chisholm, Pookie Mathis, Georgia Albertson, Jason Thomas coming up. Some heavy hitters on the show. I don't know who's been the best interview. I'm not sure. Brittany. Yes. Adam Seen Cirillo or Jenny Taft or Georgia. Best interview tonight. Uh, I mean, the best interviewer was for sure Adam. He's He speaks really well, but I like I got to give it up for the girls because we're getting so much hate in the chat rooms that I better pick one of them. You are? Screw those guys. <laughs> I don't care. I like this show. I like this show. I like the chicks I do too. the show. I have no problem. But obviously, show. everybody in your chat room is gay if they're all complaining about having chicks on the show. So. Go listen to another show then. That's what I told him. I said, I said, I'm just sitting here wondering why y'all are still listening. If you think it's so gay. <laughs> uh, hey, thanks uh, by the way for uh, giving out the uh, uh, $25 credit to Pretty Rebels to uh, that girl. That's awesome. And thanks to Free Gun for the four sets of women's underwear. Uh, two tickets to uh, Atlanta, courtesy of Vortex. We gave out. If you want to win a signed Jimmy Albertson, CrosslandsMotorsport.com, Crosslands Racing shirt. Give us an email at contest at com, and also give us Jimmy's first uh, pro number and his amateur number, and we will pick a random guy to win uh, Jimmy Albertson prize pack from that. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Thank you. Um, this next guest, I don't know if you're, you might be familiar with him a little bit, uh, Britt, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's sponsored by Vortex Racing, the leader in bringing, making top-quality racing components for 15 years, and they are proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show this year. They're, they're, they're going big with us in 2014. The products you get from a Vortex Racing are made with the best materials and tightest tolerances because Vortex is owned and operated by guys like me and you. Hey, if you guys need your sprockets, you need handlebars, uh, much more uh, other hard parts, check out VortexRacing.com. Use the code on sponsored deals and email Jake to save yourself some money. James Stewart runs this product. Tyler Bowers runs this product. FMX legend Robbie Renner runs it as well. Kyle Chisholm. What's up? How are your Vortex handlebars, bro? Uh, they're awesome. I'm running them. The uh, hey, v- hey. V3 motocross handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition. Kyle rides with the confidence knowing that Vortex has put years of research and development into testing these bars without sacrificing weight. So, Yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'm liking the bars, actually. Hi, upstairs. <laughs> um. um <laughs> Hey, I'm I'm a pretty good user of all your all of the show sponsors. Yeah, like, when I was listening to you earlier, right? Like Albertson, X-Fran, yep. Fly, X-Fran, Fly, Vortex. Vortex. Um, I know there's something else. Um, FMF, FMF, yeah. Uh, uh, Works Connection, Works Connection, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're, uh, we got to get you on some eight ten solutions. Rhino Global Products, we'll get you that. You know, so you yep, Mafia yep. Motor Crew, do you want a vest? You run a vest. Uh, I could I could run a vest. Yeah, give me a vest for this weekend, man. Um, I'll run it for Nick. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, he loves that vest, man. I don't. I don't. It's kind of creepy the, the way he loves that. He wears, that, that, that he vest. wears free gun underwear when he wears underwear. He doesn't usually wear underwear. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Pookie, Pookie <laughs> runs the free gun tea bags. No, I'm kidding. I'm joking. I have, I have free gun underwear and they're comfortable. Yeah, they real ones. Oh, thanks. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, uh, Brittany answered uh, earlier on the show that. Uh, um, you perform better after uh, getting busy the night before the race. Can you confirm this? I mean, I don't think it hurts at all. I mean, I'll say that. Well, some people, <laughs> you know, some athletes feels like it drains them for the next day. Uh, 
I don't agree. I, I mean, maybe if you're putting in like a two-hour moto or something like that, but right. I mean, <laughs> right. But there's none of that going on. No, no, that might drain. Not you on race you night. You might just be tired, just in general. I mean, what What about after the race? <laughs> what, if he does good and he takes a shower. If he does good, and takes a shower. Wow. <laughs> uh, uh, but um, not after Southwick. Yeah, and Southwick, you got to make it do it. Southwick with no shower after the moto. That'd be a good one. <laughs> really, right? <laughs> I was just going to say you'd just be too sore from Southwick anyways to do it. Forget it. <laughs> just forget yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely not be the one on the top after Southwick. Yeah, yeah really, I, right? I, my, my back would, would be hating me. <laughs> just go, <laughs> Brittany, do all the work. Um, yeah, exactly. Hey, uh, uh, your Dallas uh, race, it was the best one of the year by you. Uh, heat race, practice to the heat race, to the semi, to the main event. By far the best performance for Kyle Chisholm this year. You have to be uh, pumped on that. I know it's taking you longer than you think, but uh, it was a good uh, good race for you. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, yeah, it was the best one overall um, of the year. Still not where I want to be, but, you know, it's an improvement and uh, getting closer to where we should be. You know, I, I just... I know we can get back in the top ten and, you know, be in there, you know, be there. There's no reason, you know, even with everybody that's out there, you know, for me, I should be at least between 10 and 15, you know, every weekend. And, you know, I, I think for sure, you know, getting better starts and, you know, I'm capable of being in the top ten again. And that's where I want to be. But, you know, it's definitely been tough. Like, you know, I wasn't off the bike for a year, but it's almost been a year of, you know, no, you know, racing really. And, you know, you lose a lot, you know, every – Every week for, you know, people at home, like, every week that you race, you you get better and better. Like, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm seven times better than I was at Anaheim 1, you know, just because of the last seven races. You, know, you, mm-hmm. get, you get better every weekend, you know, and everybody gets better every weekend. You know, we're all, we're all at a high level and you just kind of, you kind of push it and you learn, you learn what you need to improve on and then you work on it during the week and everybody just gets, for the most part, gets better and better, you know, but obviously besides people that have injuries and stuff like that. So, you know, missing almost a whole season, you know, has, has obviously put you way behind on, you know, aside from being off the bike and being injured and having to kind of get yourself back, you know, personally, just that alone is one side of it. And then everything that you lose, you know, not being out there racing with everybody is, you know, a whole other part. So, you know, I, I felt like I had a pretty good off season, you know, once I was able to start riding and, uh, and I was training hard and working hard, but, you know, you never know until you get out there. And I, I don't think I really lacked anywhere specifically. I think it was more just, you know, the actual racing time and, like, like your race craft, you know, like passing people and racing with people. You know, you practice and you're only riding with a couple guys or maybe by yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was riding good, but you don't – you're not in a race situation where you have to pass people and those instincts, you know. They are instincts, but they kind of – they get rusty, you know, when you don't use them, obviously. But I feel like I've just – just having to work through that rust and getting that out. And, you know, this weekend was obviously, like you said, was the best weekend. And, you know, it's still not, still not satisfied with it, but, you know, it's definitely in the right direction. We've gotten better every week, I think. And, you know, hopefully we can just keep, keep, you know, climbing up the ladder. I talked to, uh, I think I was talking to Albertson about this, but you've missed, uh, I think three mains this year, um, three or four mains, yeah. uh, three mains, I think when yeah. you don't, it's like when you don't make the main and you're not 20 laps at race pace, you really fall back of the group a little bit, and then, and, and as we know, Brittany's a big fan of you riding those B practices, which, oh my God. which, <laughs> those hurt as well. Um, it's so important, and it, and of course, the, you know, there's the field is deep this year. The field is deep, bro. Yeah. 
David Villam and trademark. Right. Um, But um, really not making a main is just a killer. Yeah, it is. And then for me, it's frustrating because, you know, like at Anaheim, Anaheim was, was the, I didn't make any of the Anaheim races, which is, it sucks. I love Anaheim. That's one of my, I like all the tracks there. I liked all the tracks there this year. Um, you know, Anaheim won. I, not making any excuses, whatever, but I had three days on the new, on the new bike Mm -hmm. with, you know, really no testing at all. And, uh, I missed the main by one, missed it by one in the semi and then one in the LCQ. And, Obviously, I was really bummed to not to not make it, but for my first race back in almost a year on a bike I rode for literally three or four days, um, I was actually like I said, I was bummed to not make the main, but I was I was actually happy with I was happy that I only missed it by one, you know, with how stacked the field is, and just my whole situation going into it. And at Anaheim too, it you know I just just was not riding good. That kind of came down to. You know that that lack of racing, I think, and not making a smart a smart move and putting myself in a bad position, mm-hmm. and uh, missed the main again by one. And then obviously at A three, I actually Anaheim three, I think, was one of my best uh, my best practice days, but one of the best days I felt on the bike, you know, up to that point. But we obviously just had some bad luck in the the first first lap of the semi. Um, I think I was only one spot out of a qualifying position. I was like fifth or sixth, and uh, you know, right right there. You know, could have or should have, mm-hmm. you know, maybe made it right out of the semi. Right. And we had an en- we had an engine problem, you know, on the bike. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, luckily for me, it happened on the landing of the triple instead of the face of the triple. So I uh, didn't, didn't have a crash. But there's such a short time. I think there's like 10 minutes or 15 minutes between the semi and the LCQ. And as soon as it happened, I yanked my bike, you know, got it off the track. I had to, like, push it up over a berm. And then I just <laughs> right. went into, like, full sprint mode down the side of the track. Um, I was basically by home plate when it happened, and I was like full sprint mode, you know, down the side of the track, through the tunnel, up out of the tunnel, because I knew we didn't have much time to, you know, swap an engine. And we were literally bolting up the engine when the LCQ was taking off, so I yeah. didn't even get a chance to, to line up and try. So yeah. <laughs> Anaheim's were just not, not, not good for me this year. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely you lose a lot, you know, not being out there, you know, for the 20 laps. And mm-hmm. The other part of it for me is like, I think Brittany said something about this earlier in the show, but like there there are some guys with the way the format is this year. I'm I'm a fan of the semis. I definitely like Yeah, don't the, listen the to Brittany. Semis for don't, the fans. don't listen to Brittany. Brittany yeah. she doesn't know. She's ninety percent wrong. Yeah. No, I'm a fan of them. Like they're they're hundred percent better. They're hundred percent better for the fans and for just the crowd in general. It's more racing. It's exciting racing. I think that's better. It's better for me and my sponsors and a team as well, because you know, they used to take nine guys out of a heat race. Well, if I got seventh or eighth or ninth or even sixth, you know, in a heat race, I'm going to make it in the main, but more than likely they're never going to show me on TV. Right. And then in the main event, if I'm not in the top five, they're not going to show me in the main event again. So I might have gotten a tenth place in the main and made the main event, and I was never on TV that whole weekend. So that's not good for sponsors or for myself either. So... You know, I, I I definitely think that they're good. The only thing I don't like about them is that the races are really short. You know, the heat yeah, races they are the eight laps. They are, and you guys would be surprised. I know Mathis, I'm sure you know, but they'd be surprised at guys that can go the difference between doing four or five laps in eight laps. You know, there's guys that can yeah, you can hold your breath for three and a half minutes. You know, for that four for that four lap race, but when it comes to eight laps, you know, there's guys that can go fast for a few laps or. Or, you know, whatever. You just don't have time to make it up. 
So I, I wish that the races were just a, a few laps longer, you know, back to kind of how they used to be. But I am a fan of the actual format. But kind of back to what I was getting at is it's frustrating when a, there's a few guys, you know, that make the main some weekends because of, you know, not that they're they're obviously riding good to make the main, mm-hmm. but they might get a good start and not be the fastest guy out there. And then they make it in the main and they just ride around in the main event. And that kills me when I miss it by one. And then there's five guys out there that, you know, are just pumped that they made it in the main and they just ride around for, you know, half the race, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of, that sucks, but you know, good for them to make it in, you know, just gotta keep working at it. So, um, yeah, no, that's exactly it. Uh, how is the cycle trader rock river team? You're new to it this year. Um, I was over there quite a bit last year. Ben LeMay rocks the X-Brand goggles, and now, of course, you're running them. Um, and uh, I'm over there. They seem like a good team. They're trying their hardest, and, uh, it the, the, again, the passion shows through. <laughs> yeah, no, everything's awesome. You know, it's uh, for for the whole Rock River team, uh, for, you know, Cycle Trader to kind of come on board with them this year as a title sponsor, that's, you know, a new thing for them. Um, I think it's a great opportunity for the team, you know, to have Cycle Trader you know, step up, you know, for them as, as a title sponsor and, you know, putting money into the team versus, you know, Mike Duclos, who owns Rock River, kind of funding it himself for the last, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure, like four or five years. So it was awesome, awesome for them to get the Cycle Trader deal. And I think it's kind of allowed them to actually kind of step up, step their team up into an actual, you know, not that the team wasn't a good team before or wasn't a team before, but it's more of a legit, you know, program this year. They have JGR. Yeah you know, which is awesome, doing their engines and suspension, you know, and having, you know, Coy and, and J-Bone and all those guys kind of at, you know, not not that they're devoting their whole attention to us because obviously they have their own team, but to have those guys to kind of, you know, look to and, and kind of behind you and behind the program is awesome. And obviously Yamaha has been behind their program, you know, since the get-go. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, with Cycle Trader being on there, it's just kind of allowed them to kind of step up to that next level. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I've, tried to help the team, you know, because like, like I said, it's new for them having a, having a title sponsor and having, you know, maybe a little bit of money to work with and kind of have a, you know, legit, you know, you know, good program, um, you know, as far as the team goes. So I feel like I've tried to kind of guide them along. I've been fortunate enough to be on some really good teams over the years and kind of help them with, uh, you know, kind of making that transition into, you know, bumping up the, the level of the team, you know, even for the future. So, uh, you know, and, they, and they've been awesome to me working hard and, you know, doing everything they can with, with what we have to work with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we're, we're getting better every weekend and they're learning and, and, you know, and, uh, I'm, I'm trying to do my part and do better every weekend. So it's all going good. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Um, someone in the chat room called you a gold digger, Brittany. Yeah. I told them off. It's all right. <laughs> you guys have been He's together. We've been together for 10 years. I can't really be a gold digger when I'm 12 years old, but you're cool. You were, a, if you were a gold digger. You were a gold digger me when I was 15, yeah. Right, when you up in Canada. Yeah, when you had so much money at 15. <laughs> right, Ooh. right. Um, yeah, see, some people. Computer warriors, you know and they know it all. <laughs> um, hey, uh, let's welcome to the show uh, our regular co-host. Uh, he's going to join us here a little bit. Uh, Jason Thomas. What's up? You're familiar with What's the Chisholm's? You're familiar with the Chisholm's, Brittany and uh, Kyle? They're from Florida? The Chisholm's. Yeah. Yeah. What? yeah. Chizzes. yeah. The Chisholm's. Um, yeah. JT, you may have to go back to Florida, get your fly right. gear on, because Kyle needs a, uh, needs somebody to ride with, because right now the, the, just, the 2-2 compound. I was just going to say that. <laughs> Why don't you get Burner out there? Yeah, Burner needs to get out there. Yeah, I talked to Burner this weekend. I told him he's going to have to suit up and – Get out there with me. Two, I mean, two years ago, 
last year, obviously, I was hurt all year, which was a bummer. And then two years ago, you know, in, in 2012, as soon as I came back to the East Coast to start riding, Chad had gotten hurt at Dallas. So it was me and JT out there ripping laps at the, at the tracks by ourselves. Burner was hurt and Chad was hurt. Right. So JT was my riding partner. And now, now Burner's going to have to have to step it up and, you know, get off the couch for me. I like how, I like how, um, Chiz, you rode with James forever. You and James are yep. tight. You rode at his place. Now you're over at the Reed compound. I like how, and, J- and J- JT, you did the Timmy thing and then Tortelli and then Reed. Like, the, the compounds can't mix, can they, JT? You can't mix <laughs> compounds, can you? Uh, it's not advisable. Not always. No. Actually, Chad, Chad and Bill Poto were riding together for a little bit in 2010. Um, but, yeah, I mean, as a general, you know, general yeah. rule, no. Yeah, There's just too much. There's way too much money and, you know, pride and everybody's, you know, they're just standoffish with that stuff. So Yeah, and I, I think also, like, you know, for guy, for those kind of guys, like, you know, like Chad and James and RV, those guys, like, you know, not that they need people like us, but, you know, like JT, like me and you, JT, but, like, you know, I think it's good for them to have, like, a rabbit to chase or, you know, to just to have that consistent person to kind of, you know, to do your motos with and to, to have around you kind of, mm-hmm. you know, they're out there working and, you know, we're working too, but, you know, obviously they're spending a lot of money and at that level, you know, where they, you know, they're they're trying to run their program, cons- you know, consistent and around good people and, you know, people they want to be around, you know, stuff like that. So when you're kind of popping in and out, you know, going, you know, not not if you're just popping in and out, but you're going to ride with one guy and then the other guy, it's kind of like, I don't know, I, I just put myself in their position. Mm-hmm. I would kind of be the same way. Not that, you know, not that I'd be bummed that they would ride with somebody else, but just from the sense of like, you know, wanting to keep that same group of people around you all the time, you know, to, right. you know, to do, to, to do your work. You can't just say, uh, hey, uh, Chad, uh, look, you're hurt. It's not helping out. I'm going to James. You call me when you're healthy. Yeah. That doesn't work? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Hey, uh, just call me when you're ready, bro. I'll be. I'll, I'll come back. Um, <laughs> G, uh, JT got expelled from the ferry compound for not uh, filling in the ruts. So I understand yeah. this stuff is very sensitive. <laughs> very sensitive. Um, yeah. All right. Hey, I want to get both your guys' take, uh, and we talked to Brittany about it a little bit earlier, and it's a big topic in our chat room, a lot, big topic on uh, Vital MX as well as on my Twitter, the Barsha, the Barsha whip. First, Kyle, uh, what did you think of it? Did you really um, think that he didn't think Kenny was there? How dangerous was that? And your, your, <laughs> and your thoughts on that? Um, I only saw it once on TV, and I didn't really hear either of their takes, like, firsthand. I've obviously heard from other people, like, what they said or what happened afterwards or whatever. But I saw it once on TV, um, you know, when I got home just to watch it. And for sure, I mean, first off, I mean, I I think Barsha had to know he was there somewhat. I mean, you're racing, you're battling with somebody, you know somebody's close around you, you know what I mean, when you're in that position – so, I mean, really, honestly, whether I, – obviously, I don't think he was meaning to try to, like, take Roxon out in the air or whatever, but you know somebody's around you, and when you kind of just make – I think he had just made a pass or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was just uh, – I, I think everyone has probably done it at some point. That was kind of just, like, in your face. I just blew, blew by you, you know, screw you. Yeah. I'm better than you. That's kind of what that was. Whether he meant for it to be that close or whatever, or, or whether he knew he was really that close, I can't speak for him. But right. 
just doing that maneuver is, you know, like I said, we all have done it or do it sometimes. It's kind of, you know, boom, you know, that just happened, you know, like, like, screw you, I'm better than you, I'm going, and, you know, get out of the way. Something like that. So, um, like I said, I don't, I don't know whether he meant, well, you know, you were um, meant anything malicious, but yeah, you were out on the track. Yeah. We were, you were racing the main event, but JT, when it, we saw it from the press box, it like you took your breath away for a little bit. You're like, oh, because it was scary. Yeah, it's it's the same kind of thing he did at Bud's Creek, I think, um, and it was you know to the same guy, and I don't know, it's just I, the. The excuse to me is what's ridiculous. You know, I he can do what he wants. He obviously didn't hurt him. I think it was a foolish move uh, just because if they touch there, they're both going to the hospital. And I, I wouldn't recommend it. I don't think it's a smart I wouldn't play recommend by Barsha. <laughs> and I just think the, the line he took as far as I didn't know he was there. I was doing that every lap. I didn't mean to do that. I think that's just ridiculous. Like, I, I don't know how you could possibly just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I, I could see that. You didn't know he was there at all. Like, that's just silly to me. Right, right. Yeah, um, and see, I didn't really – I don't – I'm sure, I think I saw it, but I don't really remember exactly what happened leading up to that. But, like, yeah, I mean, it is a, it's a dumb move to do. Like I said, you have to know when you're kind of battling with people that – you have to, as a professional racer, JT, you know – and obviously, Math you at the four Manitoba title. Thank you. you know, too. Thank you. You know you're surrounded. Manitoba. You, know, you, kinda, you can sense. You the, can feel I mean, the guy you know, there. You're in, a, you're in a race. You know. You know that. You know that's. You know that's there. And like JT said, it's dumb if they do touch or whatever. They're both going down. And I didn't know that he said he did that every lap or whatever. When I saw the replay of it, he was like completely sideways. You know, back tire in front of the front tire. And you have to be real. I guarantee you, he didn't do that every lap of the main event. You know, that's a little bit exaggerative. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's definitely coming from somebody that spent the, the last year on the couch because of hitting somebody in the air over a triple. Yeah, good point. It wouldn't point. have ended very good. Uh, if, yeah, if I've they, been biting my tongue about that together. all night. Glad you said it. <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Uh, well, when you said, what do I think, I was like, I'll just be good. That was when you collided with Gerkey, right, Kyle? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just found out Gerke wears a size 12 glove, so maybe he was unbalanced in one way or another. <laughs> and that's what happened. I didn't even realize that. Maybe, I don't something know. Something that came to yeah, mind. Yeah, our, our situation was a little different, obviously. He yeah. wasn't whipping it into the For sure, no. Like uh, Barsha, but um, yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Hey, uh, Brittany, by the way, uh, biggest regret for me uh, for this summer, Kyle's going to the Canadian Nationals. Unfortunately, there is no Manitoba round. You will not I be... know. I asked you if we were going there. You're not going to Manitoba. <laughs> but... <laughs> Dang but, it. Darn. but you will be going Trust to. Me, that's not. That's not unfortunate. Oh, regardless no. of what he just yeah. said. Really, JT? Really? <laughs> yeah. So absolutely. you you crash out in Manitoba, and now you're going to hold it against my province. And I pretty much was like, how, what's the easiest way to get out of this this province? <laughs> it's, it's crash, go over the bars, DNF, and I'm out of here. I didn't even have to finish the moto. It's perfect, right? I took my shirt off and left it there, just like, yep, I'm out. You did. You did an interview with no shirt on, for the for the TV show. That's awesome. Uh what kind it of? It is a chick hey, show, bro. Hey, real. Hey, real quick. Back to the Barsha thing. Yeah. You guys remember the? I think it was on YouTube, or I don't know who posted it. You guys remember Malcolm back before he turned pro? I think it was Amber oh, Hill. Yeah. And at at the house with I think it was Puff Watley riding on the big like step up tabletop thing, and Malcolm like scrubbed it or whipped it, and they hit in the air. 
and it didn't. You can really see what happened, but it obviously didn't end very well, and they both crashed. That was a it, just talking about that kind of reminded me of that video. Well, that video was pretty gnarly. But in that video, JT, remember that? Oh, uh, I, I remember. Oh, in that video though, Malcolm was fine, but the dude dropped like a rock. Yeah, yeah, right. like straight endo. <laughs> right. Holy smokes! Yeah, that was scary. Oh. Um. Yeah. Good point. Um. Yeah. Well, they, I just think it's funny. That he, there's no way he didn't know he was there, A. I mean, there's no way he didn't know that it was Rocks and B. They've already been getting yeah. into it all year. They've already made comments towards each other after Phoenix. They made comments towards each other in the outdoors uh, in 2012. It's just silly all the way around, in my opinion. Yeah, I forgot about the Phoenix thing, too, when Barsha knocked him down. So I kind of forgot that there was any, like, stuff going on there. Yeah, anyway. this is, so, like, it's like not a, a new... You know, a new development. Yeah. This is just a continuation. Yeah. And like, so you know, for him Marcin to pretend nothing's that. happening is is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, and you know, you kind of like JT. You know, you kind of do that. You could see him doing that, like as a you know. Oh yeah, I mean, Roxon's been thing. winning races, and Barsha's been struggling. So of course he's gonna, yeah. you know, he's gonna throw yeah. in his face if he can. Hey Kyle, yeah. uh, something I want to talk to you about. Uh, JT and I talked about a little bit on our podcast too. After yep. the finish, you go outside and you triple, right? Uh, yep. Stu did it, and there was some, some guys were wheel tapping, some guys weren't. Um, yep. And uh, what what did you think of that? Was it big? Was it faster? I don't know if you did it or not, but not not, not that many guys did. But um, did yeah. that help him at all? Um, I don't know. I never did it. Um, at, but actually, to be honest, all day at least I didn't see anybody do it all day. I didn't know of anyone. No, I didn't see anybody it. to the main. On, yeah. On yeah, on we had pre- I had press day at Dallas, and on press day. We were doing that, but the track wasn't finished, so we were kind of coming at it at a different angle. It wasn't like a 90-degree right turn. Mm-hmm. It was it was a different angle you were coming at it. So, like, I knew that you could do it, but no one really did it throughout the day because, I don't, you know, when we walked the track, they actually didn't want us to do that, to do that run. That's why they kind of knocked that jump down a little bit. You know, they didn't want us to do it. And after watching the race, I'm kind of like, I get mad at myself because, like, like I should have picked up on that. And I think the reason they're able to start doing it, you know, easier or whatever, was because everybody, you know, even the 250 guys were going, you know, single double. Mm-hmm. So the landing on that third jump was like really worn down in the main line. Yep. And at the beginning of the day, that jump, that third jump was actually really big. So it got really worn down and like it was so easy. Like it, it would have been so easy, I think, to do it. But it's just one of the things that I never even really thought to, to do until. James lapped me on the 16th lap, I don't know, whatever lap it was. Yep. And I see him go outside and do it, and I'm like, what the heck? Like, I, you know, and then watching it after the race, I'm like, I should have been doing that, you know. But, uh, but then, to be honest, I kind of saw, I think, Roxon or somebody, I never saw him do it when I watched it on TV. And it really, I think somebody did it in front of him, and it really wasn't that much faster. It kind of just depended on how you scrub that first little single, you know, bounce into that right, thing. Right. But, I mean, it, it obviously had to be a little bit faster to go three because there's a nice firm out there. Right. You didn't have to slow down or anything. You know, it had to be a little bit better. Um, Timmy would have done it, first of all. Second of all, I just, I just thought of this. Why didn't, you, why didn't you go get Red Dog as a riding partner, someone to chase down, you know? And we talked yeah, about that right. this weekend after the race. I mean, he'd be a good person for me to you oh. know, try to chase. I, like we said, I probably wouldn't hang with him for – more than a lap or two, but he no. could slow, down, slow back down and wait for me, I and mean, then I could, you know, follow his lines again. JT, when you think of someone who, you know, busts out triples first, who comes to mind? Oh, Tim Perry every time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, uh, it's that time again. Time for the NFAB 
question of the day. The Enfab question of the day. N-Fab.com. Uh, nice welder sound there. Sounds exactly like a welder. It's perfect. And uh, uh, at the track or on the trail, the hottest looking, hardest working truck accessories are NFAB from step systems and light mounting solutions to bumpers and Jeep gear. N-Fab has your Jeep truck or SUV covered. N-Fab products are proudly handcrafted, proudly handcrafted in Houston, USA. To learn more about NFAB products, visit n-fab.com. If you uh, want a bit of a discount on something that NFAB has, uh, email the show. We'll hook you up uh, if you got something you're looking at for your truck or Jeep or SUV or whatever. So here's the question. Brittany, it's a question for you. All right. So you were on the record a few years ago as saying that if Kyle made the podium, <laughs> there, there was incentive for him to make the podium. So the, yeah. the question of the day, does that still stand? Does that offer still stand? Or has it been, say, used up? Um, well, we make bets all the time. They're not just podium bets. He has, like, win bets and podium bets and top ten bets. Oof. I think that's it. Look, no it kind of depends on where we're at. Like, if we go somewhere, like when we're in Germany, I'm like, all right, you got to win. He Here, gets... I'm like, you got to get this. He And then... You know, the incentives just get better. If it's tent, it's pretty good. And then if it's like the podium, it's really good. If he wins, then can't even go there. Hopefully he doesn't win or I'm in trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, no offense, but what could it be, JT, if Kyle wins? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, no offense, Kyle. Like, I mean, like a harem? Just, yeah. Like, a, I'm not even right. going to say it. But in Germany, it's uh, it's perhaps a kiss on the cheek. So yeah, I mean, no, a little kinda, more than that. Right, that's the kind of level we're at. Okay. So yeah, the so so, so the question the of the day. The are still there. It doesn't change when you get married or anything. They're there. Pookie, why he knows what they are. Pookie, why don't we have incentives if I write a good column <laughs> or I do a really good podcast? <laughs> like, hey, you did a good podcast. You know? We do. You just haven't. Uh, I haven't done anything. You haven't won yet. <laughs> <laughs> But it's been 10 years. Yeah, well, keep trying. <laughs> okay, all right. Struggle, man. <laughs> Gotta have a goal. Oh, man. Um, all right. Well, that's the, been the NFAB question of the day, n-fab.com, for all your trucks and SUVs and things like that that you need. NFAB is a proud sponsor, associate sponsor of JGR Yamaha. And transitioning onto JGR Yamaha, Kyle, this kind of applies to you, but let me talk to JT first. Uh, my hashtag... Free filthy Phil. Well, he was—he's been free, but I think we're seeing JT the the effects of a layoff or the effects of not racing. And again, Kyle, you know a little bit about this. Uh, Phil is—I uh, mean, he looked like he was going to pass away after the main event. He was so sore he couldn't breathe. He had to stop to to, to breathe and then talk. And I think we're seeing JT that just you—it's hard to do. It's hard to fill in like that. Yeah, I mean, I think. He- the pace was especially, I saw it more at San Diego where, uh, you know, he was really struggling this weekend. He was just crashing a lot, um, which I don't, I don't think that really had too much to do with the off time. I just think that everyone was crashing all over the place. So, uh, that's what happens when you're, you know, I think he feels a little bit of pressure to perform too, because his deal is so strange <laughs> and he's, he's trying to make the most of the opportunity. And sometimes when you force it like that, it's, doesn't always uh, work out for the best. So, um, Kyle, did you manage to stay upright in practice? Um, 
did I manage? Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I don't think I had any crashes all weekend. There was everybody um, was crashing. The yellow flags were everywhere. Yeah, I don't think I had any crashes this weekend. Um, trying to think. No, okay. I, I don't think I had any. I I usually do do better. Like when the tracks different or weird or harder, or like more chewed up or nasty. I usually do better. You know, I I do better at those kind of races than uh, when it's just kind of a freeway and mm-hmm. switch the throttle and go. You know, the more technical it is, the better I usually do. So it was uh, definitely. I liked the track this weekend. Are you looking forward to Daytona? What do you think of Daytona nowadays? Yeah. To be honest, Daytona is not fun at all. But again, it's kind of. I, I don't necessarily enjoy it, but I do better on that kind of stuff normally. So you know, look, I always look forward to it. I just want old school Daytona back. I really do. That, I wish they did too. Like I used to watch it, obviously, or go when I was a kid. And what was your I'm first? Sure what was the first year? What was the first better than me? It looked miserable, but. That's what I kind of mean. I kind of do better when you have to, when the guys are just miserable out there riding. What was the first year you raced it, Kyle? Two thousand six, I think. Okay, so that's I think the first year JT was oh five, oh four, ninety. Mine? No, no, no. Uh, when they went to the new format and more super cross track ish. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. Oh, it was nighttime when I did it too. That was oh, like the first. I want to say it was oh three. Man, old school the Daytona. First year of night racing. No, oh three was Tim yeah. Ferry, Steve Mathis, third place, almost getting lapped though by Ricky. Yeah, middle of it. that was Villeman broke his back too. Um, man, old school Daytona JT in the middle of the day, thirty riders. Uh, track was just so... 30, 33, 34 minutes. Yeah, hard it dude. Was, it was it was bad. <laughs> I got tenth. I got tenth one year, and Ricky lapped me twice. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, no, that's that's the way it goes, man. I wish it was. I kind of wish it was back that way. Do you, JT? Uh, I don't really care now. Whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I when I was racing, I did because I felt like I did better. And and it's so dark with the the dirt's black there, so I had a hard time seeing at night with the the rust yeah. and the dirt and stuff. So mm-hmm. I kind of liked the daytime better on that aspect. Hmm. Yeah, the dirt it is hard to see there because the dirt's black and they dig holes. You know what I mean? So like, and it's at it's not in a stadium, so like. They light it as good as they can, but like when they're digging holes with black dirt, you know, it's not in a stadium. It's going to be not the best. So like, literally, you're going into ruts, and they just like they look like black holes, and you can't see what's down there. Yeah, there's just no depth so, perception. Yeah, exactly. And like, I never got to race there during the day, but I, I definitely, like you just said, JT, you kind of did better on those kind of tracks. I was just kind of a gnarlier and more, I don't know how it used to be. I kind of wish it was. Like I said, I don't know from experience, but I'm assuming, I kind of think I wish it was like that, you know, now. Yeah, I mean, it rewarded the guys that worked hard, basically. Yeah. There was, just, yeah. There was no hiding from the fitness side of it back then. I yeah. Know. Especially when it's a 30, what, minute lap times or what, like a minute and a half back then. Yeah, Or exactly. more, I don't know, so well, 20 lappers, what, 30 minutes. Wait till you hit Gopher Dunes. I don't know you've been there, but Gopher Dunes, a true test. Yeah, um, I like that place. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, JT, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. All right. See you guys. Appreciate it. See you, JT. Bye. Jason Thomas, everybody, our regular co-host on the show. All right, let's switch gears a little bit here, guys, with the Chisholms. Uh, Kyle and Brittany Chisholm on the line. Pookie's got her headset on. Uh, we still got the vo- voicemails coming up. We're going to wrap up a uh, uh, great show tonight with Adam Cincirillo, Jenny Taft, uh, Georgia Lindsay. Uh, Georgia didn't like those questions by Moser, by the way. She'd... I don't think she liked them last time either. I think Moser's just creepy. 
Yeah. You said it. I think that's it. I think that's just creepy. Um, all right, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, are you guys still going to after parties after the Supercross? Do we? Are they still going on? Mm, like um, we don't ever go out after Supercross. I yeah, used I to go know. out all the time. Me too. But am I just too old? Like now, like nobody wants to invite old. me. Like uh, nobody, nobody wants to invite me. Like what? What? I figured you chose. Hey, the know. only time we go out is uh, that monster party that you don't ever get a wristband to. <laughs> and Vegas, remember you're always mad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know the the dirt shark controls those, and I ain't going over there. I ain't gonna. No, ask I don't them. go over there either. But Tick Jessica gets them for me. So. But we went one year. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst thing ever, though. It's ever. T- terrible. So. Yeah, I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're either a hit or miss. Yeah. I imagine you two probably have some sort of special wristband. Like, I didn't get a New Orleans, and Watson <laughs> got me the the regular one. That New Orleans party was fun. I was getting these yeah, girls to do a lot of stuff for some beads. <laughs> did, Way more than I would do. I was like, show me anything, and they did it for beads. beads. Really? For beads? Yeah, like, really, right? Beads? Really? Plastic. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just saw your vagina, and you're getting... And you're getting some beads. Thank you. Yeah, have a good day. Uh, landing but strip. Some of these ladies were showing me some saggy tits, and they were not cute. The landing strips are not beads. Like really? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the monster party we went to was super lame. It was. Uh, uh, we didn't have the special VIP thing, of course, but um, you know, we just basically stood in there. We waited half hour to get a drink, and then. Couldn't even talk because the music was so loud. But so, are you guys going to these things or no? Like, they're not even happening these days. No, like in I mean, New Orleans. I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's some like every weekend, like some kind of party that people go to. But I don't know how often the monster party things are. But like, I don't know. Just like example, this weekend, you know, Pinecone, Michael yeah. Antonio, Dave oh, yeah. oh yeah. I don't know if you know he he moved to Texas um, like last year sometime, like okay. I don't know six months ago, something like that, and. uh down in Houston, so he came out to Dallas for the race this weekend. I haven't seen him since he moved, you know, last year sometime. You know, we're good friends, so he came up there for the race with some of his buddies and stuff for the weekend, and after the race, he's like, we're all going to go go out and do something, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, well, if I have a decent night, or have, you know, whatever, I'll go out and just hang out at least for a little bit. Right. So after the race, we go and eat dinner, and, you know, by the time we left the track and went and like, got some food, it was like... I don't know, one in the morning, something like that. And I'm like, our flight is at nine. We gotta leave for the air, get up at six, leave for the airport. We're gonna be back to the hotel until almost two. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going back and going to sleep for three hours. I'm not going anywhere. So like, I don't know. I think I'm. I don't really ever go out anyways. We like the two monster parties a year at the end of the season is kind of yeah our big hurrah for really going out. So and the banquet or whatever. It, it, yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah, New Orleans yeah, was But fun. I'm sure they're going on. Yeah, New Orleans was New Orleans was weird because it was in the middle. I mean, not the middle of the season. It was towards the end of Supercross. But mm-hmm. there was still another. Actually, we maybe had an off weekend the next weekend. I don't know. But either way, it was kind of oh. middle of the season. And there's some people getting pretty uh, oh, wild uh, there. There was some – some Chad was trying to follow me <laughs> home. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, the guy, I'm like, go away. And he – he was starting to punch me and stuff, and then there was a fan. There was a bunch of fans there, and I'm like, "Hey, look, it's Chad yeah. Reed," and they all surrounded him, and I took off. Like, <laughs> like he was. That's it, a good move. It was. I think there was a weekend off because there was a lot of guys. I didn't have the special wristband, but, but yeah. But Pookie, when we first started, when I was a mechanic taking riders to the top, we would go 
every weekend or you know phoenix you'd come to phoenix in the california or vegas like yeah you'd be in a huge hurry to leave the track because the bars all yeah. closed at one and you're like you know it's already 11 something you got to get there <laughs> yeah jam and jamie grocer and then I'm like, how am i gonna get in i'm not of age so i had right. to get that all lined up i mean you gotta hey, find some yeah. 19 20 year olds i was like, getting into man going. we were going out in vegas and i was probably like 17 years old gambling Right. So are we just super lame now, or are these things just nobody's inviting me because, you know, nobody likes no, me? No, I mean, we don't ever go. I don't know right. if there is parties. There probably is parties, but, like, I know Kyle's tired when we leave Supergirls because when I leave, I'm ready to, like, go get in and out burger and go to bed. We got like, But, Brittany, you know these monster girls, don't you? Yeah, I mean, some of, a couple of them. Well, figure it out. They're going. They're going somewhere. There's no chance monster girls are going home and going to bed. <laughs> right. No chance. <laughs> Whatever they're no, doing, they're, something. That's what, there's got to be. There's some kind of party or something going on every weekend. I mean, like I saw something this weekend in Atlanta. I, I think Atlanta is a big one for that. But like, there's, there's isn't there like a, a official pre-party? You know, like Thursday or Friday before the race. From you some know, other radio sure show. There's something going on. Uh, DMXS, yeah. Uh, but I'm not yeah. going Friday night before the. You know, and no riders are like. I mean, the yeah, monster yeah. girls are probably going home with riders. <laughs> um, after trying to. Yeah, or like, least, I mean, I don't yeah, know. there's just no chance the monster girls are like, oh, you know what? I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. Yeah, yeah. I think I got some yeah. I got some cup of soup. I'm going <laughs> to heat it up in the microwave in the hotel, and I'm going to bed. Nope. SpaghettiOs <laughs> right. in my pajamas, and I'm going to sleep. All right, well, then that'll be my well, mission. I'll figure out what we're missing out on, But bro. then again, like, when I was younger and going to these parties, I would look at creepy old guys like me now and be like, what are you doing here, creepy old guy? <laughs> right? right? Yeah. I don't want to be creepy old guy, but I feel like I should have more fun. Yeah, I know. Fun yeah. I feel like you should have more fun, too. We're pretty boring sometimes. Do you know what I – actually, you know what right, that comes to mind is I there's a party before Toronto that I've had fun at. I go there on Friday night. Yes. And I have fun in Toronto with my fellow Canadians. Right. In your homeland. Kyle, you can stay in your room. Brittany, you can come out. Okay. Because um, it's Toronto. See, that's the thing. The parties are always like, like you said, like the one in Atlanta. Yeah. It's before. So obviously, like, yeah. I couldn't go out before. And then, like, after the race, I don't want to go out anywhere. I want to go to sleep and right, right. drink water and, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so, like, when that's is a good time a couple, to party? There's a couple for, exceptions. Yeah. For them. You know, if it's New Orleans or Vegas, you know, end of the season or after outdoors, you know, we all go have fun, whatever. But it's hard, like, the grind of, like, I mean, you know, traveling every weekend and yeah. riding during the week and on the weekend, like, you'll get burned out pretty quick if, you, if you're doing that every weekend. But yeah. there's got to be something going on. We're missing out on something. Hey, so are, do, do we know are the Monster Girls hooking up with – like, are they going <laughs> out with – You're very concerned about this all of a sudden. I, it's just a topic I knew that Brittany would know all about. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I'm hey, I think Mathis must be trying to make his uh, – like his plan for whatever his, you know, his incentive schedule is going to be kooky. Like whatever. <laughs> right, right. He has a good column. He's trying to make a plan for, you know, what, what his, uh, what? you know, what he's working for. What his treats are going to be. I, yeah. I, I don't want to, like, uh, disparage the Monster Girls here. But I feel like, Brittany, you know them good enough. Could you slip a GoPro on them? And they not know about it, and then we could see what goes on. Do you feel like? I mean, I would be curious to see. Wouldn't there be room in some cleavage where a girl would never even notice one of those small GoPros? A girl, like I, I mean, at least all the girls I know, like you would not want to see what a girl really does all day long because girls are gross. Like you guys think we're all like, oh, 
cute and pretty. We're not always cute and pretty, so oh, you wouldn't no. really want to have a GoPro on a girl. <laughs> no, for I a mean, whole day. I mean, at the after party, like after, like where are they oh, going? Okay. You know what I mean? Like what, like where does the rare monstrous girlish go? Let's let's tag her. Let's watch like a shark <laughs> in her natural habitat. In her natural habitat. Let's figure it out. You know. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna, I'll figure it out, bro, and I'll give you an answer. Pookie, we used to go to strip clubs, too, sometimes. What happened? Yeah, man, we were If people are going to strip it. clubs, why am I not invited? What, what what happened to those days? I don't. I was never around for these days. I, I didn't even know this I remember Minneapolis going to that Deja Vu, and in Phoenix going to some strip club with all purple lights. and. They all have purple <laughs> lights. Do you remember the strip yeah. club where the guy was hanging from the ceiling with meat hooks? <gasps> oh. That was gross. That I don't was know. you? That wasn't me. I wasn't. Oh, you mean you were with you me? Were with, I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks a lot. That was creepy. Um, I, feel, I feel like I must have missed out on the good days of racing. I know. Where the heck have we been? No, don't <laughs> give us that. Don't give us that. You're the Chisholms. I think that's why people get so crazy at the banquet is because that's really everybody's only real chance. Like it's right. the only party yeah. that's after after the race and everybody stays for it and there's no and the alcohol is like free. What, yeah right <laughs> yeah yeah no that's, that's hey, good like point. i don't like i kind of remember but like was there more weekends off when back i don't know 10 years ago like during supercross like when you were actually when you were mechanicing like was there more off weekends or was it like just like now like how well we only have one off weekend through the whole supercross season so like was there more breaks let me, let, me, let me tell you, Kyle, in, in 17 years ago when I was first on the circuit, <laughs> oh, my God, I can't believe I just said that. No, I don't think there was more off weekends. I think it was just the same. I think it was I think just it's the same that when you move up higher in the sport, you you have to take it more seriously. Like when you, well, who's the, moving up higher? What do you mean? The position that you were mechanicking in wasn't exactly Dude, I was, top-notch. I was down. What are you talking about? It's factory mechanic, bro. <laughs> no, I'm talking about when you first. Oh, when I first started. Seventeen years ago, like you just said. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, I had my ears well, pierced. Yeah, like, like, what do you there, care? Was there more off weekends back then? Like, is that why yeah. you guys no, did more? You so. know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't think so. I just so. feel like it would be hard to go out like every weekend or something like that. Like, even if I, you didn't drink or anything, just like go out and hang out with friends or whatever afterwards. Like, it would be hard to. You'd be so worn out, like, from all the travel and stuff like that. I don't know. At least I would. They just called it 90s motocross, bro. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel like uh, I'm a bit let down for this segment here because I felt like the Chisholms would have came in hot with some good stories. And both hey, of I'm I'm sorry. We don't ever – we don't go out after the races. What, you thought we were, like, some secret – Yes. Yes. Oh. Well. <laughs> yes. I mean, yeah. I tell you. Sorry you know, I let you down. Two. monster party? Yes. Vegas Supercross, yes. Monster Cup, yes. And after outdoors, yes. So I mean, can we just talk the, about me? I just, I apologize for anyone who was in my presence at the Monster Party, this last Monster Party at Senior Frog. Yes. Okay? <laughs> you want to hear a story? Like, Chiz had to carry me out of there, okay? I'm usually not like this. Like, I'm already, like, naturally pretty fun and crazy. So I drink a couple of drinks and right. we have fun with all our friends and whatever. Well, I was just not in the mood to drink stuff that didn't taste good. So I went up and asked the bartender, do you have champagne? And he's like, no. I'm like, do you have wine? They're like, no. I'm like, cool. I'm like, can you make me a margarita? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, wait, do you have Patron? He's like, yeah. I'm like, is it free? He goes, yeah. I'm like, oh, all right, well, I'll just take a double shot then. And then I just kept taking double shots. And then 
Then he started making me margaritas, and I don't know how many I had, but she said by the time he came inside no, to no, find wait, me, let me, add my, he... let me add the story now. Yeah, <laughs> I I couldn't find her for like half an hour. She was supposed to go into the to the bar, like with like we're like literally only twenty feet away, but she was going back like inside the thing, like with uh, with Tickle, with Jessica, and whoever else to go get a drink. Well, like thirty minutes go by, and I'm like with Brock and. Weimer and some other people, you know, hanging out. And I'm like, where the hell did Brittany go? Right. I go inside to the bar. She's literally being handed a drink and drops it on the floor. And then they make her another one, and she grabs it and drops it again, like, immediately when she <laughs> oh, it. That's wow. how drunk she was, that she couldn't even hold the drink. And she made me another one, a, a third, third one. And I took the uh, third and dumped it on the ground, uh, so she couldn't have it. She couldn't even stand up, so I'm like... What, you know, we take her, like, outside, and she's, like, sitting down for a minute. And then I don't remember what happened. Like, it was just a few minutes went by, right. and her head's in her lap, bent over, and throwing up all over the ground in the corner. I'm, like, oh, my cute shoes, Spooky. My, like, spiky, yeah, cutest shoes uh, ever, taking a lap nap in the corner in a tiny dress. My butt's probably hanging out, and I'm throwing up outside in front of all her friends. Hey, but at least you kept your yeah. shoes on. You weren't one of those, uh, I kept to take on. my shoes off and walk barefoot ratchets. Yeah, but it then, wasn't like throw up like once or twice and be done. Right. It was like literally like at least 30 minutes, not exaggerating, <laughs> of me sitting there. Like I wasn't like obviously drunk like her, but I had a few drinks like hanging out, like, having fun. But I was obviously yeah. coherent. I'm like her. And I'm sitting there like, oh, okay, this should stop soon. This should stop soon. And it's like, it's like she drank like eight gallons of water and just kept throwing it up. Like, <laughs> it's like never stopped. And then it got to the point where I'm like, okay. This is no fun anymore. Let's just go back to the hotel, like get back in a taxi and go back to our hotel. And she's like, no, I can't even get up. And I'm like, <laughs> just get up. I'll, I'll help you. Like, I'll yeah. hold you or whatever. She's like, no, I can't get up, like arguing with me and throwing up more. So as soon as she quits throwing up, I finally, like, pick her up and, like, carry her out of there, get in a taxi and go back to the hotel. And I'm like, well, this is awesome. Like, the sun is almost coming up. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how, like, how long we've been out. And I'm, like, get, going to bed. And, like, as soon as we get in the hotel, like, I want to get in the bed. And she goes straight to the toilet, and she's just, like, hugging the toilet. Uh, and where I'm, laying, where I'm laying in the room, there's, like, the mirror that you can kind of, like, yeah. I can see into the bathroom because <laughs> of how the, you know, the mirror is. And she's just hugging the toilet. And I'm, like, just, and she wasn't throwing up. She was, like, having a break. And I'm, like, come lay down. And I did not want to get up. I was so tired. Like, just come lay down. And she's, like, no, I'm going to throw up. I'm like, okay, whatever. Well, I fell asleep because I was tired of waiting, and I must have woke up, like, I don't know how much longer. And I wake up and look in the mirror, and she's still sitting there hugging the toilet. <laughs> so I'm like, come to bed. She's like, no, no. I must have fallen asleep again. I wake up again, look at, like, look in the mirror. She's still hugging the toilet, sleeping. And I get up and get uh, her, pick her up. Uh, and her, leg, her legs asleep. I put, uh, got her in bed. Like, it, was, it, uh, was not, it went from, like, fun to, yeah. uh, oh. like, I can relate. Uh, (laughs) I was having a great time at a Supercross banquet once. Yeah, really, really enjoying myself, uh, having good conversations, and you know, um, wondering where the monster chicks were, of course. And uh, all of a sudden, I just got Pookie's. Just like we got to go, we got to go right now. Drunk, ridiculous, falling over herself, and then she wanted Del Taco fish tacos. And I'm like, and I'm like, can we just get them later? And she's like, no. Fish tacos now! And I'm like, babe, can you just eat some Cheetos? Like, anything? 
Like, literally, it's 11.30. It was midnight or whatever. And she's yeah, just like. I totally ruined your night. She's like, you, we got to go. And she's yelling. And I'm like, oh, my God. Del- fish tacos. <laughs> you know, Del Taco fish tacos had to be eaten right That's then. the only time in Vegas I've ever thrown up, ever been that drunk. I'm usually just like, drunk, have fun, whatever. Right, right. This last time I just made a scene when I was a thing, I guess. I won't even embarrass Kyle to tell him. He says, oh, she was so drunk, blah, blah, blah. Well, then he gets me into bed and he says, finally, I take a shower and everything. I'm all, I don't need you. I can do it. <laughs> Get away from <laughs> me. Up. I'm like brushing my teeth, still drunk, taking a shower, still drunk. Get in bed. Kyle's like, I'm like, oh, I'm just, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, I'm so sick. He's like, well, here, let me rub your belly. Okay, yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Two seconds later, he's trying to get a treat. Or right. getting a treat. <laughs> Two seconds later. Rub your belly turns into a treat in two seconds. That's a smooth move. That's my move, too. That's awesome. Yeah, good job. For sure. Yeah. I I deserved it after taking care of her all night. Yeah, you laid in the bed and watched me from a mirror and yelled at me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Still, the guy did a lot. Hey, she made me leave the monster party early. I was still having fun. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. No, for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. Good time. He goes worth your time, apparently. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the best is when you wake up in the morning, Brittany, and you're like, "What just happened? I don't even know." Like I, yeah, I, I was like, "Hey, did we just make a baby, or what happened?" Kyle's phone just quit. Looks like you didn't oh. even pay the bill. See you, babe. <laughs> that happened to us once. We woke up, and I was like, "What happened?" And he's like, "Don't talk to me. We are not together." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "No, we broke up last night. We don't did. talk to me." We did. We I broke was like, up. Oh shit. <laughs> We we broke up. This I was, was like, before we're, we got married. I, I, we were just dating, and I, and and she, I was, I'm like, we're done. And she's like, fine. And I'm like, okay, we're done. Cool. And in the morning, banquet. She, and in the morning, I'm gonna try to fix this little problem for us real fast. Kyle's trying to call back, but watch me. Check this out. Just take the other phone, bro. Say hi. All right. Oh <laughs> dang! I lost my my phone. Dropped the call. I got to pay the bills. Just grab the other house. Yeah. See, there we go. Oh, old school. Yeah. Exactly. Right. The same phones. phone. It's a good point. Um, <laughs> all right, hey, we got some voicemails. Let's let's do some voicemails. Uh, as, as usual, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. And you guys are troopers, by the way. It's uh, one in the morning where you're at, so we appreciate it. And yeah, uh, I'm so whacked out on the time because we've been in California, right? And then we went to Texas, and then here, like last night, I went to bed at like two thirty or in the morning or something like that. I just could not fall asleep. Still on California time, so. Yeah. No. Need to get back on the East Coast time, but that's struggling for. It usually takes me about a week to get back good. Um, yeah. And you're doing press day this week, right, in Atlanta? Yeah, yeah, press day this week. It's kind of a bummer too, you know, that the team shipped my bike like last Thursday, like not this past Thursday, but the one before, like a week and a half ago. They were shipping my bike back, you know, from California to Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It normally takes like a week, and you know, all the snow, the bad weather they had in Atlanta, like last week. My bike, like, everything got, like, backed up really bad, I guess, shipping and all that up there. Yeah. So my bike's not going to be here until tomorrow. So hopefully I'll get a day of riding, and then I have to go up to Atlanta, you know, Wednesday for, you know, press stuff for Thursday. So hopefully I'll get to ride a little bit tomorrow afternoon or Wednesday morning before we head up to Atlanta. You know, kind of a bummer. That I bike, have to go to Atlanta kind of, in the morning and then yeah. fly back and then drive with Chiz. Yeah. So <sighs> hopefully I'll get a day of riding in here tomorrow or something before, before I drive up there. Wednesday. Right. Uh, all right. Let's get to voicemails as usual. You can leave a message. These are the best of the best. We had a ton of voicemails this week, and uh, 
some people were upset with our connections last week. Stewie was on the show, and we had some few dropped mess through drop calls. I eliminated all of those messages from angry people. So maybe you can try to get a refund from the Pulp Mech show. All right, let's go. These are the best of the best. Hey, Steve, quick question. Um, I just today listened to the um, post-podcast, post-race um, podcast, and in it, um, Weston Pike, who um, I've met before and thought was a great guy, uh, was great with my family, you know, meeting them and, and talking to them. Um, in it, he said that he hates to go to the last chance because he hates riding with all the spodes. Is that a douchey thing to say, or is that a joke among you guys, um, you know, or among the racers? Um, I just thought it was an odd thing to, to hear somebody say. Um, so I'm just curious as what you guys, if you, if you, um, you know, thought it was as, as odd as I thought. All right, thanks, you guys. Have a good night. Bye. Um, where, where are you going, Pookie? I gotta, I have to get a nail polish so I can paint my nails. Okay, great. What color, girl? Oh, jeez. Uh, yeah, Weston Pike. Uh, I guess there was a, a thread on this on Vital, and some people were upset with him. Uh, after uh, San Diego, Weston had to go to the LCQ, and he's like, "I was out there with the Spodes," but I mean, you know, he didn't mean anything by it. It's not douchey. It just was Weston being honest. And, There's Spodes out there. I say that. Well, I mean, look, he's a lot faster than some of those guys, and it was just one of those things. He wasn't, yeah, people overreacted to what Weston said. I didn't even, when he said it to me, I didn't even think twice about it. I didn't even blink an eye like, uh-oh. And then all of a sudden I heard he got in, he didn't get in a little crap, but there were some people coming down on him, so. Hey, get over and it. those people's defense, I still agree with Weston. You know, there are some spots out there, like in the B practice, that I don't like to be in, you know, that suck to be in. But he was one of those guys at one point, you know, a few years ago. <laughs> he was. That's a good, that is true. JT right? claims it. There's probably nobody, he, no more. Don't take anything away from him now. He's right. actually, he's riding awesome this year. Obviously, to get fifth two weeks in a row, he's riding awesome. He's way better than he used to be. But he was one of those spots at yeah, one point. You know, we all were. But Yeah. All right. Next, next, next voicemail. Bye. Hey guys, what's happening? It's uh, Bo in Denver. I was just calling to comment about the uh, the streaming uh, broadcast of practice on Saturday afternoon. Um, you know, most people in the industry, like us fans, don't really know personally. We just, you know, hear what we hear about them uh, on shows like this. But Jesus, Paul Lindsay was terrible. Um, it, it seemed like he was trying to. Uh, I don't know how many times he tried to throw in the fact that he used to be a team manager. And at some point he said that Pike's not a true privateer. I don't know what he meant by that, but I know he's, he's pretty new to this uh, from what I gather. But uh, I don't know, a few things he could work on right there. Anyway, have a good show tonight, and uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. I don't watch these shows. Paul Lindsay knows his stuff. He's been around a long time. But there are some people who really don't like Paul Lindsay on these shows. And I feel bad. I get tweets and stuff, and, you know, like, I don't watch them, but come on, people. I, mean, I watched <laughs> a little bit of Well, I watched quite a bit of it on Saturday because I, mean, I was checking my guy out. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't good. I don't, I don't want to bash on Paul, and I don't want to pile on. But but you're just, piling on? Yeah, just not organized, and you could. it doesn't seem like they have, like, a very good format. I guess it's all off the cuff anyway, so yeah, that's no, how it's it is. supposed to be. Yeah. But, like, I just like Jim Holly. Like I mean, that. somebody tweeted me on Saturday and said, I hope Paul Lindsay dies or he needs to die. <laughs> like, come on. Like, That's terrible. Kind of, get it. 
That's the way to. What's that, Devin? It's a good way to look at it. Was that you? Was that you? It was was Devin Gibbs 27. I feel the same way about Paul Lindsay, the way I do about Ralph. Um, Playing traffic. I just, uh, come on, people. Paul was the original Pulp MX show host, co host. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. They're, They're both really good, Ralph and Paul. I mean,. They're, it, like you said, it's off the cuff, uh, off the cuff stuff, and improv and stuff isn't easy. I know. You know, uh, Wygant uh, asked one time, "Hey, if you ever guys need some help, I'm happy to join." Yeah. No, just they won't do it. They're just they're, he's not he's he's the enemy. He's the enemy media, and it's ridiculous because Wygant would kill that show. Mm-hmm. You know. So, anyway, hey, I feel stupid asking, but what show is this that he's doing? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> it's they have a they have a streaming pract- from practices uh, the second and yeah. third practices and they have uh, Jim Holly and uh, Kevin Barnett slash Paul Lindsay. Uh, okay, see, I didn't know Paul did that. I yeah. did that at Anaheim three oh. with Kevin and Jim, but Paul wasn't there, so I, I didn't know Paul was. Doing yeah, that. Kevin Kevin's tied up with some volleyball stuff, so they have some fill-ins here and there. And one of the guys is Paul, okay. and some people want him to die. So. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah, fu- yeah. it's fucked up, but you can't you know. Come on, Paul's yeah, no, not. Paul's a good guy. Like he's never he's been. You know, he worked at Lee there for a little while, and I've known him for quite a few years. Never like worked with him on a team or anything, but he's a good guy. I mean, I don't know, look, he, he's not. Radio, a, if you don't like it, don't listen to him. I yeah, mean, he's know. not a. You know, he's not someone off the street. He's not something. He's not dumb. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe he's not yeah. polished as much as Kevin or whatever. But I mean, come on, yeah. the guy's. Been a team manager. He rode pro. He, you know, he's been around the sport a long time, and yeah. I just think people wishing he would die. It's a little, little much. That's a bit much. Right. I mean, you know, come on. All right, let's do this. Heartfelt moment with a uh, red and yellow scheme. I just wanted to say, I insanely, insanely appreciate you uh, letting me call the show, putting me on the air with obviously James, um, putting me on the air in general. I know I'm kind of a wacky character, but. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm super grateful. I appreciate it, and uh, I love I love the show, obviously. And uh, I just want to sincerely say thank you, uh, you know, because obviously getting to talk to James and and uh, and obviously him, I'm sure knowing full full uh, full aware of uh, of me is pretty cool, and uh, it makes my day a little bit better. I'm a custodian, and uh, it's not it's not a glamorous life. But uh, the Pulpit Mech show and getting Probably the call not. in makes my life a lot better. So uh, I oh, insanely appreciate it and uh, keep doing your thing, Steve. Uh, you kick ass, so thanks, buddy. Ah, uh, raining yellow that guy. That was really sweet. With some heartfelt emotion. Seriously, I love that guy. <laughs> he got to talk to James Stewart. So. Like, that is so cute and kind you of. You know, he's just so stoked, too. Like, he probably thinks about it all the time. But Kyle, you, you have uh, a guy that's on Twitter that really likes you. Like, you retweet, or whenever I put out a Chisholm tweet, or whenever you retweet his stuff, there's you have a super fan out there. Is it Salvador? Yes, it is. Yeah, yes. I was hey, say Salvador. He, he's actually really cool. I met him in Vegas at Monster Cup like two okay two years ago, 2012. He's from Mexico, like Puerto which is me and Brittany went on vacation there like I don't know a couple years ago, um, and I think he just saw like he must have followed me or something and saw that we went there. Or something. I think that's how he kind of, I don't know, not got to know me because I didn't meet him there or anything. But right. like, that's why I started talking to him or whatever, just over Twitter. And he came to Vegas to Monster Cup like 2012, I think. And he brought me like, what was it, babe? It was like the to, like a shot glass holder, like this gun, like it's actually like a, a glass, like a glass gun <laughs> to put like tequila in with like 
this big uh, holder. Yeah, with tequila in it. It's like on a on the thing that holds it, like a holster. Something that says some wood glasses. thing that says Chiser 11. Yeah. Wow. Like he, yeah. he actually brought me like pretty cool present that, kind of thing or whatever. You know, we so. yeah, I see that guy, and that's awesome that you've got yeah. you know a super fan. Like we got uh, Sinjin hooked up with yeah. Albertsons, and he went over to watch the Super Bowl. And yeah. of course Moser vacationed with his family at Andrew Short's house in Texas. And I'm hooked yeah. up with AC. Uh, no, you're not. So, no, you're not. Yeah. It's, it's you're weird. You're making dreams come true. So it's weird. Brittany Chisholm has a has a stalker follower super fan thing too. He's, he's a little weird. I think his name is Devin Gibbs. Twenty seven. <laughs> oh, Devin. I'm I'm glad that she didn't couldn't make it to the studio because you might have really done some creepy stuff. No, no. No, I but look, myself. like maybe yeah, like you guys hey, should hook, get, hook up with this Salvador guy and like invite him into your life and. You know, like I know we should for real. Maybe you know, maybe that could be a one of the goals or something. He could, I like I like no hate on tits, but I think I like Devin better because yes. he likes me. Because he likes you, yes. right? <laughs> Damn right, Brittany. I, I mean, I don't know if you guys are and like. He's more talkative and fun. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. You know, it would be an ultimate super fan thing. Like if he could join you guys in the bedroom or something, that would be like Whoa. really Whoa. like. Whoa. I'm not. I don't know we're, if that's cool or not with you guys or not. Line. But can you imagine <laughs> a, a signed jersey <laughs> was enough, dude? No I'm just saying, like a super fan. Like what a we. They make dreams happen. The Pulp Show makes super fan dreams happen. Jeez, I'm, just, dude. I'm just saying. I'm not trying to be creepy, but we're I guess just I am. Throwing suggestions out there. I, I mean, if you really <laughs> want, if you really want to make a super fan happy, I'm just saying. All right. Oh, All right. my God. Next one. Mathis, this is one of your Louisiana listeners down here. And I've noticed uh, when I'm listening on Stitcher that uh, one of your intros for BTO Sports is America's favorite or best online realtor on the real estate broker, and it just caught my ear. Uh, it could be that they're clipping off your words, but I don't know. If you did say realtor and that real retailer. All right. Ah, it's up to good work. Yeah, I get that. I guess I've been saying realtor. I mean, you say retailer. That's you a have. terrible mistake to make. That's yeah. like <laughs> messing up there, there and twos on Twitter. Uh, maybe they're selling real estate. Yeah. At btosports.com. You don't know. Who knows? You, you messed up on that once, and we gave you flack for right. it, and we continued saying yeah. it as a joke throughout the show. I think I screwed up once. But you continuously keep saying it. And I don't know. They're America's favorite retailer. There we go. For anything you need, biker body, btosports.com. Sorry, everybody. Sorry. I'm a little sensitive. I'm a little sensitive these days. All right. Sucker and so go ahead and ass. go ahead and tweet me. I'll just block your ass like all the other <laughs> all the other ones. Alright, um, right, let's get let's get going. Hey Beth, let's just finish the show. Awesome show. Got me thinking though, you guys were talking about Kenny and where he's gonna end up next year. Um I remember Chad saying in the past that he was looking to add a rider, possibly to the 2-2 team. What if Kenny's the person that's been testing his bike? Maybe to see if it's... I thought this was Kenny Watson for a while when I was listening. I was thinking about Watson right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, I was thinking, I think it was Watson, and I realized, oh, wait, he means Kenny Roxon anyways. So. Something he'd be willing to ride sort of thing. Uh, I think Chad's smart enough to come up with... Smart enough to come up with uh, Later. That's a that's a popular thing, no doubt about it. Um, Kenny Roxon going over somewhere next year. His contract's up, so should be interesting to see what he does. Kyle, your contract. I imagine you have your contract up too. Um, yeah. Everybody, <laughs> man, everybody uh, is up uh, at the end of this year. It seems like, except for Filippoto, Dungy, Chad, and Stu. 
Stu. Yeah, Stu just saw him. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I th- I still think Rox is going to end up a Cowie. Maybe RCH, but you know he's ridden the Cowie. You know he's got Alden Baker. He's in Florida. I, I just can if they can find the money, if Monster can find the money. Steve, get your rain boots. Get your. Um- <laughs> I guess let's play it. I guess. Get your umbrella. Get your rain poncho. Because it's raining yellow. James is back. <laughs> you need to hop off that RV bandwagon that you've been riding on. Um, you're awfully buddy buddy with Mr. Villapoto. It's time to get off that train. Hop back on the yellow bus. Because, uh,. We're heading to we're heading to the promised land. It's raining yellow, baby. Yes. Uh, just you got. I mean, the guy his his guy won two races in a row. You got to play his voicemails. You know, I try to yeah. avoid his voicemails every week, but let's give him some flack. Some some. So let's give him some attention here. I love how we went from the hyped raining yellow, like how we do every week, and into an emotional, nice message back into a hyped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- yeah. Raining yellow. Yeah. Huh? Super fans, bro. They're killing it. Yeah. Hey, Mathis, uh, you had me worried there. You were you were picking Davalos, and I don't know. I was pretty scared, thinking maybe he changed his spots, but we all know it's not the way she goes, and he pulled a Martin Davalos, threw it away. Um, baby Jesus there. I think we should be changing that name to the air because uh, he looks like he could be the next king or something like that. In a long time since we've seen a rookie ride that that well in the first race, I was really impressed. And uh, Stewie, he's back. New change, James Stewart. Looks a little smoother, a little mellower, but I don't know. I feel roll coming on here. Anyhow, look forward to the show Monday. Thanks. Uh, bigger surprise to you, Kyle, that Chad Reed won two races or that James Stewart won two races. Um. I think if I was like an outsider, I would say Chad. Mm-hmm. But being that I, you know, was there all off season and saw how hard, you know, how much work he was putting into it, you know, I tried to do as much with him as I could, you know, while I was home. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, like seeing all the behind the scenes stuff like that he was doing, it was really no surprise. I knew that Chad, if he didn't do good, it wasn't going to be from lack of trying. And, you know, obviously he's talented. So I kind of knew he was going to do good. James, obviously you can't – he's always good. You know what I mean? He won, he's won races, I think, probably every year of his career. He's won at least a race or something like that. So yeah. it's not really a surprise that he's won two. I think maybe a little bit more of a surprise that he won two in a row, you know, these last two races or whatever. Not that he couldn't do it, but just how fast all of those first, you know, five or six guys are – to get two in a row, I mean, look, no one else has done it this year, you know, two in a row, and I don't think, until James. So, I mean, really neither of them, but I guess more so James to get two in a row, um, I would say. Okay. All right. What do you yeah. think, Brittany? Um, I would say I wasn't I, – I don't know, because I, I would like to say Chad, but then again, like, you know, like yeah. I said, right. being there or like choose what she said, I kind of – he could have done it. I think it was kind of surprising, more surprising to everybody else. And then with James, you just never know. He's either going to win or he's going right. to crash or he's going to whatever. So I guess probably James. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like if you were if you didn't ever weren't around Chad or anything like that, one hundred percent you would say Chad because yeah. 
after last year, you know, was not a good year, obviously. He'll say that with his coming back from his injuries and stuff from the previous year and not having a good year last year. You know, anybody that wasn't there to know what he was dealing with and then to see what he was doing, you know, to prepare for this year, right. you 100% would pick Chad. He would be the surprise. But for me personally, it wasn't really, you know, because I saw all that. Hey, do you still get along with James? Kyle? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I, we had press day at Anaheim, and he did also. And you know, we're around each other. I don't like. It's not like if we walk past each other in a room, it's not like, oh God, I'm going to pretend I'm on my phone yeah. and let me turn around the other way. Right. You know, I say hi. I hang. I mean, I just I talk to Malcolm. I think every week at the you know at the race, I hang out with him, Big James, all those guys. You know, we're, I, I still I get along with him That's, fine and oh, okay. talk to him when I see him. I just don't ride over there. You know, other right. than that, everything's good. Right. Good terms. Just check yeah. yeah. Hey, it's Tony from Arizona. Hey, uh, Dallas looks like an awesome race. Um, I think uh, there's might be a, some some duel or a, whatever you call it, controversy or, you know, rivalry. That's the word I'm looking for between Barsha and, uh, and Roxanne, which is good, I think. I mean, some people think, eh, you know, who cares? It was just a rating incident. Two fast guys at the front are always going to come together at one time or another, but people love rivalries. It's the common fan wants it. They want to pick a side. They want to argue about it. So I think it's good for the sport. I mean, I just I think it's going to be good. Also, uh, congrats to uh, AC. Golly, the kid was his first race. But um, even though it is the first race and we are speculating. Congrats to Pookie, too, by the way. Congrats, Pookie, on the win. Yeah, thank you. I deserve it. Hey, 17. I know. Yeah. I'm counting down the days. Don't worry. I haven't done anything yet. <laughs> Ridiculous. Hey, uh, yeah. that, what that if he, rivalry What if he starts thing? going out with Cassidy? What if he starts going no, with Gemma? What about with Gemma? No. Pookie follows all... Pookie is so creepy. She follows all these monster girls on Instagram. She knows their name. She knows who's, do. go, do, who's dating who. She told me Scott Champion's dating one now and... And I only knew that because I followed the girl, not him. Right. The one he's dating is really pretty. Oh, my God. She looks like Georgia Lindsay to me. I wanted her to model for my clothing thing, but I didn't ask her. <laughs> Probably because you couldn't afford- I wanted her to in my brain. You couldn't but find I her at the after party. <laughs> you couldn't go to the after party and find her? No, I don't go to after parties, bro. I just told you that. Which one, Pookie, which Monster Girl is, is the coolest? Which one would you want to hang with? I don't know anything about their personalities. I only can go off their Instagrams. Yes, going off their photos, off their Instagrams. Uh, I probably wouldn't want to hang out with any of them. I, I don't want to put myself in that kind of situation. Because then I look like a monster, and they look like a monster girl. <laughs> no thanks. Right. Uh, I almost asked Diana for a selfie at San Diego, and I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? Why would I ever take a photo next to Diana? Like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, you chicks, should chicks, do that, bro. Chicks no. are weird that way. No way. Brittany's probably weird like that, too. Um, no, maybe actually Brittany's probably not weird like that. No, she's not. Right. She has she's, all kind of group photos. She right. has group bikini photos. And What were you going to say, Pookie, about the rivalry? I like about that Instagram life. photo queen. What were you going to say about the rivalry? Oh, the, what the caller said about the rivalry. He's, he's right, because when I heard Barsha talking to you on the, on the post-race Pulpcast about Sponsored the rivalry by? and said, Pro Circuit, when he said, oh, he cried about it, I was like, shit, yeah. And I'm on Barsha's side, and I couldn't care you, less about Barsha before. <laughs> why not? Why aren't you on Kenny's side? Because I'm not. I was actually. Yeah, I was at, That's because I'm not. Good, that's good funny. One. I was actually thinking if I'm a Barsha fan, I always have been. But 
between the two, Roxon and Barsha, any outsider who just watches the sport is going to take Roxon's side because he's a little bit nicer with interviews. And then Barsha's a little bit more blunt. He tells it as it is, which I like. Reminds me of an old Rick Johnson. I thought it was awesome that Kenny said on the TV, I texted you right away because I wanted to make sure you knew that he said that. But he's, you know, just talking about how he almost killed us. I don't know what the hell's wrong with him. And he's not the brightest light in the room or something. I mean, that's does it, pretty ballsy to Does say it bother you like when that. the Monster Girls put hashtag model life when they're just, say, pooping or eating? No. Yeah. It like, bothers me when they hashtag their own name when the, insta- when the picture came from their own Instagram. They really do that? Because yeah. that means that because hashtags are for searching. Yeah. And they think, you know, obviously if people are searching for them, but if they're searching for them, they could just go to their own Instagram and see it. If there's more than two hashtags, I'm not a fan. I don't know. Oh, I'm a fan of hashtags. I'm yeah, a fan I'm a- of hashtag hashtag. So hey, I have yeah. stuff that would never be searchable, like the no. longest things ever <laughs> that don't even make sense. Hashtag chiz life. I don't look. You're a model. If you're on a private plane, you're on a shoot. Hashtag model life. If you're at McDonald's, that's not model life. That's just normal person life. You're just some girl getting an egg McMuffin. They don't do that. Yes, they hashtag model life doing the stupidest stuff. <laughs> Steve's next Instagram Because they want picture. more followers. <laughs> Hashtag model life. Really? Really? You're, you're at the library. Or, no, sorry, they would never be at the library. Uh, <laughs> Wait, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that was a wrong place that was a, Yeah, you're that. stretching, man. You're stretching. Photo of them at an orgy. Hashtag model life. Okay, I'll get it. I'll buy it. Oh, yeah. You know? I'll, I'll do that. But no way, man. These girls, I don't understand. Like, they're so vain that way. Like... Yeah, but they're models. Yeah, but that's cool that they're models. That's awesome that they're making a living. But don't hashtag model life when you're doing normal people stuff. Well, you can't expect them to not be vain when they're models and they look like that. Steve's going to get a coffee at Atlanta saying hashtag normal dude life. <laughs> well, no, I hashtag I hashtag I'm mo- start hashtagging something like that. Brittany, if you start it's hashtagging like- model life, I will beat you down. Mm, but you leave her alone. Uh, what? I said you'll still follow me, though. Yeah, I will. I can just see you, though. Model life with just a smock on. Like, no, you're not. <laughs> you like, just I'm five ha- one, so me hashtagging model life would be hilarious. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're not doing mod. If you're not doing model things, don't put model life in there. And don't hashtag your own name if it comes from your own Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Really. <laughs> oh, haters gonna okay. hate. What color? Yeah, we're hating. What? Uh, what color are you painting your nails? Oh, I knew you were gonna ask that. Jesus, um, Essie, Little Miss Fancy Pants. The show. Oh, has, my fay! I love that. The show, two colors over there? The show so has good. gone off the rails. This is a ridge people. filler. Oh, I don't know. I'm anything just curious, about that. and I didn't feel like touching it to her. She's already here. I on totally the phone. knew she was gonna ask me which about what color. Mon- which monster girl is the hottest, Brittany? Mm. Oh no, I don't. There's not like. I think a lot of them are pretty, but like. There's nobody that I'm like, oh, my God, she's the most gorgeous thing I've ever seen. <sighs> I'm usually just looking at their boobs. I do. Stuff. I just started following another there. one just the other day, and I had never noticed her before. But I, she's a pageant girl. I walked, girl. I walked by there. Hey, yes, that blonde girl from last weekend is really pretty. Yeah. Never seen her before. But I looked girl. at her I Instagram because like, hey, I started pretty. following her, and she has been a monster girl before. Hey, Brittany. All right. Whitey. Hey, what's your usual uh, uh Finger paint, I guess you'd call it color. Um, I don't have a usual. I change it up right now. I have on my left hand, my hands okay. and my fingers are painted nude, and on my right mm. hand, they're painted black. I okay. will say this about the Monster Girls, and we should have had Jessica Tickle on the show to ask her this. We should have. We should have called like past Monster Girls, like Jessica and Ashley. I walked by the Monster Girls at Anaheim, and they were taking photos with dudes, which is totally cool or whatever. Devin would be one of those guys. Yeah. Right. The like the two guys I, I walked by twice. 
the guys were like, they had their hand on their ass, basically. Hmm. Yeah, that's not okay with me. But you're making like three hundred dollars. You're like, you're not getting no. My ass. Like, I, if I'm a monster girl, I don't want like, hey, creepy dude, meaning Get me. Get out of here. Yeah, like you're not feeling my ass for that. That's that should be danger pay. <laughs> yeah, like they, that shouldn't even unless be. they're hot. Mm-mm. The guys. Mm. The guys? Yeah, if that guy's hot, then what are you going to do? Exactly. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. We need to dive into this monster girl thing, though, way deeper. Britt, yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Well, we need to put a GPS tracking device on one. And a GoPro. (laughs) Hey, next monster party, we'll just, I'll wear a GoPro or something. I'll hide one somewhere and wear it around. Then you see what happens. Because, you know, that magical room that Watson didn't get me a wristband to. Like, I want to know what goes on in there. And... Like, yeah, they make those GPS things. Like, Brittany, maybe you can slap a monster girl on her butt and put the GPS thing on her without her knowing it, and we will just follow her Yeah, but around. then when her pants come off, you won't be able to tell where she is. Why don't you yeah. just become friends with Dirt when Shark her and pan- ask him? When her pants come off? <laughs> yeah. Really, Poogie? Because <laughs> that's what we're all wondering about. Right. Just you become guys. friends with Dirt Shark and ask him. He knows everything. All right, I'll get, I'll get right on that. Yep. <laughs> just, watch, just watch the Dirt Shark videos, and you'll see what happens. I can't. Those I want to claw my uh, my eyes out. Um, <laughs> I saw awesome. I saw one in 2007. I think I've seen them all. I think <laughs> yeah. that's probably about the only time I've ever seen one too. From the one. Yeah, because they, they, they're the same thing. Like, hey, look, they got yeah. they discovered slow mo. What about last yeah. year when the girls like <laughs> asking Adam, "Do you want to fondle our oranges?" Oh, you didn't Ooh, like that. I did Pookie. not like that. No. Um, somebody, one of the monster girls, I don't know what it was. I don't ever watch Dirt Shark videos. I don't, like, follow them. But somebody had one on, and I think it was a Dirt Shark video. And one of the girls, like, one of the blonde girls was, like, talking on there. I couldn't really see, like, which one it was. I don't freaking know their names and stuff. But one of them was, like, saying something, like, I don't, it was, like, the weirdest thing. She said something, like, when a guy tries to, like, touch the side of your boob, like run into the side of your boobs to keep trying to see if they're real. I'm like, no guy has ever done that to me ever. Like, I don't think that exists. Like, who tries to run into the side of your boob to see if they're real? Like, Oops. it's like the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, I think she was talking about me. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm... Oh. Weird. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. Hey, the Chisms. Thank you for coming on the show. You guys are troopers. You hung in there uh, for a long time. And Brittany, I wish you were here in studio. And I wish Georgia was here, but both you guys screw flaked. Us, screw flaked us. You broke fl- his heart. I'm sorry. Well, hey, I, no, I'll come again. I saw your schedule, and yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah, if bro, you, I have a lot going on. If you had been able to make it, that would have been a big stretch. I get it, but um, you guys. Oh uh, man, I wanted to come and go to Magic tomorrow, and you'll be back in Cali problem. for outdoors, I guess, near the end of the season, right, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. The plan is go back out there like sometime towards the end of Supercross, and then right. my schedule is going to be busy this summer because like I was looking at the schedule, I think, and then it's like you know we do all the Supercross, we have that one weekend off, mm-hmm. and then the rest of Supercross, and I think there's one weekend off, and then I'm going to do Glen Helen, and then straight from there I think there's four Canadian outdoors in a row, yeah, and then there's two weeks off up there, and on those two weeks off, I think it's like Red Bud and Muddy Creek, I think. So I'll come down and do those two, and then there's six in a row up there to finish that out, and then I think Utah is the following weekend. So between now and September, I'm going to have, I think, two weekends off. So I'll have, like, ten outdoors up there and four down here, so that'll be, like, 
14 weeks in a row of uh, of racing up there. There's uh, uh, Up there and down here. I think you might have the 800 to deal with this summer. Yeah, I heard they might be going up there. I, yeah. I, I heard that down, like, back before Supercross started that they were maybe going to be going up there. Wow. Metcalf, Chisholm, uh, the 800, uh, Colton yeah. Fasciati. There should be some good racing. I'm going to try to make one of those rounds. I don't know which one, but one of them. Yeah, uh, it should be hard. I kind of felt like, I mean... I don't know. I, like I felt like for Moto Concepts to like go up there. I mean, I guess it's good for the series up there, but I kind of felt like for them as like a team here, it kind of isn't a step forward for them to go up there. You think? I don't know if you agree. You know what I mean? No, they're just. Like, I, I guarantee you, a big part of their motivation was they're still pissed about Lasergate. I guarantee. Yeah, you. no, that's yeah, that's exactly it. But like, you have to kind of get over that at some point and just like. Yep. Stay here, you know what I mean? Like, what? They're, what are they getting out of going up there? You know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, but, bro. But yeah. I can't wait to. But I did hear that. Yeah, I can't wait for Canada to get a load of Britney Chisholm and her <laughs> vlogs and smocks and pretty rebels and great and you know. I've only been to one Canada race because like Kyle and I were together when he won the championship last time, but I only went to the like the. You know, the one right. that he actually got, like, crowned or whatever at. because Crowned? Uh, and one she went to. Yeah, like, the one he actually wanted at. Because I was, like, 15. I don't even know if I had a passport. Yeah, maybe not back then. You might not have needed it. Um, yeah, I don't think you did. Well, hey, thanks thanks for coming on, both of you. And, yeah, Brittany, we'll try to get you in studio when you're out west. And uh, we really appreciate sure. both of you guys. Thanks for, uh, you know, humoring us with the funny stories and all that. Good sports about it. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Good deal. All right. Hey, bro. Bye, Pookie. Bye. See See you at the banquet. Bye, Brittany. See ya. Oh, she said bye to you. See ya. All right. (laughs) See you guys. All right. That's the Chisholms, Brittany and Kyle Chisholm. First guest to say goodbye to me. And what a way to do it. Aw. That's so sweet. Remember when Osborne used to talk to Tits? (laughs) I'm a fan of Zach. Tits like that. Did you hear Devin talking to Adam when he got him on the phone? No. No, I didn't. Congratulations on your win. You killed it. Can't, Don't give me that. Can't, dirty. No, can't, no, no. Whoa, put whoa, them through. Put whoa, them through. Whoa. When Don't. you're talking about something and you're doing your lineup and you're reading hey. your, your sponsors, I do like to congratulate the, the yeah. riders on the win. Congratulations on your win. Yeah, you know what? S- suck it, dude. Suck it. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, before we go, uh, Devin, please tell us about this incredible company called Optrix. Man, Optrix. Optrix is amazing. You have 11 days, listeners. 11. Kyle Chisholm days. Hey, to get a 20 dude i'm gonna punch you in your dog's face um adam you're really good <laughs> is that is it which one's weirder that or me being of such a big fan of britney exactly. oh the britney thing no for sure yeah, <laughs> takes yeah. the cake yeah takes the cake all right well back to what we were talking about you have 11 days to get 20 percent off on a purchase of an XD iPhone case by using the code Pope20 at t- checkout at uh, www.optrix.com. This code only applies to the XD5 case for an iPhone 5, 5S, 5C, or 5th generation iPod Touch um, and ends on the 28th of February. The existing code for Pulp still works on everything, 15% off on the store. Uh, if you were on the fence about buying an Optrix party or part or any type of case, there's a little bit of an extra push to get you guys Optrix, motivated. bro. Everybody who has an Optrix... And excluding Kenny Watson, who has not opened his, I probably still to this day. Or Berluti. I don't think Berluti's used his either. Love <laughs> it, said though. he used his. Oh, he did? Yeah, he used his. I'm not going to name any names, but there used to be a guy in here that did some freestyle. He loved, he loved it. He was a big fan of it. He thought the Optrix was awesome. I don't know who you're talking about. It's a great uh, case. Uh, so thanks to, thanks to Optrix for coming on board. Optrix. Yeah, I need one of those new things. Let me. Can you buy me one? Yeah, his name's Tits Legendary. Uh, No. 
uh, Optrix case, um, Optrix.com. And again, anything of our, of our show sponsors, uh, look on sponsor deals, man. And, uh, save yourself money. If you need to get, get stuff, uh, from the BTO sports.com, the nation's leading realtor, realtor. <laughs> I did it on purpose. Retailer, uh, BTO sports.com fly racing, race tech suspension, X brand goggles, Atlas neck braces, vortex racing, and fat cheap and truck parts, free gun underwear, works connection at Cherubies. FMF Racing, Tech One Designs, A10 Solutions, W Wheels, Black Ops Moto, Tim Ferry. Mafia Moto Crew, The Moto Company, Optrix, and of course Guts Racing. Thanks to Guts for coming on board. The official seat foam of Adam Cianzarello. Puts his ass on Guts Racing seat foam. Just like many other winners do. Tim Ferry. Win, baby. So awesome. Oh. Love him. He's amazing. Um, Number 15. Number yeah, one. I mean, that doesn't even bug me. Yeah, because Tim, Timmy's my guy. Because it's true. we got to get him on. <laughs> well, you should get him on. Timmy would suck on – he usually sucks on these radio shows. Uh, thanks to Brittany Chisholm, Kyle Chisholm, Georgia Lindsay, Jenny Taff, Adam Cianciarillo, Jason Thomas. Adam Cianciarillo. Thanks to Pookie. Thank you, Pookie, for coming on. I don't think – I think this women this Valentine's Day slash lady show was, was a good – I think it was good. It was good. Last year we had all chicks and maybe went too far. We had Adam, JT, Kyle, you know? Sprinkle some testosterone in there. It was a light dusting of, of guys with, you know, ball sacks. You know, ball sack guys. That's gross. I know. Great show. Ball sack. Uh, Devin, thank you. Appreciate it. Thank um, you. Always a good time. We are going to... Yeah, Adam. It's Devin. Devin. Very... Um, what? Uh, thanks, thanks to uh, you guys, the listeners. Thanks to Moser for the questions. Thanks to SwizzCore for archiving this thing. And uh, he's got a new baby, and I spelled the baby's wrong name wrong already. So I'm already uh, in the doghouse for being a boss. You're a dick. I am. And uh, we will back, be back next Monday. I think uh, Tony Berluti and Chris Kiefer are going to be in studio, everybody. I believe. But that could change at any time. Ping is locked and loaded, coming up uh, as a guest. Uh, Berluti will be back uh, in a couple weeks. Villaman. Yeah, Villaman will be up here at some point. Who knows? I think DB likes coming. He does. Yeah. No, yeah. He's so good, No, too. He, he loves it. We got to move to Cali. DV, though. No. Um, DV. No. <laughs> losing my job. DV <laughs> will. Mark my words. DV Down. will lose enthusiasm. We're at round seven. Probably by round 12, 13. <laughs> his column will stop. He won't want to come up. He, does, uh, he, he'll just lo- he does it all the time. He's done it a few times. Well, he seems to be into it so far. Yeah, no. Cross our fingers. He's into it. So we appreciate it. Uh, but most of all, we appreciate you guys for listening. Thank you very much. We uh, having a great show this year. Uh, increased ratings. Uh, numbers are good. Sponsors are happy. Support the sponsors that support us, and we'll keep putting on a show uh, for you guys. And uh, thanks, everybody, and we will see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Concho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Concho. <laughs>